Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's Monday, November 13th. 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening and watching. Thanks for listening and or watching. We're very popular on the YouTube. Uh, yeah, looking forward to having a great show tonight. 702-586-7857. We are deep into the offseason, but that doesn't mean there isn't a ton of shit to talk about. Paris Supercross this weekend. Hunter Lawrence for the Supercross debut. Jet Lawrence, Kenny Roxon, Brayton, Cooper Webb all being there. Uh, Justin Hill as well. We will recap uh, the World Supercross Round 2. Some fireworks there. Abby Dobby. Uh, looking forward to talking about that. One round to go with the World Supercross guys. And, uh, yeah, lots to get into tonight. Kay Clayson will call in. Cade raced in Finland over the weekend, a race I went to years ago. Tempira Supercross. And we will talk to Cade about that race, how it went for him, World Supercross, and, and more. Uh, Weston Pike, Fly Racing, WPS's Weston Pike will call in. We'll see what's up with him. We saw him at the Millville Ride Day. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about his new ventures and everything else going on. So Weston Pike will call in. And then our buddy A-Ray, Alex Ray, friend of the show, uh, got married over the weekend. And so we will recap that wedding and talk a little more about that and more. 702-586-7857. You got a call, you want to talk something uh, about motocross, supercars, or whatever, go ahead, give us a call. And uh, my co-host tonight from Kiefer Inc. Testing, from Racer X, from Pulp MX, the Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? Oh, wait. Turned on. Hey. Off-season show. Let's Off-season go. show, but lots to get into. Yes. Yeah. Lots of fun things to get into. Yes, absolutely, right? Not uh, just racing dirt no, bikes. Yeah, some, some other stuff. Because, honestly, I heard this week, well, no, wait, we're on Monday. Thursday last week, I got a text. Okay. So-and-so is flying. Oh, here we go. And, and Already? I, yeah, 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 yeah. At the, at the test track. And I'm just like... Wow. I, I don't think it was like literally flying at the test track. It was like, this guy is looking amazing. And I'm like, come on. Stop it. And, and, and so I don't really want to get into that. Like, I don't care. I did Dino hear... was I, flying through... I, I have heard one guy from other people, more than two people, is flying. That's on a new bike. Okay. That is unbelievable. Okay. Again, <laughs> everyone's unbelievable. Right now, yes. Yeah, we'll all figure it out. Uh, it'll happen when it happens. We'll get there when it's time. Yes. You know? Um, we'll, we'll just, yeah. Yeah, we race Rider D. We'll get there. <laughs> we race when it's time. Uh, we got the voicemails tonight as well and uh, and more coming up here on the show. I want to thank the folks at motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin, Renthal, Racetech, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Renegade Race Fuels, Pro Filter. Maxima USA, OGO, Atlas Neck Brace, Guts Racing, FMF, Works Connection. Our guy at Works Connection, he offered us a giveaway tonight for yes. Works Connection. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save if you don't happen to win the aluminum YZ450 peg mounts. Offset. Are, offset. These are for 20, 20 to 22? 
No, 19? yes, they are. But they also will go on a 23 and 24. Okay. We can explain that later when okay. we do it. But these are, these are offset mounts that you've worked on. Yes. And, uh, and you're a fan of. We're going to give a set away awesome. tonight on the show. So we'll listen in. We'll tell you how to win. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Get data. WUSA. Intense Cycles. Wiseco Piston. EVS. MTX Braking. All on board with us tonight. Working the phones over there. Holding things down. Coming in a t-shirt and shorts. I'm going to warm it up. V. Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? What's up? I think I missed the whole weather debate before I got here, but yeah, t-shirt and shorts. It's yeah. not that cold. No, nope. I, I Just like, like you. I respect it. Yeah, the same. I mean, wh- when do I not have that outfit on? Me and Marks are cozy. Do you, I got merch? I got merch. Did, did, I, did you hear about the Sphere? Did I ever tell you about the Sphere? Uh, no, is it cool? Yeah, dude. I went, oh, I went, wow. I went, yeah, I went to the Sphere. Sounds okay. Gay. Saw you too. Yeah. If we could have like a Sphere ticker, uh, Marks, we can use that. How many times he uses the word Sphere in it's, a show? Uh, it's something oh, else. Don't do this to I me. went again <laughs> last week. Really Heather and I can't <laughs> believe it. Like, she, She's like, is he really there? And I go, yeah. Yeah. He's there. I'm there. When do we start the group for those of us that have to hear about it all the time? Right. Not for those that have oh, to Oh, my go. God. Marks at A Ray's wedding. How how many people have come up to him? Okay, and that wait. started the conversation. Like this, literally started the conversation. Wait a minute, though. I didn't bring it up. People were asking me about it. I swear, I'm not like, hey, Jericho, you see the fucking sphere? Like, no, Jericho's like, hey, man, how was that? Like, these people are asking me about the sphere. Not I'm, at our table. That didn't come up. You brought it up. Absolutely not. I did not bring it up. There's no way. I I got asked about it. The world wants to know. And I'm a sphere ambassador. Because they think that's all you know how to talk about anymore. So they want in. Steve so Mathisphere. on their way. It's oh, Steve Mathisphere. It's great. It's amazing. If you have a chance to go see you 2 at the sphere, everybody, you got to go. Does his side of the desk look a couple inches it's, higher it's than Kiefer, you're right going. Or? We're going to go. We're going to try I'm, to go. I do want to go see you 2 I would just want to go see you 2 But the videos that you have showed me, and, and I hate to do this, Mark, so I'm sorry. It's pretty fucking cool. Like... It's They're starting out. The it's streets have no name. With the sun coming up in the desert, it gives you chills. Like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yes. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. In my but life. I don't know if I'd be going five times. I haven't gone, gone four times. I've gone four. Oh, I said five. No. Four. Okay, four. Well, when we go, it'll be number five. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Travis Marks, everybody. Right, What's yeah. up, Marks? Hi. Hi. Uh, this is unbelievable. He's wearing a nice, proper uh, attire today, by the way. I can't, I yes. can't do this. Yeah, I got uh, my keeper sweater on. It is, um, yeah, I thought I'd wear the Sphere shirt today because, you know. <laughs> I didn't know you got merch. You're not a merch guy. I'm not a merch guy, except when I've seen the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Then I buy merch. For the people that don't know this, he doesn't buy merch. I buy merch every time I go to a concert. For you to wear because a fucking not, shirt is unbelievable. Because I'm not spending $45 for a cotton shirt when I have 800 You just did. Sh- I know because it's the sphere. <laughs> but my stance on merch is it's all trapped in my brain. I don't need a shirt to remind me. And I have 800 motocross shirts that I got for free in my drawer. Yeah. So I do not need to spend money on a shirt. But don't you that think. That is my stand on, on merch. I, I, that's no problem. Don't right. you think wearing a musical shirt shows when you're out and about what you like? Like, hey, I like no, this no, band. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't, no, I don't you care. Don't care. I don't care. Oh, no, I don't okay. care. Right. Uh, but the sphere. You do care. It's worth a what shirt. What if the shirt just said sphere on it? Would you? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Dude, let me tell you let me tell you this. He's texting us today about having someone come to town for pulp dinner. And he said you're gonna stay for the whole weekend, we're having a show. And he goes the other guy goes, Yeah, it's it's Roto. And Steve goes, 
you two at the Sphere on spot on Sunday. <laughs> Saturday. That's what I cared about. Saturday. He's going to be on the streets. About. He's going to be on the streets jangling. Weekend. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Hey, man. He spare some jangs. <laughs> just ask that question so he could tell Roto that the, the U2 was at the Sphere on Saturday. Dude. That's all it was. <laughs> I need to go to the Sphere, man. You, did you actually, Marks, this is for real. What? Did you see the videos that uh, from the Sphere, like on my phone or on my Instagram? I have like, seen... I think I saw one of yours, but I have seen videos. Yes, yes. But I don't think YouTube grabs marks anyway, so it's no, not going to be overwhelming for care. him. Listen, I've seen videos of like, uh, you know, on a safari. It's like you're yeah. on a safari. Yeah, it, it does look pretty cool. That's right. I want to watch a porn in the sphere. Oh. <laughs> it's sick. I can't believe it's Sorry. that long. That's, yeah. too, much, that's yeah. too much too soon. Uh, hey, eight man, minutes. you beaten off? Eight minutes in. <laughs> okay. All right. We got voicemails. We got the X-Brand Goggle Terros. We got the Race Tech rant. You are the subject of my rant tonight. Why? Yeah, Why just, the fuck am I always your just, rant? You just wait. Oh, my You God. just wait. You're the subject of my rant. Do you uh, know what it is? Also, uh, motorsport.com, tweet at Talon, and uh, the X-Brand Goggle Terros. Of course, I said I mentioned that already. Um, all right. So, um, lots to get into, Kiefer. We have a question for you on the phone. I want to talk Paris Supercross, but... World Supercross, round two, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. What was your – Vince Freeze was all <laughs> over social media. That made it for me. Like, hate – I, I got to tread lightly here because I know this is a touchy subject with a lot of people out there. And, look, I'm not, let's say, a Vince Freezy fan. I'm not like, yeah, Vince Freezy. Yeah. But here's the deal. Pending on what – I saw on the broadcast. Now, I wasn't there. I wasn't a rider behind him, so I don't know if he was cross-jumping. I didn't see cross-jumping in Abu Dhabi, which I'm sure I've seen a lot of it in other places. I am not that pissed for what he did in Abu Dhabi as far as brake-checking, slowing down the corners, slamming dudes. Like, now, Dino and those guys said he cross-jumped. I didn't see that, okay? So I don't know. I didn't even see him brake-checking. I didn't really even well, know. Well, he, mean, was, he was bunching. He was bunching. No, I don't think he's bunching. He's just not as fast as those guys. No, he was he's slowing not as fast. down. No, I was watching. I mean, his whoop speed, once again, wasn't on par. Correct. Anywhere where it needed Dino to be. Dino would catch him hard in the uh, whoops. Everybody would. Yes. Yeah. But him slamming Dino, I don't think that was that bad in no. the grand scheme of things. Him slowing down or brake-checking, it's... I get it. Like, you're trying to win a race, and it's short races, so why not fuck with the guys that you're racing with? So you know every dude on that line, if Vince gets a start, they're like, shit. Yeah. They're already thinking yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. So then they're like, their whole race might be screwed up because Vince is in front of them. Mm -hmm. They're like, how do I do this? How do I make a move? Do I go here? Should I wait there? You know, Dino kind of got it after a little bit. It's like, hey, my chances in the whoops, and I better get over to the left yeah. as soon as I can. And he thought he had enough room after that rhythm, and he didn't. But I don't think it was that gnarly. I don't either. So I don't either. I know and, I'm going to get a lot of hate for I, this, I, but I, in this situation, I'm not talking to Vince as a whole. I'm just talking in Abu Dhabi. That's it. I mean, look, it's an arena cross track, and that shit went on all the time with Budman and Denny and all of that. And, yes. And was he aggressive? Yes. I didn't see any cross jumping either. I didn't really notice any brake checks. He was just going slower than those guys. I mean, I guarantee if you looked at the lap times, he was slower than those dudes. He just got a great start, and it was hard to pass. And, yeah, you got to know who you're dealing with. Like, you got to know that this guy's going to come in hot. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. You know, uh, a t bone of a of a of a straight. I don't think it was tire. a break leg. No, type of no, pass. I don't. And but I guess if you're Adam Bailey in the World Supercross guys, you love it because it does. And, you know, and I talked to Adam. I did a podcast with him after, and he's like, "Yeah, like we don't do the punishments." 
Right. You know, FIM is there to dole out punishments, and Vince got docked. Hold on. I How does go- that affect that then? So what did Vince get? Two penalties for – well, the, the one thing that Vince did that was stupid was when our guy ICP. ICP, yeah. ICP hits him off the track, yep. and he just keeps going straight. Right, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't go okay. back in the track. That's, no, that's jacked. That's fucked. Yeah, that was like I was like, what's he doing? Right. So he got docked two positions for that and two positions for rough riding. I so does he that. not get third then, or whatever? Yeah, he still got third overall, even with the docking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So how do you get docked two positions? Oh, so you're talking about positions within the race? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. In that particular race. Got it. Um, so that was bullshit. Getting slammed by ICP and yeah. then not coming back in because, like, dude, you got passed. Look at, did you just think you could just go straight and it would be okay? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, like, are, you, what like, are you doing? Yeah, like, like fuck it, I'm just gonna keep going. Right. Let, let, work it out later. Right, right. <laughs> work like, it out later. like at the, the least, what you should do is slow down and let Joey by and jump. Jump. In Joey was him. in front of him. Yes. Right. Yeah. So here, here's the thing. Look at Dino and ICP. I feel like have. Have ICP seen this. is Joey Savacci, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. ICP is Insane Clown Posse. We know Joey loves them, <laughs> right. so we're just going to call him ICP from right. now on. Yeah. So Dino and ICP probably seen this over the years, so this is built up. They, yeah. I'm sure this Abu Dhabi incident, if it was just that incident, I'm sure there's nothing really that gnarly to be said afterwards, but he has a reputation. Again, they know it, what's it, going it, it on. It goes into my party in Temecula theory for Vince Freeze. Nobody likes him. Right, they, he's a little different dude. He is an asshole on the track at times. He has done asshole things on the track. Yes, he has also done things that you wouldn't even blink an eye at if it was our buddy A Ray. Correct. Like A Ray on Freddie Norn. Right. Or that was bad. Right. <laughs> but everyone loves A Ray, and we do too. So no one says much outside of oh A Ray, Vince. If you just look at the incidents in a vacuum. Yes. Which is what my thing is. My, my saying about Vince is he's not a popular guy. So the, the high school mentality comes in and they gang up on him and no one likes him. And then he does that. Well, here's and my then thing. everyone freaks out. Right. But that pass has been done on Dean Wilson in Arena Cross a hundred times. Right. My thing is track record, right? You have a track record. Let's say you had 10 things you've done screwed up or wrong and then you do one thing right and you expect everyone to have your back because it was actually right for once. Well, this is not how it's going to go for Vince. No, no. So yeah. it's it's just going to be um, it's going to be one of those things. And, and here's the thing, I Vince is a, a really good rider. Like I feel like he's kind of underrated as far as like just talking about how good he rides. Like he's a very good rider. Sure, his whoop speed is not the best, but he gets great starts. He puts himself in good positions. Besides, you know, the, the crap that we've seen him do in the past. Mm-hmm. I just feel like in these circumstances with that track. The way he was riding wasn't a bad thought. Like I'm like, well, you know, taking dudes <laughs> out and slowing down, and I mean, you're you got a quick race. Why not try it? Because he knows. He even kind of said it. He's like, look, I got Ken Roxon, and these guys, and they're not catching me because the track isn't that hard. So I might as well just try to send it for an X amount of time. Whatever, what is it, eight minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, there are different lengths, but yeah. So why not just try to do what I can and manage it for eight minutes? And see what comes about. Because he knows. I was like, I know Kenny's faster. I know Dino's going to be faster than the whoops. But why not try to bump and run to make those guys fall? And there you go. Um, So ICP won. ICP won. And he has the points lead. That's awesome. One round to go. Kenny was started in the second row. Both McElrath and Kenny started from the second row from qualifying during the day. 
when there was nobody in the building, they did qualifying. And those guys had problems. And so they start in the, third, in the back row, all three main events. That's your, 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 your qualifying sets your gate pick for the rest of the mains. And so Roxon was amazing to work out from a back row start. I mean, he might have won one of those if he hadn't fallen. But he started in the back row, and now he, now Joey has the points lead. Yeah. How big of a lead? Do we know offhand? Um, we don't have the points. Six or something. Okay. Yeah. So there's a good chance that Joey can wrap it up. I mean, if he he's in there and yeah. he gets second. JB went down hard, walked off. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I yeah. thought it was going to be did worse. You, did you have any problem with, like, like you know, again, people were bagging on the track? It's an arena cross track. Like, it, it, <laughs> it reminded me of Bercy. Like, I, we had a lot of races at Bercy over the years, and we just all shrugged our shoulders. So, I, like, it was, yeah. I know. Uh, to me, even Bercy had more passing you think? options. Yeah. I feel like there wasn't that many options to do. You know, going out of the stadium, that didn't do nothing. Yeah. That just kind of was single file. Yeah. Unless, you know, Dino tried to slam Vince, and I think that was worse than what Vince actually did to Dean because yeah. Dean was just over it. But to call it a Supercross is a stretch. When you say the Supercross, I just feel like but, that's not it. But all these races all over the world call themselves a Supercross. I know. And, and, I mean, the U.S. Open of Supercross. That was The U.S. Open track was just like that place. As a rider... I'm like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. As a fan, I'm like, I yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. I get the riders not hating it, but the fact that it was an arena cross track and it was part of the World Supercross Series, I don't care. Like, that's but, what they have over there. But that's my what, thing is, that's what it is. at the U.S. Open, there wasn't 20 riders on that track. There's way too many riders for that track. Yeah, I don't know. There's 20 riders on there. That's way too many for that style of track. Um, Let's five just... points. Joey's up. ICP. Okay. Five, five points up on camp. So there's a chance. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um Speaking of Chance, uh, he's, he's on five. Uh, chance, you want to talk Baja? Hey, Steve. How are you guys doing? Good, man. You're going to race Baja this year. Nice. I am. I know it's kind of off topic, but you know it's off season, so what are you going to do? What yeah. are you going to do? But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in La Paz. Uh, I'm in my Airbnb with the motorcycle in the living room like a real racer, and we're putting our transponders and stuff on, getting ready. When is it? Uh, Wednesday. We leave uh, 1 o'clock La Paz time. So you're Wednesday. going backwards this year, La Paz to Ensenada, right? Yes, sir. And you oh, do- Kiefer. How are you, Kiefer? Good. How are you, sir? Uh, how many riders I'm, you got? Uh, I'm Iron Man in the whole thing. Holy shit. Jesus. Yeah, that's what everybody says. And then I tell them I'm 54, and then they're like, shit again. It's a talent. Is that, that, that's, that's pretty gnarly? Yeah, 1,300 miles is a lot. So yeah. that's 1,300 this year, talent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. No, that's I've so, done like three hundred, and that's enough for me. So, Chance, I I Ironman Vegas to Reno here one time. That was five thirty something, and I was like, my hands were locked up. So, props to you for doing one thirteen hundred, two doing it in Mexico, which is even gnarlier. Did you get to run? It's, did you uh, get the pre run? We didn't. We uh, no. Oh no, my I'm God. not gonna lie. We we uh, pre ran in the van on the way down here, which is more dangerous than actually racing the Baja. Jesus. So can These I tell you? Here, uh, yeah. Not to scare you off here, but just. You know, just to not go crazy, you don't know where you're going. Just chill out okay. a little bit, right? I'm, yeah, I'm 54. I've been racing for 20 years, so it's all about uh, using your mind more than the throttle. Yes. So, I'll, quick story, Steve. So, I rode uh, race Baja 500 one time way back in the day, and I thought I was a moto guy. I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine, right? And I don't need a pre-run. So, I, my segment was from start to Valada Trinidad, and um, I did the start. You know, it's balls early, barely sunlight people everywhere and i'm looking out for you know people say booby traps all these things so what i didn't know and this is before they had speed limits on the freeways but you know they put you on these two-lane highways and it was misting a little bit 
but I was catching the guy in front of me, and on just a time, I'm like, okay, I can try to get this guy. So I was on this pavement section, and meanwhile, for people that don't know in Mexico, there are people in in cars just driving around like normal, but you're racing, so yeah. you're in full-blow race mode. There's people back then just driving, and there were people um, with video cameras in the back of trucks trying to video you while racing, so I'm trying to pass and weave these vehicles, and I'm losing time to the guy in front of me because the sharp signs on the highways there um, – the, the turns weren't that sharp because I was backing off too much. I'm like, well, fuck, I ain't going to back off for this next one as much, mm-hmm. you know, just because it says sharp. Yeah. Well, to my demise, um, I came across this one turn and I didn't let off in time. And I started doing like a two wheel drift on the pavement and there was a cliff on the other side. So I'm like, well, here it is. Here's here's where I die. <laughs> here's where everything ends. Yeah. And. Right about I started hitting the double yellow um, line in the middle of the road, a car on the other side of the road started coming across. I hit the car, the driver's side door, doing about 45. Bounced off it. Bounced off of it, and it straightened me out. (laughs) And after that, I just, I limped it in, and I came in dead last to to, to hand my bike over. They're like, hey, what happened? I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm never doing this again. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, like don't Mexico. do don't do that. Don't do everything right. besides that. And um, congrats to the ISDE Team USA. They yeah. won. Yeah. Well, yeah. Trophy team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the women's trophy team won. And Brandy Richards, she uh, she's undefeated in every special test she's ever entered. Oh wow! Unbelievable. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey man, Chance. Good luck, man. Yeah. Stay safe. Hey, good I'll luck. Let you guys know. I'm a huge fan of the show. I actually met you guys in St. Louis. My wife took a picture of all three of us together, which oh, I still cool. have for some reason. I don't know why. And my wife is like, who are these guys? I'm like, it's the podcast I listen to. And she goes, why? Why do you want a picture? I'm like, because they're my friends. You That's guys right. don't know. So I appreciate everything you guys do. The, the show means a lot to more people than you guys realize, and I appreciate it. Well, let Thanks, me know. Sir. Hey, uh, email me when you're done. I'd like to know how you did and end up. That's very cool. All right, man. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks a lot. See you. Right. Good luck, buddy. See that's gnarly. Uh, that's yeah, really that's, that's that's pretty pretty nuts. Uh, Alex is on four. Question for Kiefer. Alex, uh, go ahead. What's your question for Chris Kiefer? Hey, Chris. So I'm racing Minios this year, and I'm racing stock class. Now I've got a, a 23 YZ450, um, and right now I've got a set of X-Trigs, just stock offset on there. And obviously in stock class you can't run the full X-Trig, but you can run just the top mount. And one of the main reasons I got the X-Trig was to get rid of the – like rubber cones inside the stock handlebars, you know, because I race off-road originally, so, you know, I, I fall over usually at least once a, once a race in the GNCCs. So I hate having to straighten my bars out every time I go down, so I got the X-Trigs. Yep. And my question is, if you were going to run stock class, I can run the top clamp of the X-Trig with the solid mounts yep. and then the bottom half of the stock clamp. Would that be something you would do, or would you say maybe just steer clear and go with full stock? So I just emailed you back. I saw the email. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I saw you wrong. But no, while you're on here, so for me, I, basically what I put in the email is like I would not do the top without the bottom. Um, yeah. It throws off the balance of the bike a little bit, and mm-hmm. it, it will increase rigidity a little bit. Um, yeah. Because the top clamp itself is a little bit stiffer than the top, and the and comparative to the to the top stock to the extra it's stiffer but when you add the bottom that bottom one is softer than the stock so you're going to add a little bit of rigidity so what i would do is i know ride engineering has bar mounts that will fit your stock clamps 
Okay. Maybe try to look into that, and if he doesn't have those, go and put stiffer cones inside of those bar mounts. That's what I do, and I, I have you. a lot better luck with that versus going to, a, you know, just doing the clamp half-ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah, guys, where would I get those stiffer cones? Uh, Ride Engineering. So uh, just call up oh. Adrian, tell him that uh, you heard it from Steve and I, and then ask him if he has the bar mounts or the cones. All right, good deal. Well, I appreciate it very much. Thank you, uh, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, John's on one. John, you got a triumph question for uh, Chris Kiefer? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you taking the call. Yeah. Kiefer, yes, one sir. of your last podcasts, you were talking about Mike Brown to triumph. Is that confirmed? Uh, so I don't. it's not to triumph per se. Um, I know mm-hmm. Mike left Alden's on good terms because he wanted to try something different. Right. So he is over um, – at the Triumph, helping the Triumph riders just like he was at Alden. So um, I don't know if he's, you know, per se with Triumph, but he's actually training some of the guys over there and using the facility. Well, you got to get the, the inside scoop for us to scuttle, but like the, the previous gentleman said, it's off-season. We need to know what's going on over there. I did, I put, a, I did put a text I in. I put a text into Mike Brown. Uh, no reply. So what I do know is, um, so Aiden, my son, is going to go move with Mike. He's going to go train with Mike in Georgia. So Aiden's going to go there in January, and uh, he'll train with Mike, and, you know, he'll be in Georgia for a little bit. And Mike's in the process of moving into a house right now and getting settled. So um, I'm sure we'll hear more about it, and he'll probably tell you more of the details later on. I just think it, it hasn't really started yet. It just started here November 1st, so. I appreciate it. I hope to – I'm Georgia local. Maybe I'll see you all out there one of yeah. these races. Uh, thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thanks, okay. John. Uh, Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works, decalmx.com. Sean and Ron keeping uh, Kiefer and Aiden and all of his minions and all of his motorcycles stocked up with tons of graphics, number plates, side plates, everything. Uh, they sent me some – Die cuts? They sent me some stuff for my anniversary Yamaha. Oh, purple? Looks good. Yeah. Looks really good. Is it is it like a replica? Like uh, yeah, a little bit different from the stock stuff. Okay. But, um, yeah, it looks good. So uh, use the code PulpMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal works, number one, for many reasons. Their mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition, quality, service, and knowledge, bringing you Chris Key for tonight. And I'm sure, I don't know how much Decal Works gives you, but I'm sure they give you that amount three times in the number of number plate backgrounds that you use. There's so much. We go through so many graphics. I can't between, even imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be nuts. And Aiden refuses die cuts, but I'm a big die cut guy. All right. Uh, Renegade Race Fuels also. Renegade Race Fuels are looking for dealers and distributors. RenegadeRaceFuel.com. Please check them out. Renegade Race Fuel is the only fuel going into Justin Brayton's tank. Dean Wilson, Max Anstey, who are the leaders right now in the Aussie Supercross Series, using Renegade Race Fuels. The engineer, uh, their, their fuel to be cooler, burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Renegade offers real octane and not overhyped marketing octane bullcrap. RenegadeRaceFuel.com for more information on that. Looking for dealers and distributors. The stuff really works. Kiefer likes the SX2 stuff that from Renegade. SX2? SX4. SX4 yeah. uh, from Renegade. Uh, he's tested it. He likes it. Uh, so please check that out if you can. Uh, let's go to John on 5. John, what's up, man? You have an off-season show idea. Hey, yeah, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Yeah. Uh, off-season show idea would be women only. Mm. So maybe we have Heather Pookie in the chair a yeah. little bit. Well, uh, okay. Did not, people get pissed off when you had? Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, John. Yeah. So we did that once. People really hated it. Not that it mattered to me too much, but people didn't like it. We had Brittany Chisholm. 
Page or no? Page. I can't remember. Every, and then we were trying to do it again. And two of the women canceled on me at the last second. And I was stuck with their plane tickets. So then that made me super bitter. And I've never done it again. A woman hater? I guess. Oh, more, I, more like spending oh, money I, hater. I thought it was nice and original. And a good no, idea. Anyway, we did it. But you'd have to go through the archives like... Uh, Talon or Marks wouldn't know, um, hey. but it was a while. It was a long time ago, but hey. we did it. Yeah. Hey, John, I, I said this to Steve the other night, um, like off season show, just have like a drunk show. So Steve and I don't drink usually. So maybe we sh- I, I would actually do this it would just be like every certain amount of time. Steve and I have to drink and we'll just see how the show goes. That'd be not, not bad. Oh. Awesome. Hey, listen, I've been a long-time listener. I'm also from Winnipeg, Steve, and I, I, I can't believe how far you've come. Coming from this little town in the middle of nowhere, it's really, really uh, impressive. Winnipeg's a, Winnipeg's, a, a Winnipeg's a big city, man. I mean, you know, uh, it was cool to see those guys from Winnipeg come down for the Millville Ride Day. We had a bunch of guys come down. It didn't go well for everybody from Winnipeg, but it was awesome to come down to Millville uh, and see them ride. And uh, well, i got to get home one of these times, John. So. Awesome. Well, I've been down to Millville quite a few times, but um, I'm thinking of coming down for the ride day, and I'm just going to spectate. I'm not even going to bring my bike. I'm oh, just going to watch you. Guys. No, you come on, come and ride. Yeah. Even if you even if you don't ride, man, it is a great time. We had a really good time just it's, hanging out with everybody. It, it was fun. Yeah. Right on. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, 702-586-7857. Let's bring in our next guest uh, uh, from Kate. From, uh, from Kate? From Kate. What? Uh... Sponsored by? Weisco. Kate Clayson. Brought to you by Weisco Pistons. Uh, the HRC guys. We had Lars in the show a couple weeks ago. Lars and Paul came in. Not basement. Lars was really good. Yes. A Marks, like he was... I was giving him shit before the show about, hey, don't be PC, Lars. You know what I mean? Like, he I know you, you shit? I was giving him shit. Okay. I know you can't say everything because he's factory Honda manager, but I can you not? And he actually said a lot. Good. Right? I feel like Lars does a really good job. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. he was he Even was very stuff. honest about the sex and stuff, very honest about the jet stuff. Like, he was great. I think it's cool, too. Like, Lars is, has, he's very humorous, but it's so dry. Yeah. You don't know if he's being serious or being funny. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh he was great, though. He was, yeah, he was impressive. Yeah, uh, like even the stuff that he can't really talk about, he navigates it really well and makes yeah. you feel okay. So, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. I'm a Lars fan. Uh, Talon says it was show 266, Diana Dahlgren and Brady Bowers. Oh, shit. But we also had Brittany in here. And look at that. Valentine's Day show, yeah. Lone Wolf with the polls. No, Diana Dahlgren we, was we, in studio? Yeah, yeah, Diana was here. We, Damn, I should go She back lived here for that. a while. So she she's in, in Henderson right now, isn't oh, she? Oh, is she still? Yeah. Okay. So, no, we had a Valentine's Day show uh, also. So this is 914. Uh, anyways, see if you can find the Valentine's Day show, Talon. Of she wouldn't this. be a bad guest, dude, honestly. Georgia Lindsay, Brittany oh, Chisholm, there mm. and there was maybe another one. And again, I got a lot of hate for it, and I didn't really care, but the fact that we were trying to do it before then... We're trying to do it again, and like I think Georgia and Brittany both were like, yeah, 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 and then they couldn't come, and then the ten plane tickets just went for use, hmm. for garbage, and I was bitter. Anyways, uh, Weisco, Weisco Performance Partner of Factory Honda HRC. They had a pretty good year. They got a full range of performance components for dirt bikes, UTVs, ATVs, jet skis, you name it. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons, Garage Buddy rebuild kits. Pulp 23 is the code to save with Weisco. USA-made Racer connecting racer Elite connecting rods also is something that I used in my... Uh, Project 90 build. So I used a lot of things from Wiseco guys to do that Project 90 build that Dark fucked me on. Yeah. Hey, are we going to get into the Dark's latest? I'd love to. Dude, I don't know. What, we better text him first. Would he get mad? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> can we? Maybe we could speak about it in broad sense. Okay. 
somehow. Uh, okay. Our buddy Dark. We Listen, at the break, I'll throw a text, see what happens, but I would love to talk about it. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks to the folks at Wiseco uh, for, for coming on the show. Pulp23 is the code to save with those guys. Oh, uh, yep. Show 2014, we had Georgia and Brittany Chisholm. And then uh, show 266, we had Dahlgren and Brady Bowers. Show, show 162, February 162. 17th, 2014, was Brittany Chisholm, Jenny Taft, Georgia, and Kyle Chisholm. No, that's not in studio. That's just guests, right? That mm. was before me. I don't Probably. know. Yeah, Probably. Taft would not have been but in studio. we did have Jenna Hayes in studio at one time. Yeah. Brady Bowers has been in studio a Who's couple that? times. Jenna Hayes? Just <laughs> I just wanted to say it Brittany again. Chisholm, for sure, a couple times. Georgia, yes. Anyways. Merce- uh, Mercedes was in there? I mean, it's not a bad... Mercedes, Terrell came in? I don't, I don't think it's a bad... I think it depends on what women you have in here. If they're just like PC and just quiet, it's boring. But if you have someone outspoken, mm-hmm. I think Diana's outspoken, mm-hmm. um, have women in here that speak their mind, I think it's great. Yeah. All right. Wise School Pistons bringing you our first guest of the night. Friend of the show, Kay Clayson. What's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, I'm sleepy, but I'm doing well. I just made it. I just got home last night, so I'm Dude. still uh, still struggling with time. Uh, I know. Before we get into Finland, let's talk World Supercross. All right, let's do it. Okay, yeah. I feel like obviously Vince's moves weren't amazing, but outside of getting hit off the track and then coming on, I didn't see a big problem with any of his moves. And it's just because no one likes Vince and they went after him. But if that move is done by Denny Stevenson. Or our buddy A Ray, everybody just goes oh, and they move on with their lives. Did you, did you feel the same, Cade? Yeah. Other than uh, I think was it Joey that pushed him off the track? Yeah, and he and kept he going. That was bullshit, right? Yeah, that's shitty. Right. But that's just the shit he does that pisses everybody off. Um, and it's just I think it's just built up over time, and I think that's why you know it sucks because I think a lot of people off the track actually like him. Like he's super nice to talk to. He's mm-hmm. a nice guy. But, yeah, dude, on the track, he just does so many stupid things. But, yeah, like the takeout on Dean really wasn't even that bad. Dean cut down into him. Mm -hmm. Correct. And uh, that's what actually made him fall. But, uh, you know, it just it gets blown up because, yeah, everyone just doesn't like Vince. Track record, man. Did you – Adam was on here. I know Adam wasn't happy with some of the press they got from that – round that he wasn't happy with a few things that the riders had to say i don't think it was like he just wasn't stoked on it i don't think he was like you know these riders can't race or anything but i think he was a little um shell-shocked from some criticism of it i thought it was okay like whatever it was it is what it is like it's a you know it's another country that's never held a supercross before so the, the equipment broke and things like that and we had an arena cross track but overall Cade, were you upset at the round were you just okay with it um, I mean, it's just a like, I, they just have such a cool platform and they could do so much of it. And I get that we're in a country that's never had that type of racing before. So it's obviously going to be different, but it's like, you have like, and I'm not like you're saying me, but like you have some of the best dudes in the world and like Kenny and those other guys. And you could get like a fast pit bike and do all the jumps that were on that track. <laughs> like it's just, it's not it's not a racetrack that fits the caliber of the guys that they have racing. And, uh, you know, it's hard yeah, to but, build something. But doesn't that make it that, exciting, though? Not, I mean, is it exciting when Kenny gets ninth in the heat race because there's nowhere for him to pass because the track is that simple and one-lined? As a fan, yes. 
because we know how good Kenny is, and he's going to have to come from behind to do good. I feel like that's exciting. I don't know. I mean, it, it was way better in the mains than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, in the heat race, like, we literally all just rode around out there because it was still, like, really fast and one-lined. Once it got, like, a little bit rougher and we had to move around and mistakes were made, it raced a little bit better. But, yeah, I mean, I just – it's – it's we all – we travel, we all train our butts off, and then, we you know, we want to show up. And, you know, I think we just hold them to a high standard because their works does such a good job on our racetracks here. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, technical, and there's always something different. And that's just kind of what we want there, and they're still kind of figuring it out. I mean – yeah, like this weekend they built the whole track with a skid steer. Like yeah, they had some they, equipment problems, right? So yeah, I mean they, like I'm I'm friends with those guys, and they're like, yeah, we broke every skid steer they could get us, and that's what that's what they like. They had the the first two skid steers they brought them. They didn't even have tracks; they were wheeled. And if you've ever worked on a track with a wheeled skid steer, that thing will roll over in a heartbeat. Right. So, what was hot dog um, vendor doing there? Yeah. He's helping, I guess, uh, the people from Triple Crown, uh, the Tom, uh, Thompson's brother. Okay. Um, I can't yep. think of his name. Justin. Um, he got, like, the contract to, like, build the tracks now because him and the guy who owns uh, Vision Built um, build tracks together now. Mm. Vision Built is a guy from uh, Ontario that actually builds some really good tracks. They're going to build, I think, the racetracks from now on. And I think oh, okay. Uh, Kevin was there just kind of helping out with like race logistics stuff with them as well. Okay. So I was surprised. I saw him on track walk and I was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Right. And, uh, I thought that was kind of cool cause I love KT. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Cade Clayson. Give us a call. Uh, you missed your buddy's a, you missed your buddy a Ray's wedding on the weekend, but we'll cover that in a little bit here on the show, but I'm sure you were missed Cade. Was I? I? I mean, I'm sure there was a, a lot of enjoyable partying going on. And, uh, yeah, we we did our fair share in Finland, too. But um, I'm sure it was a good wedding, even though I wasn't there. So, Finland, you – correct me if I'm wrong. You were leading the second night. You were one of the best privateers this year in Supercross. You were leading the night, too. And then Hari Kulis, who fell in the first turn – on a pretty simple track, although ruddy, uh, caught and passed you for the win, Cade? Is, is, is this correct? He wasn't that far behind. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> but he fell in the first turn, correct? He fell in the first turn, and he was up by the time I jumped the finish line, which was one turn away. So he's a straightaway uh, back about? Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, I mean, he was probably further back than that at some point. But he was going way faster than the rest of us. Yeah, all. clearly. I mean, the track was – incredibly brutal like i was probably the best one in the whoops and but then after that it was like every everywhere it was just like a soupy setup was not not working well it was so rough and rutted it was like indie but with uh like german dirt that's like super gummy and it just sucks you everywhere like they had to keep changing the schedule because they, they didn't want us to race on the track because they were scared of how bad it would get. And then they wanted to shorten the main. And I, I told the guy, I'm like, dude, I don't want you to shorten the main. Like, we can ride the track when it's gnarly. Like, don't make – like, the laps are already, you know, 30 seconds long. Like, we need to do at least 20 laps. Mm-hmm. But, like, so they, they, they ended up – because they just had two giant excavators. 
they prepped like probably 90% of the track for the main, huh. um, which was cool. Okay. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's still, it, it would just get hammered. Like the top of the tabletops, like you would land in them and it would just like suck your bike down. And then sometimes you'd endo and the, the rocks were insane. They were so big. Yeah, um, I went to and that that's race how I went off the track the first night was I was uh, battling for third with, I call him uh, Captain Electric, but it was uh, yeah, you, Jorge. There, you got beat by uh, Stark overall, correct? Uh, I mean, I, I guess I didn't really think about it, but yeah, I went okay. five, so five two, and he went three three. So okay. yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, oh, dude, he was so good. Who was, was this? Great. Who is this? Uh, Jorge, I think it's Zaragoza. Oh. Um, he used to ride for Factory Honda, hmm. but he's like Stark's you know, factory test guy. He like lives in Italy and that's all he does is ride Stark on Supercross. Wow. His Instagram is sick. That's how I, I knew he was coming. So I looked him up and his videos are pretty sweet, but, um, yeah. So he whole shotted basically every race because it's literally almost impossible to beat that thing off the gate. Yeah. And he would do like rolling starts. Wow. Uh, cause he has no clutch so he could just like be rolling and then just take off. Yeah. I have a very different opinion about racing against those things now that like I have raced against one <laughs> yeah. because it is, it is like, and I'm not saying this for any reason because he did beat me straight up in like a heat race and other times, like he's a really good rider, but it's like, honestly, super difficult to ride against that thing. Not being able to hear it. Like I was behind him trying to pass him in the main and my heat race and like, we'll come up to jumps and you can't hear him. So, like, you don't know if he's going to jump something or not. Hmm. Like, he can make a mistake, and he has so much power, he can just still jump it. Hey, did, but did, like, did we know if he was running the 80-horsepower version? Yeah, what, what mode was he, he in? He, 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 I asked him. He said he was riding it at 60. I believe that. 80 would be too much. Uh, though, yeah, dude. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's just what he told me. Because I asked him. I was like, I was like, I don't really care, like, what you do. I'm just curious. Because I, I asked him a lot of questions about it because I'm just intrigued. Because I rode one a couple weeks ago, and it was so much fun. Yeah, but um, well, going back to yeah, your your comment on your suspension though, like why do you say Supercross on that kind of stuff? The suspension wasn't good. Wouldn't you want something stiffer in that gummy shit? I mean, maybe, but not when the track like, dude, there were literal breaking bumps, like oh. eight, twelve inches tall. Okay, and then it was just like huge ruts in the corners. So it's like moto. It was just, it was I mean, moto. I mean, like I, like I was telling Steve in our group chat, like Nice was riding a bone stock fanic with stock suspension. And he was like, dude, my bike works great. Like the track was so simple. Like it was yeah. super fast. Okay. Like the jumps, like the smallest jump on the track was like the size of the face of a supercross triple. Okay. And they were just like laid down and it was like huge step on step offs with like lips going just wide open. Like if the track wasn't rutted like that, it would have been like 20 seconds long. So I guess if, yeah, if someone like Nice is like saying my bike works well and it's bone stock suspension, then, so he, he, then yeah. He said Fantic, is that what you said? Yeah. So Yamaha. Yeah, Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah. Is it, I figured that's why you're, you were asking about it in, on your tweet, like what's a Fantic? No, I just think it's funny how people are like, oh, it's like, it's a Yamaha. Why, why yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I know, well, I don't that's understand why. that. Yeah, I, I I had helped Thury get in over there, and he was going to race it, but then he got a German deal and backed out. And when we were in Abu Dhabi, Luke was talking about something. I was like, "Well, you want to come to Finland? Like, I can call and see if I can get you a spot." And uh, you know, he ended up coming over there he, too. So yeah, he wasn't supposed to go. Like, he had to go buy a coat and all this other crap just so he could go to uh, go to Finland. You know that 
I, I hooked your Finland deal up years ago, right, Kate? You know that, right? Was it you or yeah? I don't. I don't yeah. remember. If it no, was it was me. Ray, I, t- I, rem- I remember, Yanni. Yeah. Oh yeah, because because I was Team Pulp and A Ray was Team Swap, yep, and yep. we took the dub. Right, and I I was like, let's get Cade there, Yanni, my buddy Yanni, yep. X Racing guy. Good dude. Well, uh, I just so. pass it on to some other people. You All know right. what I mean? Like I just, I just, yeah. I just want you to know I that. I appreciate you, Stephen. Yeah. Um, you can't remember yeah. everything. Um, yeah, that's Yanni. Yanni. Yeah, that's Yanni. Hey, Yanni's great. And he, you know, he's the one who like, okay. right. who, like, owns the race now. Like, he does? He oh, I don't know that. Guy. Oh, yeah. no, really? Yeah. So he, like, took it over from the other guy because the other guy's, like, a businessman, and he's, like, too busy to, like, do oh, okay. it full time. Oh, Did they pack Yanni's the house the, there? Yeah, so the second night was completely sold out, mm-hmm. um, and then it was packed. Hey, that's and a pretty cool night. town, too, right? It's a pretty cool little town. Yeah, it, city. I mean, it's a it's nice a little town, and yeah. the hotel they put us up in is, like, right downtown, mm-hmm. so, like, we can walk everywhere. Yeah. Um, it just sucks. Like, every time we go there, it's, you know, mid to late November, so it's, like, it's a little chilly in between freezing and snowing and, like, melted snow. I uh, I went to Helsinki when I went there. Yanni took me to Helsinki. I toured the Olympic, where the Olympics were back in the day and everything, with the Olympic Tower and stuff, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was great. Did Yanni try to get you in a sauna? Um, I mean, there was a sauna in my Airbnb when I got there, which I used, but yeah, I, don't, dude, I don't need, I mean, yeah. I love saunas. The, the, fin, the Finns and the yeah. Swedes, yeah. they love sauna. They okay. just go in a sauna. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know the ratio? No. It's two saunas per person in the country. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So Yanni had one in his house. It's just, everyone's got a sauna in their house and everyone sits in the sauna. Because it's always fucking balls cold. I don't know, man. I don't know why. I don't like saunas. <laughs> Really? Yeah, really? Like oh, it's no. great. Too sweaty. Oh, I love saunas. Yeah, sweat it out. I don't like sweaty. I like hot tubs, but I don't like sweaty saunas. You just ha- bro down with your Do you dudes. go naked in there? In a yeah, sauna? with a towel no. wrapped around you. Oh, but but just naked. Yeah. But without a towel? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think Yanni was telling me that just all, him and his buddies go in naked. Yeah. I think he was telling me that. I don't think I want to see ball juice. You know. I know, but I think Yanni was saying, yeah, we just all sit in here naked, and I'm like, you guys are fucked. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not my mo. Uh, Cade, you've been riding a KTM in uh, for MDK, the World Supercross, and you rode a KTM this weekend, right? And you yeah. normally ride a Kawasaki, and you will be on yep. a Kawasaki again for next year. Uh, do yep. you? What do you like about the KTM compared to your Cowie? What or what don't you like? Or what mm. what's it like between the two bikes? Um, the KTM, I've I feel a little bit more comfy in the whoops with, which I think is counterintuitive to what some people think, but. Like, I, I'm really good on the KTM and the Whoops, um, which I was big, probably my biggest struggle on the Cowie. My Cowie corner is way better, and I, I feel like I can get in and out of the bottom of corners way faster on the Cowie. And my Cowie, just like how we had it set up, had a lot more bottom. The KTM, I'm just, I'm just riding it stock. It feels a little luggish off the bottom for me. Um, but yeah, it's just, they're, they're pretty different, but like, because I have my, like my pegs lowered and my seat taller on both of them, mm-hmm. like my triangle feels pretty normal. So other than just like the power difference and like where I can kind of maneuver it. Cause I have like literally like I'm on different tires. I'm on the same kind of suspension, but it's obviously a completely different setup. Um, so it's. It really wasn't that awkward getting off the Cowie onto it because I set it up so similar, like rider triangle wise. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they are super, super different. What about vibration? Do you notice more vibration on your KTM? Um, you know, I have at times wondered, like, why does it feel like it's vibrating so much? But then it just kind of like you just get used to it. Like, 
get used to it yeah like or it goes away and i was just like in my head for a second like i just ride it and try to because i do that sometimes like if i like feel like i hear something i like have to keep riding because it's like was that just in my head or did that really happen right you know what i mean so on your uh, on your suspension on your ktm are you on a cone valve fork or or air or what do you want oh yeah i'm on a cone valve okay have you so been, I'm on the okay. full AEO setup. Like I've got their link, their got knuckle, it. all that stuff that they, so, you know, they just kind of came and put it on and were like, hey, this is what, you know, Derek and all those other guys like kind of said they like. And I mean, it, it worked pretty well. I, I don't, I think I made like one internal change because I came straight to ride it from Salt Lake City and met everyone and rode it for two days in California before I got a bike. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, I heard Derek hurt himself. Derek Kelly. He did. He yeah. Arm broke his arm. Damn. Yeah. Um, oh, really? That uh, did you have you been getting paid from MDK? Kate, is everything okay? I have, yes. Okay. All right. Oh, well, congrats nice. on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of bummed because I haven't gotten to meet Mark yet, and I've heard he's really cool, but I didn't realize like he lives in Columbus, which is like an hour from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. So I like I kind of want to go up there and like see the car shop because like that actually sounds really cool. Like, I didn't realize, like, the, until I was, like, on the team how big MDK actually is. Like, it's, like, a huge thing. Yeah. I still don't know what it is. What is it? <laughs> well, it's it's Kwame's mega rich dude okay. who races Porsches. Porsches? Yeah, Porsches. Yeah, yeah. Porsches. Okay. So. Uh, Kay Clayson brought to you by Weisco. Uh, Piston on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Weisco. Uh, use the code Pulp23 when you're shopping to save with the folks at Weisco. Okay, it's been a really cool uh, off season for you though. You got Finland and Abu Dhabi, Abu Abu Dhabi. You, you have Australia coming up. You went to uh, England earlier uh, in the summer. Like, yeah, it's been pretty good for you to go out and race your dirt bike and make some money. Yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun. Um, you know, I'm, I, it's a bummer we didn't get to do all the races because I wanted. You know, that was kind of my plan was to. Uh, you know, get to do all six or whatever of them and then a couple off-season races and with a bunch of them getting canceled, it kind of opened up my schedule a lot, which isn't exactly what I wanted. Um, but, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I I've, I wanted to kind of get this whole world traveler thing a try and try mm-hmm. some of these, you know, overseas races, and that's the biggest reason I really wanted to do World Supercross was I wanted the chance to get to see these places and basically get to do it while racing is pretty easy and yeah, I'm excited, and I'm excited to get back to Australia where I rode really well last year. I feel like I haven't raced the KTM super well yet, at least to the potential that I feel like I can ride it. So, um, you know, going back down there where, you know, I got fifth last year is nice. So hopefully we can put in a good result before I make the switch back over to the other bike. All right, we got a call for you here from Juan. Uh, Juan, go ahead. What's uh, what's your question for Kay Clayson? Uh, I'm just here to defend Cade and all that shit you've been talking, Steve, about him going on a hunting trip and okay. missing races. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I mean, that's once-in-a-lifetime deal, you know? A hunting trip's a once-in-a-lifetime deal. Oh, I didn't well, realize. I thought, the, I thought the animals were there every year. My bad. Well, they keep the, yeah, sure they are, but <laughs> not in certain places, you know? Oh, okay. Cade, back me up. Once-in-a-lifetime. The guy didn't go I on mean, safari in Africa. He just went out, mean, out in the woods. To shoot help, to fair, helpless animals. To be fair, Steve, you have to enter a draw to get a tag, and we drew tags to go, and it is very difficult to get tags, and it is a, you know, not maybe not a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but once-every-long-time opportunity. Uh, listen, Kate, 
Again, the correct. plan. Listen, Juan. He hated. He hated to make money at World Super at, at SMX. He just hated it. Just that, di- didn't man. like money. That's what it was. I just it's wanted to money, light the money Steve. on fire. It's only money. It's all, it says the guy's flying for Finland for two grand. He obviously loves money. I mean, you know. Let's be honest here. He he went all the way to Finland for you know not he didn't crush it there. He made some money. He had a good time, but you know I mean I, the fact that Cade didn't do SMX is still unbelievable to me. I don't care about precious tags and all of this S- stuff. SMX so will wait, be there next year. If we're gonna if we're gonna have this argument right now, Steve, do you even know the whole reason why I didn't race the second and third round? No. Would you like to? Why didn't you race the first round? Well, okay, so I got the call like seven days before the first round. Okay. And I was they called me and I'm like, Holy crap, like the guy I was going on this trip with had already left. Like he was driving to Salt Lake City where I was flying to pick me up and we were driving to Idaho. And he had never been where we were going. I had never been there. We were going together and I was like, I can't bail on this guy. Like he's one of my best friends and it was a whole thing. So I was like, look, I can't race the first one. I was like, I can 100% race two and three. And they're like, okay, well, if there's an open spot at the second round, you know, you'll be the first one on the list. And I was like, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I understand if somebody doesn't back out or somebody doesn't get hurt, like I can't get a spot. And they're like, yeah. So that's when in our group chat, I was like, Starling, I need you to race the first round because Starling wasn't going to race him. Like I literally talked mm-hmm. him into racing yeah. because I needed him to not race um, so that I could have a spot. And he was like, he was like, okay. So then he races the first round um, and I go on my trip and I come back and I call him and they're like, they're like, yeah, right now we have an open spot because Starling's not doing it. And I'm like, all right, sweet. And uh, so we get all the stuff ready, send my bike to the race. And then I get a call. They're like, oh, hey, nope, uh, we don't have a spot for you. Some, uh, someone who actually qualified in said they wanted to race. Who was and, that? And uh, um, the PAP, Pep, Pepe? Pep, Pepe. Pep, yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I was <laughs> like, that sucks. They're like, yeah, sorry, he is technically ahead of you, so he doesn't get, does get the spot. And I was like, okay, like I understand. Um, but then come race day, there was still an open spot available. There was only 29 guys there. So I was pretty mad, and they made up some excuse of, oh, there can only be um, this many people in the LCQ, because there was 10 in the LCQ, and then but there was like 19 people in, that were already in, and I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because your payout is based on 30 people, and if there's, it doesn't matter if there's, 10 or 20 in the LCQ because you're always going to only have 30 people. Um, I don't know, man. So you lost whatever. me. You lost me already. But you should have done it. So they, there Let me just sum this up for you. There, yeah. and they, they're yeah. supposed to be 30. Yeah. So there was an open spot. Let me wrap this and up for told, you. Yeah. They told me that they would only have 10 in the LC, or yeah, they would only have 10 in the LCQ. Go ahead, Chris. Well, the next weekend, okay. they right. they went against <laughs> right. that. They were 11 <laughs> in the LCQ. Listen, and, hold on, everybody. And just, they basically okay. messed. Hold on. It's, what? I'm trying to make Steve understand here. This yeah. would be like if someone came to you and say, hey, we drew, we got a tag to go see Creed in the front row, but you're going to have to miss round one <laughs> at Anaheim. Are we missing Anaheim? No. 
Yes. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're yeah, not. We're going to another Creed show. No, I this is our once in a lifetime thing. But it's not. They have these. They, they no, we're going to go backstage. We're going to go oh, hang now with we're Creed. Going backstage. Yes. Okay, well, no, you didn't say that. Well, oh, yes. So Listen. this is what you have to think All right. like. Hey, Juan, thanks for the call. I'm glad you got Kate's back. I don't know if you're related to him or. Thanks, you know. Connor. Ah, just a good buddy. Yeah, hey. Got a split. Got a spot for you in Angel Fire. Come anytime. Here we go. Right, yeah. I don't know what that means, but thanks. Thanks for the call. Uh, <laughs> Steve, you'd love Angel Fire, man. It's all downhill, dude. Oh, like mountain biking? Oh, it's mountain biking. You're yeah. not hunting. Oh. You're not oh. killing any deer. He's no. in. Yeah. No. Were you at least hunting with a bow and arrow? Yeah. Okay. That's got to be hard. Yeah. At least it takes a little bit of skill, right? Firepowerparts.com, by the way. Thanks to the folks at Firepower. Cade used to use Firepower or may still use Firepower at PRMX. I'm not sure. I use some stuff, yeah. Yep, firepowerparts.com, privateer proven. Uh, thank you to the folks at Firepower Parts. You look at Dino, you look at Max Anstey. They're crushing it in the Aussie Supercross series. Did you guys see the video of uh, Yareev yelling at Marty or yelling that at Freeze? That was great. Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was great. It was great. Yeah, I like Yareev. I, I like Yareev. So do I. Calm down, though. Calm He's down. He's passionate, Yareev. man. I like that. I, 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 hey. I like Again, it. when I was a mechanic, if another mechanic started yelling at me for things my rider did on the track, yeah. I would tell him, calm down. Right. Calm down. Let the riders sort this out. I do like that Freezy said, you're in my pit. Yeah. <laughs> you're in my pit. So just, that was really funny. That video was hilarious, though. But, like, again, like, what Freeze did to Dino is, like, that's Arena Cross 101, man. Like, whatever. Like, we like Dean. We all love him. We, you know, I get it. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, but I think that's just, like, what happens, right? It, uh, it, it's built up over time because everyone dislikes him because, you know, and then – um, everyone's like, everyone's like, oh well, maybe now we'll hire somebody to clean you out because you, uh, you know, he made that threat against JB or whatever last year. I was like, that would actually be really fun, but like that's the shit that happens because he always is in that position of like, it's you know, creating controversy. Genova, Tony, and they employ Vince is just like a perfect WWF thing for our sport. It is just perfect that that just you know. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't get any better. Yeah, I mean So it sucks because I felt like I feel like Tony, like after Mike quit racing, like took a huge step in like being like a super legit team manager, but mm-hmm. then he keeps Vince around. Yeah. Yeah. Well Vince is a good rider, so Oh, I mean he is a really good rider. I mean yeah. he he can go fast, but like he struggles to go Kenny fast. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, for sure. Hey, Kenny was pretty good from the back row, coming up as much as he did on that track and everything. Kenny's unbelievable. Oh, I mean, he was he was flying. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, yeah. it's pretty typical, right? He, he, Ted Roxon, right? He's so fast and can just kind of go fast wherever, um, wherever he is. Where, like, like he, he was cutting down out of some of the corners so much better than everyone else was. I think that's why he was, you know, able to make, make up ground when right. he can get in and out of the berms. But he said, like, I think he said he was sick or something. And, like, he, like, I don't know. He, he was saying something that he wasn't feeling good when he got there, and then I think that's why he started out so slow. Kate, are you on a new KX next year or old one? Yeah, yeah, the new one. That's okay. why uh, I, it's kind of been nice because you know not riding the Cowie because uh, we don't we don't even have them yet. They're on the way. I think they get them this week. Um, so then my bike will be ready for me when I get back. So it's like. I'm not. I wasn't trying to ride both bikes at the same time. Oh, so you're not going to get into Anaheim mode until you back from back from Aussie. Yeah, I mean, the training and stuff's basically all the same, right? Like, not not totally different. 
Um, but yeah, I won't get to start testing the cowie and doing all that stuff until until I get back. Who's on your team this year? You got Tanty, right? You got signed. Dude, we got a stack team. Is Yoder back? Yoder's back, man. Okay. Like I probably am the least raw speed guy on the team now, and I'm just going to get waxed at the practice track, and it's going to make me mad every day, and I'm going to be great. Who do we got? Who we got? We got Yoder, Tanty, Yoder, me, Tanty, and Mitchell Harrison. Oh, Mitchell Harrison. That's right. Yeah. What about Simonson? What happened to Simonson? Simonson uh, is going elsewhere. Oh, okay. Hmm. Where's he? What's he doing? I mean, I don't. I don't know yeah, if I'm allowed fine. to say you, that. You can no one cares. Not. It's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. That's just rude. What? What's the matter? Because what? Like, what if he doesn't want somebody to know, or it's not done yet? I'm not saying that. That's me. Oh my god. Let's say okay. What have you heard where he's going? Since it's not done. I've heard he's going to ride a blue bike. Okay. There you go. See, so we gotta we gotta ask him the right way. Right. Okay. It's, uh, so Welton, Welton and Rock River are done, right? Yes, that's so it's signed. Welton and Harlan? Yes. Is that where Simonson's going? I don't know. Okay. I don't know that for sure. Okay. I don't know. Right. So maybe it is Simonson to Rock River, too. Right. Is that what you've heard? I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just over here. Oh, my God. These guys. Have you I heard? Mean, what do you want me to say, man? Like, I'm not, I'm not Steve on Twitter. I, I don't just well, break, st- break You're not news. saying that exactly where he's going. Say, so have you heard? Is that where he's going? I've heard rumblings. Okay, rumblings. Okay, rumblings. All right, rumblings. That's a great one. I'm going to start using that one. Yeah. Rumblings. Yeah, rumblings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. So, oh, man. Yeah. Well, hey, I, mean, I know he's been riding. He's been riding his old Loretta's <laughs> Yamaha 450 at SOB. He's just been grinding. The old one, like a pre-23 one? Oh, yeah, pre uh, like pre-23. He raced it at Loretta's like four years ago. Yeah, that's so good. That's a good bike. Yeah. He's just been grinding out motos on that thing. How's his hair looking? Is it back? Uh, I think he's been keeping it pretty cut. Okay. Right. I think he, yeah. he's, he's, he's so he's done with Europe? He's over to Europe? He's not going back? I don't think that went well. Well, the guy, no, it went well. Oh. Um, there was, like, this crazy story where, like, the team owner uh, was prepping the track or something and rolled the tractor and, like, oh boy, had, like, a limb amputated and broke a bunch of bones and they, like, had to you know, fire everyone on the team because the guy, it was a whole thing, like a super sad story. Jeez. Wow. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, he's he's back from there. He said he would love to go back. Um, I think he said he was talking okay. to somebody about going back, but I don't know. Hey, so when do you get your new bike? I, I think they get it this week, and I'm going to start riding it when I get back from Australia. All right. All right, Cade. Well, um, Thanks for uh, thanks for the rumblings. Yeah, thanks for the rumblings, buddy. Hey, that's what I'm good for, man. I, I rumble. Yeah. Um, you know, no no breaking news. Um, you know, I a lot of waffling. Okay. Well, um, I can say on uh, I can tell you guys on the group tech, text that I'm in with these privateers, Aria has been really leaning into Cade hard for his results in Finland. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't really care. Aria the fan now. Aria the fan. A, he's a. Yeah, he's a sit behind a desk and yeah, a keyboard uh, warrior. He's a, ke- he's a keyboard warrior. Yeah. yeah. He is a keyboard warrior. Uh, AraMedia.com. Yeah. Um, AraMedia.com. Where's Marks? Hold on. Marks. Uh, hi. Marks. I'm it's like you're in a fucking hallway. You for, for, your, uh, for your fantasy you know, efforts. I feel like you're taking it much more serious than we, than we thought I, with your listen, fantasy football. Even though you and Benny both tried to uh, fleece me of players, yeah, let's, assuming that I didn't know what was going on. Mark's it's, his first year playing fantasy okay. football, and Benny and, and Kate are trying to take take advantage of him. Uh, Kate, I want to start a non-fantasy league. Just pay me the money just to not do anything. 
So I'm just going to collect I mean, dude, the non-fantasy even, we're money. Not, we're just doing it. We're literally just doing it for fun. Like we, oh, um, it's it's a good time. We literally just talk shit. I'm waxing Benny in a game right now, and it's making me Benny. really happy. It is a good time. Though. So uh, uh, it's been fun. We have an update on uh, ICP. Okay. He's in our YouTube chat. ICP's here. And he says he would go to the sphere if ICP was playing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. See, we yeah, were right. We we were right. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> what? It's, 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 okay. it's it's you'll catch it if you watch. Ask, the... ask him to call in. Ask if ICP, ICP call needs in. to call in. Right? Yeah, we got to talk to him. Uh, all right, Kate. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time, as always. Hey, um, you boys have a great night, and, and uh, we will see you, KX Kade. I'll try with you tomorrow. KX Kade. I like KX Kade. KX Kade. KX Kade. Later. Digging. Bye. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You want to uh, call in? Talk to Kiefer. Talk to myself. Uh, thank you to the folks um, at Maxima USA, by the way. Pulp 20 is the code to save. We're not getting anywhere with Maxima that, Maxima USA, what? With that. What? With what? That text message. Oh, yeah. Dark's out. It's out. He doesn't want to talk. No. That's fine. Okay. We can do that. I respect Dark's yeah. uh, wishes. Right. The $800, he told me I could talk about. Okay. This, he told me I can't talk about. Well, I'm glad we checked first. That's probably a good idea. Yes. All right. Uh, all right. So, 702-586-7857. Pulp 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. Please check that out. Um, and uh, love the guys at Maxima. Suspension clean. It's good. SC1. I had a little problem with SC1. Ooh. Washed my bike after I went riding last week. Yeah. You'd be proud of me. I washed it the next day. I was proud of you. Washed it, prepped it, uh, lubed the chain, adjusted the chain, SC1 the bike, and then was done. Okay. Then I went back out. Then Decal Works sent me my graphics. Ooh. And I went back out maybe four days later. Nope. And forgot about the SC1 on the bike mm. and was really struggling with the stickers. You got them on? No, I didn't. I had to wipe everything off with contact cleaner. Did you have to reorder graphics? No, they were fine. Really? Yeah. I'll yeah. be down. Yeah, they were fine. Wow. But I was like, yeah, really, uh, oops, you know? At least, at least Aiden didn't come over and spray it in your brake pads. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, JT, uh, next. Look at all of my shit. Oh. No, JT? <laughs> JT? Uh, ICP wants to call in. Yeah, let's do it. Hold on. We the points a, leader, ICP. We have a call from Nick. Dude, does anybody... Nick, what's oh. up, man? Hey, guys. Uh, love love the reporting on the show, Steve. I like how you'll go and get, like, you know, something's going on. You get an unbiased opinion on it. I love that. Well, it's not really but unbiased. It's not It's not necessarily unbiased. It's just what I think, right, good or bad. Like, Here's I, my thoughts. I just, yeah, like, I, I mean, everyone has some biases and all that, but I don't care if it's my friend... Or whatever. I'm just gonna tell you what I think. Trust that, me. That's how I do it. I know all about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I've always appreciated it. But Thank my you. question is, how how come I've not seen anything? And I may be wrong. How come I haven't seen any reporting from you about uh, Jeff? About who? About what? About Jeff Alessi. Oh, Jeff. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Like, I know he passed away, but I don't know, like, what happened or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, I've never seen anything from you about it, and I was wondering what was going on there. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, we, uh, when you say you haven't seen anything about it, what right. was I supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't even report on him passing. Well, I felt like Racer X did, and, you know, and Vital did, and everybody else did. Yeah, but I mean, it, you're the premier guy. Everybody's uh, I, I don't know the about that. Like, listen, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I found out probably before anybody else did. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. And 
I don't know what you want from me, man. Like, I don't like what should I have done? Should I have celebrated it? No, of course not. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What I think I what he's saying done. is like, what? we didn't mention it at all. Like, hey, sorry to hear about Jeff passing. That's what he's trying to say. I mean, I guess I did. Yeah. did I don't. Did we not mention it? I don't we even did not. know. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't really know what happened there. It's it's a sad story for sure. He's way too young. Yeah. Right? All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. I, I don't know. What, what, like, he's just asking a question. Yeah, okay. but, like, what does what he exp- – I just I think know. he's shocked. I think, I, think more- I feel like there's a lot of things that I don't mention anything on. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's right, yeah. but yeah. – right. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh, the current World Supercross points leader. Joey Savacci. What's up, Joey? You, you, are you not the current World Supercross points leader? I don't know, dude. I just, I'm just here to kill racing, man. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. I don't know, man. He's like, it's, it's a guy right after your own heart, dude. Listen, That's your if, guy. If ICP Listen. played the sphere, you would go? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. No question. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, I, I have. I have to go. I mean, it, no. It's. I think it's just a legendary combo. I don't know. What's the best ICP song? Oh, the dating game. Okay. Take us through your mindset when you hit Vince, and he just kept going straight. <laughs> that turned quick. Honestly, uh, I was. I was happy. I know it sounds. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but dude, <laughs> I just. I mean, I was hoping that I made the pass and didn't have to deal with it and could get away. But then, when that did not happen, I was just like, honestly, I'm. I didn't even try to pass him. I was okay with following him. And then, obviously, Dean was starting to pressure me, so I kind of was getting a little antsy. But I didn't want to have to pass him after doing that because I know if if he would have got back on behind me coming into the track into oh. the stadium, dude, you might as well just put the gravestone up in the next corner because he was going to kamikaze me. There's no, there's no this is I didn't expect that answer, but sure. But okay. I guess he's kinda right because right. he knew he did something bad, so he's like, he's gonna get docked anyway, right? Right. Yeah, well that was uh, yeah, when I hit him off the track and he got back on front of me, I'm like uh, he, something's gonna happen penalty wise, so there's no reason for me to put the risk of trying to pass him. <laughs> right. And I didn't have immediate pressure, so I was okay, but you know, obviously as Dean was getting closer because Vince was slowing us up, um I was yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't wanna pass him. Especially if I didn't have to. I mean, the heat race was the same thing. Like, you know, I was behind Moss, and I didn't really have pressure from behind me, and I was okay with following him until you know as late as possible. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's one of those. It was one of those deals where if you don't have to be the leader, I think you're in a better place um, because you can dictate what happens. And I don't know. I mean, I think. And I said this to somebody, I don't remember who I was talking to, but honestly, the easiest fix for a lot of what happened that night was the tough blocks needed to be extended further into the corners. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. You I know? see what you mean, right. Because, to, to, and to, to cut off that. that uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And like, because like the way it was, both where Dean got taken out and where I got parked twice, was there was no tough blocks like mm-hmm. at all. So no matter how tight somebody cuts the corner, the guy behind you is going to be able to cut tighter because there's nothing mm-hmm. there to stop it. Yep. And it was something that I, that I noticed in, in, in practice. And I, I guess I should have said something, you know, obviously hindsight, I should have said something sooner, but if there was tough blocks that went at least a little ways into the corner and like actually marked a quote inside of the corner, then you can cut the corner off enough to where you don't have to worry about getting blasted. But, it's open-ended so mm. like 
there is no there is no line tight enough that you could take without ha- having the guy behind you count. Sure. So yeah. I guess what happens in the practice, these riders need to roll around and have the Vince effect. They need to make sure the tough locks are in order for in case they get yeah. fucking blasted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's that track was something unique for sure, and I don't think it's going to be. I mean, I, I, we've been there before last year, and there wasn't anything that tight. So I don't think we're going to have as much of an issue. Although you never know. Um, I guess it depends on what the script reads, right? I think they, uh, from from a fan perspective, I think they they really enjoyed it, and uh, you know, it wasn't the biggest stadium, but I'll give it to them. Like that crowd was really loud. Yeah, believe it or not. Um, so I don't know. Australia is going to be more of a, of a bigger size stadium, so I don't know that there's going to be as much of a of a show or fireworks per se. But then again, yeah, um, you just never know. No, uh, actually, we have a gentleman on uh, online too who maybe could help you. He's a bit of a Vince Freeze expert. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? <laughs> Uh, this is like a renaissance era for do, me. Do, do, you, do, you have any, do you have any advice for Joey when hey, dealing the with names, The names change, but the situation stays the same. <laughs> That's right. This is a man, a Joey, who had a, they had a WWF pit fight with wrenches and God knows what else uh, at Butler Brothers back in the day with Vince and his dad and everybody. So this man knows. Wait, so yep. was, it, was Vince's brother there by chance? Uh, his brother was not there. No. Okay. Well, that not, makes it a not bit that bad. particular time. Okay. Okay. Because that makes it a little bit better. Like I said, I grew up. Um, I spent a lot of years around bo- both of them, and it's uh, yeah, it's a yeah. I don't know. That's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's it's unfortunate, man. Like the, you know, the the story with him, in my opinion, should be about how much better of a rider he's become. You know, it should Dude. be. Celebrating 100%. how good he's gotten, you know, because uh-huh. I used to race against him. He's, I just watch him. I'm like, man, he's he's really good now. But it's not. It's about all the antics and how much everybody, you know, just doesn't want to race against him because of the things he does. That that's the story, and it, and it really shouldn't be. Yeah, and that's. I mean, dude, like when I, I sit back and think, and I mean, even talk to. I have friends, obviously, that, that were there. You know, similarish time. I mean, Barsha was there, I think, right before me, but. I talked to a lot of people that were around for Vince, you know, in his B years and was at MCF in 2000 and, uh, you know, seven, eight. Like, dude, if there's one person that I would have bet a lot of money on that never would have made it this far, it's Vince Freeze, 100%. Mm-hmm. And he's done a – I mean, dude, like, that's the thing. He's just good enough that he can be the biggest pain in the ass. And, yeah. you know, and I would, I would agree, though, 100%. Like, the storyline should be how much further he's made it than probably anybody ever would have expected, but it's just the yep. the, the the lack of judgment on his execution yep. is is what overshadows it. Um, yep. And I, I always think about like there's just you know everybody at that level, right? Everyone there's there's a way to race and not, and everybody has a certain level of respect, and it's about safety and it's also about respecting each other, and everybody's there to try to further the career and provide for their families. And, like, then you have someone else who there's there's just no respect given. Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, whatever whatever you think about the way that things should be done, they just don't. Like, they don't they don't see it the same way. I've, you know, and I, I wrote about this. I've talked about this. Like, I've had rational conversations with him. And it was like I was looking right through him. Like, he didn't get it. He didn't oh. care. He didn't understand what I was saying. Like, there was no – 
there was no like understanding of what I, with the words that are coming out of my mouth. I was like, do you like, do you even realize like I wanted to wave in front of him, like, do you understand I'm talking to you? And he just does not, he doesn't get it. And, and it, you know, it's, it's really frustrating. I get frustrated now and I don't even have to deal with it anymore. Let, let me ask you guys this. So Joey, you were there. Obviously we know his track record and everything besides cutting the track and what he did with you. Was there anything that gnarly that he did in Abu Dhabi? Uh, cross jumping, dude. I mean, holy smokes. I honestly, I thought I watched Kenny's life end in front of my eyes. Okay. He, and, and it's hard to say, like, I never saw any of the broadcast. I don't even know if they had a broadcast. They did. Yeah. Uh, they, they missed the takeout they, on they, you by, they kind of barely caught the takeout of you. Yeah. So they didn't, um, again, I, I didn't watch it, so I don't know, but it was the first moto towards the end of it coming back in from the stadium. Kenny had set up the old switchback coming into it. He mm-hmm. was outside in, inside to out, and had had decent drives coming in the stadium. And when we went to jump that first three, dude, he jumped. Um, I I bet you eight feet at least from the middle of the track all the way to the left. Jeez. And in the air, I watched him come over on Kenny and Kenny's whole body language leaning into him because he was trying not to land on him. And if he would have caught him in the air, he would have gone, you know, head first into the takeoff with the next one, and it yeah. would have been it would have been really bad. And that was for me like I was like, dude, okay. Like, listen, I get it. You're trying to be defensive, right? Like, and I, I support that. You're you're doing the best you can, and and that's where, for me, dude, nothing he did to me, pass wise. Like, I was good with all of it. You know, like it's just hard racing, and you know, the only part that I was bummed out about, and that was what I was so fired up at at the end of the night was like he wouldn't even look at me, and I'm like, dude, all I'm trying to do is have a conversation with you. Like, just talk to me. No, he he doesn't. It doesn't register. It doesn't. I've done I've done it at the races. I've done it at dinner. I've done it at a bar in Germany. I've done it every. It just doesn't. And that's yeah. like Steve. Steve and I have battled. Like Steve and I used to go at it because Steve was like wanting to defend it, and I'm like, no, dude, I'm done. I'm done defending. He, I'm done defending it. He, it's uh, not defensible anymore. He just looks like Homer blinking, like, you know, at Simpsons where Homer... <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> like this. Blinking. The thing about it is, like, I don't think he's inherently a bad person. Like, what he thinks no. is acceptable versus yeah. what most people think is acceptable are two totally different things. So yeah. he, he's looking at you like you're a crazy person. Like, he, does, it doesn't, he doesn't get it. It's a different language. So, okay, well, and, and honestly, I don't even think that it's a... Uh, like it, it's a, what he thinks is acceptable. I think it's just a lack of judgment in the, in the moment. Like I just think that he doesn't necessarily weigh out the you know the risk versus reward. Or hey, if I do this, am I putting people in harm's way intentionally? And like that's where I just think I don't necessarily think that it's like him being spiteful or him just getting oh this is fine. I just think it's he doesn't think it through and. You know, again, I've never really had that. I haven't had very many run-ins with him ever. I mean, I, as an amateur, like, at the track, I'd, I'd run into him and we, we'd have arguments. But the, the biggest thing why I couldn't even get his attention there is because uh, Tony wouldn't let me talk to him. But mainly because <laughs> Dean was yelling at him and they were actually going at it. But, like, I was trying to just be like, hey, dude, like, honestly, look at me in the eyes and tell me that you – felt like what you did was right and he wouldn't listen and tony just would not let him talk to me i'm just like he doesn't though that's the thing like he he doesn't think that there's anything out of line i talked to him i talked to his parents 
I talked to everybody involved. Like, I, I, if he wants to appoint a mediator, I would talk to them too. <laughs> they, there's just no acceptance that it's out of line, and that, that's on him. Like, I, I don't. He doesn't have to apologize to me. He doesn't have to apologize to anybody. That's for him as a man to decide what's right and wrong. Uh, yeah, I just don't personally think it's it's the right way to go about racing. Like, he's, you know, the sad thing is, is he is too good to be racing like that. He doesn't need to be racing like that. Like he is an incredibly talented racer. Like he's battling for championships in this series and, and he's a legitimate top 10 450 guy and a top 5 250 West guy and all these things and none yeah. of that is ever going to register because of this other crap. Uh, J- uh Joey, we a caller called in James. He said if Freeze had two tickets to ICP at the Sphere, would you go with him? <laughs> Uh, Would you go I mean, with listen. Vince to ICP at the Sphere? <laughs> listen, this is this is how I look at things, and uh, I, I was taught this by a guy who's about my height, redheaded. Freeze for me. So listen, if someone okay. wants to buy me tickets. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm there, no, no doubt. All right, tweet that out, Talon, that he would go. I think go. he might be ICP. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he was actually talking to one of the clowns. <laughs> uh, uh, Five yeah. points, Joe Dog. Five points. One round to go. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, let's. I'm gonna be brutally honest here. Like that was about as, as worst case for Kenny. It's pretty much what happened. It's in back row, and <laughs> I mean, I, you sound I, like Brayton last year. Brayton had the points lead, and he could win the thing. And Brayton goes on my show and goes, "We all know Kenny's the best guy." Like yeah. whatever. <laughs> you sound the same. Hold way. On, hold I mean, dude, <laughs> that that reminds me of something. How are we? Not how is him not trying to pay Grant Harlan to take Brayton out last year, like not a bigger thing. That's what I forgot like, about I, that. I'm, I'm, I'm still stuck on that. Like if this was any other sport, the commissioner or whoever would be like, yeah, you're not, you're not welcome here. You're not racing. You're not participating. Like you can't, I don't think we ever, ver- offer- yeah. I don't know if we ever verify that that we really have- happened. Like, I don't know. I know what you're saying, JT, but you know, I, I understand nobody was sworn in. Yeah, I, I got it. Right. But well, there are plenty of people that are like, no, no, it was two grand. And he asked Grant Harlan, like, we all got it. Like, mm-hmm. that is not okay. Like, I don't care what you do. Like, that's not okay. Right. You're going to pay someone yeah. two grand to, to, I don't care what the terms are, <laughs> to mess with your teammate, take out your teammate. Like, get out of here with that. That is, that is absolutely against every bit of integrity of this sport. It, it's not okay. I would agree. What uh, what was the points last year going into the last round? Because like I know he's fifteen back, or I don't know what he is back. Uh, but he's a couple back. Brayden was one up on Kenny, I think, or something. I don't. I don't know. It was. I don't, or Vince was one. No, Kenny was third. Yeah, Kenny was like two back. Vince was second. Brayden was leading. I don't know, but Brayden was like, ah, it doesn't matter. Well, like you can't do that, right? Like, no, I agree. Well, and Steve, I don't mean it like that, but I'm just saying, like. Let's be honest. Kenny is very good right now, yeah. and with you know the lack of, uh, I don't want to say resources, but like I'm at a disadvantage from from the testing side of it, right? Like, I mean, I I got my head in two spots. I'm trying to, I, I am focusing on this because obviously it's something that I could I could win and it would be cool. Um, but at the same time, like I got this other thing that I'm I'm trying to focus on yeah, and, yeah. and help it. help with. So it's like. Listen, if hindsight, damn, I wish I would have rode better and I wish I would have maximized more points because had I had a few more points, you know, I I would be a little bit more comfortable. But being five points, I mean, I have to beat him at least once. And 
I believe I, 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 someone already told me math. I think I have to beat him in one moto, and I have to either get the fastest lap in the last moto or win Super Bowl for that extra point. So, like, there's yeah. it's a list. You know, there's a list of things that I have to do, and I mean, okay. and that's just assuming that we go one two. Obviously, with with the carnage that could be, it, mm-hmm. it changes everything. But assuming everything goes well, you got you got Vince in the race, so you never know what the hell's going to go on. Yeah, correct. All right, Joe Dog, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for calling. Thanks for the update. Uh, not often we get a points leader calling in. Right. Yeah, it's a big deal. And listening in to the show. And, and ICP stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got our well, ICP. Yeah, I happen to be uh, on YouTube trying to talk, but you don't pay attention to us. So. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't watch the YouTube. I'm not like Dark. Dark watches Dick. the YouTube chat during the show and then reacts to people. So I don't, yeah, I don't really do that. Well, you should interact with us because we're. That's we're Mark's job. People. That's Mark's job. Um, Fine. I'm watching. All right. Thanks, Joe Dog. See ya. Bye. See ya. That's Joey Savage, everybody. ICP. He would go to ICP with Vince, with Vince though. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> JT, what's up, man? How are you? Not. I, I feel bad. I uh, went on a Vince Freezy rant, but you don't feel not, bad. It's not. It's just not my fight anymore. I don't. I don't really care. Uh, I just watch it, and I'm. I, you know, it's it's the funniest part to me is watching other people go through the same things that I went through <laughs> right. for years, and then. Steve would be like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, it's, it's really not fine. Like, it's, it's not fine at all. And then to see other people deal with this, and the stage is bigger. You know, he, he's doing it to much better riders, but it's the same, it's yeah, the same old story. Well, Kiefer and I were talking about getting the show. I didn't see any cross jumps on the broadcast that I watched right. or brake checking. I think that he was going slow, but I think just because he was slower than the guys behind no, him. No, no. But, but, the, but no, the going off the track – and then keeping going uh, or keep going back on the track, uh, that's uh, that's complete bullshit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the only thing I would tell you is that when you have a collection, and I'm just going to say just a gaggle of riders over the years all saying the same thing about somebody, it's usually true. Right. Uh, how's things going, JT? Everything good at Fly Racing? Flyracing.com? Good? Yeah, yeah all Formula good. Um, yeah. I am actually in uh, – I'm in Sarasota for a Feld Annual Supercross Summit. So we're oh. – we're Getting ready right. for 2024. Good I must have missed. Are, good missed, things are happening. I must have missed the invite. Oh, that's weird. Didn't didn't come into my email <laughs> box. Uh, did you? Okay, so you guys were trying to sign a real big name 450 rider, and then it went sideways. You oh. guys didn't do it, and right. then and then then I just heard this week it's done, and I think the source was just bad. Uh, did you sign? That's news to me. So okay, so it probably this source is just bad. Because I'm like, no, I don't so think so. So I thought this big-name rider was already signed and we were already good to go. No. Oh. I don't think it worked. I don't no, think- we, we, haven't, we haven't signed anybody lately right. as far as big riders. And I we, think- we, were trying to, we were trying to sign Aaron Plessinger. Yeah. I thought you were talking about. That's who I'm talking about, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah that, that was uh, – we knew before Motocross the Nations that that was – Yeah, that's what Actually, I, I knew, thought, too. I, that, kinda, that deal kind of came to a close on Saturday of L.A. SMX finale. Yeah, hmm. and then so uh, – yeah. At A Ray's wedding, the guy who's in the industry is like, "Hey man, I heard Fly got AP." I'm like, "No, I don't think so." He goes, "No, no, I just heard it this week." And I'm like, "No, no, I don't think so." And then, no, no, yeah. no, we have we haven't had any discussions on that in yeah. right. Saturday, okay. September 23rd. All right. Poor sourcing. Well, so we don't have a single digit guy. Um, I mean, it's nothing's done for sure, but that that was our big that was our big target. Like we, I, I put tons and tons of time into that trying to get that done, and it didn't happen. Um, and I don't, I. Hey, that was 
He would have been great. Staying, as far as I know, he's staying with Thor and Parts Unlimited, and that's their guy. So I don't blame them. Like they just kept their guy, right? So yeah. I yeah. there were there were part there were people that I work with that were really bummed, and, and I'm like, you can't like that. That was their guy to start with. Like, how can you be mad about them for retaining him? You know, yeah. we we gave it our best shot. We gave him a really good offer, and yeah. it just didn't happen. It happened. Yeah, that happens in in business for sure. Uh, and I would do the same thing. I would want to keep him too. So how you know? I there's no hard feelings there. Of course not. Uh, Paris Supercross this weekend. Let's talk on that. We got X-Brand goggles coming up before we let you go. But Paris Supercross, Jet Hunter, JB, Justin Hill, Cooper Webb, Roxon. Wow. Really good race. I'm looking good. forward to seeing yeah. that. I'll be there this weekend. But, you know, I mean, does anybody, the JT or Kiefer, do you, do you just think Jet works everybody? Like, I don't. I just, it's Not in a tight, tight confine like that. It, okay. I don't think so. If okay, he so does, I, if he does, yeah. fuck everybody's in trouble, right? Okay, so my my whole thing about this, and I and I I think I wrote about it once already, but I'm going to write about it again on Friday for Racerhead. I really think it's important to keep races like Paris keep perspective on them because you got to remember that Jet is not a hundred percent right now, right? Like he's been trying to balance some sort of off season and not practice and take time away from the bike and not train because this is the only chance you get, right? And if you don't if you don't take advantage of it now, there is no other time. You're going to be burnt out during the season. So to expect him, whether it's just Paris, you know, like to expect him to be his best self right now, I don't think it's fair. So I don't – maybe he wins, maybe he doesn't. But regardless, it, for me it will change nothing because this is when I would expect him to be at his worst. Because I don't think he's been riding as much. He's been trying to not be at the track. I think it's really important to take time away now and recharge a little bit. So it would not shock me at all to see him just be okay. Win some, lose Which some, is, be, be yeah. indifferent. I agree. Like, Bro- Roxanne and Brayton are really good there. And, and they're sharp. They've yeah. been racing. Yeah. Right? And I just – I think that's how it's going to go. I think it's going to be a real mixed bag of racing. Maybe Kenny ends up winning. But if Jet does come out and stomp everybody, like, oh, my God. You know, like no. Yeah, it's probably it. yeah. problematic if he does that. Um, but I, I just think I, what what I fear, and why would I care? But what I fear is that he is less than his best self this weekend, and everybody's just like, "Oh, see, like oh, he's not yeah. that wow. good." He's, and, and I'm, I'm just going to be like, "You guys need to calm down." Yeah, everyone. Like, I, don't I don't think don't anybody's else, there. I don't anymore. know what else you need to see. I hope no. Yeah, no one should say that. But, I don't think yeah. we're pa- we're all past that. I mean, look, now. Justin Brayton was he gave Kenny everything he wanted at Paris last year. I was there. Yeah, and then yeah. then Anaheim comes and you know Kenny. Yeah, is, you see what happens. Right. Yeah, but like you got to remember, this is always this dynamic has been the same. Like Larry Ward was basically untouchable in Europe in the off season, right? I was my best at this time. I could battle with guys that I wouldn't even be barely be able to stay on the same lap as when we got back to the States. But I prioritized this time. Like I would be in the trenches putting in all the work right now where they're at the lake, right? You see Jet, he's out, you know, wake surfing with Ferrandis and things. Like that's what you're supposed to be doing in this downtime, not hunkered down trying to be your best self. So that's it. I, you know, some people will get it and they'll be like, yeah, Anaheim's, Anaheim's when it matters. Like right now, it's, yeah. this is a cash grab, right? It's, it's a great opportunity to see the world make a lot of money. It's, it's not the high pressure situation where you have to be worried about winning. So uh, it's, it, it is good money, but also, uh, from what I know, the Lawrence brothers, this is a contract that's three years old. So three years ago, they were supposed to go to Paris. They mm-hmm. signed a deal. Yep. Then yep. they had visa, I remember that. then they had visa problems. Then COVID yep. hit. 
then they couldn't go last year. And so the family is uh, honoring the original three-year-old less, agreement. Less money. Yeah, right. to go. So can you imagine right. what a deal they're getting compared to like trying to get Jet Lawrence and Hunter Lawrence now? Yeah, after, good for them. Yeah. Good for them for honoring it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like that's, that's but it might, integrity. might be the last time you see the Lawrence brothers at Paris also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, they're probably priced themselves out. Yeah. At least both of them. Right, anyway. right. So, but it's good yeah, on them Jets, for doing it. Yeah. Jet's a six-figure guy to race like that, like all day long. No problem, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Do you think uh, out of all the guys going, who has the most to gain? Webb. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think he has the most to prove. Yeah, for sure. After what kind of what we saw at SMX, which was mediocre. Eh, yeah. yeah, like not not terrible, but also not great. Right. Um, yeah, I think he's got something to something to prove. Right, something to see. So, uh, all right, X Brown goggle tear offs. Let's do this. We got JT on the line. Here we go. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid fire X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Champions like Josh Strang, choose X-Brand. That FXR factory ride goggle, Kiefer, looks a lot like the X-Brand Lucid. Hmm. So does the A-Star goggle as well. Hmm. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. All right, our guy, uh, Moser, you know who that is? Mm, no. Okay. These are questions uh, submitted by Moser. 30 seconds on the clock, rapid fire. Steve. Rate the food at A-Ray's wedding. Uh, no, we will get into that later. That is a question for later. We have a whole A-Ray segment. Sorry. Sad. Kiefer, what's your favorite Thanksgiving Day side dish? Mm. Don't say Heather's box. Yeah, no. You can't do that. Okay. <laughs> that's more than that's a meal. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. I'm going to say uh, cheese wieners wrapped in a croissant. What? That's so good. Wow! I never eat them, and it's the only time I ever I've eat them. I've never even heard of that's that. Not, it's, it's, yeah, I would, I would, this I would is, just stop there. Period. Hold on. Never eat them. Period. It, it's not a side dish. It's actually a pre-meal, like a little snack before we get into the to the main okay. fixings. All right. What the hell are you talking about? Right? <laughs> you never seen it? Cheese wieners? It's like, like, okay, you know the hot dogs oh. that have cheese Tally, inside you know of them? what he's talking about? Yes. Talent? Yes, but I've never heard them described as cheese wieners in a croissant. Cheese okay. wieners wrapped in a croissant. Are we talking about pigs in a blanket? I guess whatever you want to call it. That's what I, I call think those cheese are called wieners. pigs in a blanket. Really? Oh, yep. sorry. Right. Why don't you tell me that? I should have my back. Yeah, her mic's not off. Okay. JT, what was your favorite overseas event to race? Uh, that's a pretty good question. Um, I was really enjoyed Barcelona. Uh, because just uh, for me, it was kind of the atmosphere around the event would help a lot because once you're at the stadium and you're locked in, it's all kind of the same. But Barcelona, like the weather was good. The city was cool. Um, you could actually walk around. It wasn't frozen tundra around you. So the budget was pretty good for the race. They paid you well. So I'll say Barcelona. Steve. Yep. You are always mocking the Hotel Club Sammy in France. Mm -hmm. So what's been your best meal? Uh, my friend Dark and I, when he had no money and I was paying for everything because he was broke, we went out to a really good Italian place right by the stadium in Paris. It's really good pizza. Uh, yeah, I really like that place. JB and I did go there actually. Pizza. Well. Yeah, pizza. In in Paris. Yeah, okay. it's like a wood fire pizza. They do it like a wood fire, mm. so that the crust is real bubbly, thin, thin, bubbly mm. crust. Yeah. Kiefer, besides the Kickstarter, what's the Suzuki four fifty? Biggest shortcoming? Coming? See you, Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't know the guy, but that's standard. Uh, I would say frame, feel. 
It's uh, stiff, rigid. So I have a, I have a question from a uh, secondary question to that. Yeah. Do you think that's why we saw Kenny look so weird and robotic at the beginning of 2023? Uh, we talking about like Paris and all that? No, no, like A1. I, Steve and I talked about this a lot. Like he didn't look like Kenny to yeah. me. Like he just looked like he was super uncomfortable, wasn't fluid in the corners at all. Like he didn't have that. You know, Kenny has a very distinct style, like standing yeah. up through corners and all that. He did. He wasn't able to do any of that. Well, just from what I've ridden, you know, and we got to ride his bike at the end of, you know, the the three rounds at the SMX. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that chassis has evolved. And there was two, two different bikes. Well, I shouldn't say different. There was two bikes. They said they're exactly the same. Did not feel exactly the same. And for me, the main bike that I rode had a lot more compliance, a lot more front wheel traction. So I think for sure the bike has evolved. They found something within... You know the chassis over the um, course of the rounds. Weegee uh, and I did a Lee at Re-Raceables with uh, Mike Webb on Stu's last win, mm-hmm. and Mike got into detail about the forks. Remember, James is going Showa, KYB, Air mm-hmm. Forks, Hybrid Spring, and so uh, Mike got into a real interesting story about James and suspension and setting up that Suzuki. So take a listen, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's really, really inter- interesting. All right, JT. What can be said about Vince Freese that hasn't already been said? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I, I don't want to. I don't want to bash the guy. I just. I, I wish. He, I wrote about this on Friday in Racerhead, and I think his legacy is going to be a lot of negative things where it shouldn't be because I think the guy's done a remarkable job of improving his skill set and and creating a career where maybe there wouldn't have been one. And no one's gonna, no one's gonna remember that. It's always, it's gonna be all the other stuff, and that's, that's unfortunate. How old's, how old's Vince? I don't know. He turned pro in two thousand eight, so that's fifteen years ago. So wow. he's, I mean, he's got to be pretty old. Early thirties then, probably. Yeah, I would say thirty-three. My guess, that would be my guess, but yeah, I, I don't he know. He is indeed thirty-three. There you go. All right. Okay. All right. Next question. Next brand goggles, choice champions ever. Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell twenty-three. It's code safe. Steve. Mm-hmm. Who's rumored to be flying at the test track? Oh my god! I just I covered this in the beginning of the show. You said no. You said you don't want to talk. No, about it. I said I want to talk about it. I heard this week, JT, last week, like Thursday, about a guy who's just like looking so good in Florida, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Anaheim's a long <laughs> way away. Favorite. Who's the guy? Anaheim's a long way away. I, was I, it Baggett? No, yeah, it was Baggett. Exactly. <laughs> it was J Mart. J Mart was always the guy for a number of years. J Mart was the guy. That was flying. <laughs> All right. Kiefer, which team has the best test rider currently? Race team? Sure. I assume. Ooh, that's a great question. Man, Trey. Trey's been really good. Um, Trey was great on a show last, last yeah, show about, I think about the electric bike. I'm just going to say Trey just because I've been with him on a many, many tests and how he articulates and what he's learned since he's been away from professional racing. Um, I think how he speaks to the engineers and, and what he he knows that the bike needs same, being same. at the level he's at. So I, I, I'm going to say Trey. Same, same? Same, same. Yeah. All right, last one, JT. What will be Jet's biggest challenge in his first year of 450 Supercross? Uh, I think the race is where he gets a bad start, which will happen, uh, and just dealing with the traffic because I think there are going to be a lot of people that are going to try to make life hard on him. And you saw a little – you got we, – we had a little preview of that at Charlotte, you know, where guys are just getting aggressive with him. 
because, yeah, I mean, he's he's a rookie still in 450 Supercross, and he's beaten up on everybody. He embarrassed everyone all summer. So I don't think they're going to, like, try to take him out, per se, but they're, you know, they're going to they're gonna get their, uh, their shots and take their shots when they can. And how he handles that, not getting frustrated, staying patient, moving forward, and realizing it's 17 rounds and all those things, He's not used to lo- 40. Yeah, he's not used to losing 42. yet, right? I think 40. I think uh, Kenny made a really 46 really insightful comment about <laughs> you know Jed hasn't figured out how to lose yet. Thank you. And uh, yeah, just just working through that process. Cue the music. Also, uh, SX Frank Gargoteros. Every everybody I've talked to from Sexton to Baggett to Osborne have told me. Week in and week out, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Like, just no breaks. Yeah. Yep. yep. Just, there's no – this is not an Eastern or a Western regional series, you know? Right. This thing no, is, understanding yeah. that it's okay to get, like, third on a weekend or fifth or whatever, it's, 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 it's not the end of the world. Like, that is where Jet is still going to have to work mm-hmm. through it because he expects to win every time. Like, and, it's, and if he doesn't, he feels like he let the world down, and it's not. The goal is to win the championship, you know, uh, in the end. He'll get there. 250 Paris, Vial or Schmoda? Mm. What do we got winning? 250 class this weekend. Uh, I would say Shimoda. The whoops, are, the whoops are typically pretty tough in Paris, so I'll, I'll take Shimoda. All right, fair enough. X-Brand uh, goggles, tear-offs, that's it. Uh, please check them out. Uh, Pop Show 23 is the code to save. Anything else for JT, Kiefer? No. We're done. That's it. All right. Well, JT, you're on the you're on the East Coast, so uh, tell Weege we said hello. Also, I will. I was in the car with him when we were speaking earlier, and oh. he was using his blinker everywhere, and I was yelling at him. What about while his I was on mute? What about his chain uh, chain adjustment? <laughs> what about the chain adjustment? Fucking, <laughs> it's unbelievable. He is. Uh, yeah, he is one of the most interesting humans I've ever met in so many ways. Yep. He's got a broken foot, so he's limping around, and yeah, he has weege. He, he was, did I send you the video of him yeah. yelling in yeah. his hotel room, announcing an ATV motocross race, and I could hear it through the hallway. It was amazing. That is, that's weege. That yep. oh, he was actually announcing it on ATV race. Yeah, he was doing the voiceover, wow. and it was so loud. You would, you would have thought he was actually at the race. It was incredible. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Talk soon. All right. See you guys. See ya. That's uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. One more commercial before we go. One more call. Chad, what's up, man? Not much, Steve. Well, Chris. How, How you doing, doing? sir? <clears throat> um, hey, where were you at World Vets? Yeah, I didn't go to World Vets. I did a podcast with Kiefer, though, a couple weeks ago on the race. Uh, it seemed like it... Was it I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I hurt my elbow in Washougal. It's a legit injury. I'm not legit injury. And it's better. It still bugs me. I wasn't riding. I wasn't practicing. Also, there was like no no Canadians were coming down. Well, once were, and then he broke his back. Um, Donk was there. I know. I didn't know Doc was going. Yeah, Doc, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, there was there was a ton of Canadians there. I mean, it was Team Canada. They had a semi you there. You guys had like I mean, eight, I was there. eight World Cup teams, eight Canadian World Cup teams. I know. I saw that. Yeah. Do we have They're a ruling the on the Canadians. Italy yeah. thing yet? Do we know on the ruling? No, no, okay. All right. Okay. Um, the Guamites weren't there. Yeah, Chad. I don't know, man. Maybe next year. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I did my time there and I got it better. You know, well, we tried to get him to go, man. Like Heather and I almost had him. He's like, "What time's practice yeah, start? Was, Friday I night." Was. I, I was thinking that he was going to show up, and he didn't. I was thinking about. I did go riding. I did go riding. That okay. almost makes it worse for me. Does it really? Because okay. you actually went riding and didn't come and go <laughs> race. Yeah. yeah. 
then I was telling Pookie, like, maybe well, I'll just I go did, one day. Yeah. Like, I'll just show up, ride that little two-lap practice. I mean, it is nice that you didn't have to drive all the way over there. Yeah. I, I respect that. Sure. Uh, all right, Chad. Well, maybe next year. We'll see. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, right on, right on. Thanks. Thanks. Later, Chad. All right. Uh, that's it. Commercial break. A-Ray, Weston Pike. World Vet. Race Tech Rant. Uh, World Vet Talk? Maybe. On what? I don't know. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll talk more uh, when we come back from the from this commercial break. Thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Be right back after this with Chris Kiefer. Lipstick on your dipstick? At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save.
over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA. Wiseco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Wiseco offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. Wiseco is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Darren Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGF. And I choose OGF. And I choose OGF. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGF. And I choose OGF. And I choose OGF. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGF. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. 
The new Michelin Star Cross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. 
Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be 
associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Cole Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diala, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrangis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. 
From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Metro presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis, Chris Kiefer, here in studio with me. Uh, 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. The code is PulpMX to save. Off-Road Warehouse. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. Whether it's uh, steps, whether it's uh, Overland stuff, whether it's Jeep stuff, UTV, racing products, uh, they have it all. Industry's leading brands there at Off-Road Warehouse are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team, plus they install everything they sell, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, bad accessories, and more. The code is PULPAMEX to save with the folks at Off-Road Warehouse. ORW, this is the butt patch you see on the back of um, Dino and Phil and J-Mart and all those guys. Also, I've teamed up with the guys at Arena Cross. Uh, the AMA Arena Cross series and I are doing something. I'm going to promote their series. I'm going to have some racers on the show. While the series is going on, I'm also going to, I think, I don't know if it's wrapped in stone yet or, or if it's written in stone yet, maybe be at a couple of events calling the action at AMA Arena Cross. Like, okay. What? A lot of people like me don't know what which, which Arena Cross is this. What's going on? Well, this is the AMA series. Okay. Uh, that uh, is... Who's putting this one on? What's the guy's name? Well... 
the, the series itself? Yes. This is the uh, – what is this one? What's the title? We had the guys – remember the guy that came on that was on the show? Yes. And I met him. He's at Loretta's. Nice guy. Is it that? Is it the same guy? No, I I don't remember that story that okay. you told me that. Right. I don't know who you met. Okay. <laughs> I it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay. But I can't totally remember. I think Did you meet Jay Reynolds? No, not him. Okay. I think that's the other one. So, so who's the AMA Arena Cross one? The AMA Arena Cross guys are um my uh, kid. No, no, no. <laughs> I know. Now I'm <laughs> fucking blanking. Sorry to put you on spot, Steve. You did. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, so I think I'm going to be at a couple, okay. and I'm going to do something at them. This is the one that J-Law is doing, a Phoenix Honda, by the way. So, so it's not Robbie McQuarrie. McQuarrie series? This is Robbie's series. This is Robbie's series. This so that's Robbie the guy series, I was talking yes. about, Loretta's. Oh, you met him? Yeah, so me and Robbie pitted next to each other. And he has a really okay. nice wife, good looking. He's basement. Remember we talked about this on the show? Can that's you... where the basement sounds familiar now. Yes. Okay. All right. So Robbie series, AMA. Yeah. Uh, there's another one called, now they had to change their name. They're not called Arena Cross anymore. Now they're called Motocross it's one of Alessi's Arena or right, something. Right. Nitro or something. I don't know. I don't know what Alessi's doing. Yeah. Anyways, can I talk about this? Sorry, man. All right. December 1st and 2nd, top Arena Cross pros will battle across the U.S. in exciting new locations like Daytona Beach during Bike Week, lying it, laying it all on the line for huge payouts and number one plate. Amateurs uh, will also get their shot in the big lights uh, under the big lights. And uh, the AMA National Championship will be awarded in Guthrie, Oklahoma. And two strokes, the two-stroke brawl will have racers on the power band at select rounds chasing a $20,000 total purse. ArenaCrossUSA.com for tickets and more information. ArenaCrossUSA.com, tickets and more info. This is the series that the Phoenix Honda guys do. J-Law is supposed to be there. Kyle Peters, of course. Uh, and I think I think uh, Michael Hicks is going to do more of these as well. So we're going to have a lot of races going on with these guys, and uh, I'm happy to promote the Arena Cross Series. So, I've always said the Arena Cross Series, there needs to be a, a, um, a vital, uh, uh, thriving Arena Cross Series back in our, in our sport. It's absolutely needed. So thanks to those guys for coming on board, and we're going to have ticket giveaways to do. We're going to uh, have t- um, uh, racers on the show, ticket giveaways, and more. Uh, MTX braking available in over 800 power sports dealers right now. A special code PulpMX for an introductory pulp deal when buying direct from MTX. MTXbraking.com, inspired by motocross and power sports. They brought better braking tech into brake pads for mountain and road bikes. Make your mountain bikes better, better, more power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. MTXbraking.com, code PulpMX to save with the folks at MTX. Uh, really good mountain bike pads. Really, really good. Stuff. So I appreciate those guys uh, coming on board with us as well. So uh, we have Wes and Pike coming up, Alex Ray as well. A lot, lot of talk about the wedding. We'll get into it with A-Ray mm-hmm. and more on that. Um, all right, Race Tech Rant. Actually, no, let's do this. Works Connection. Pulp MX20 is the code to say with Works Connection. We are giving away a set of aluminum YZF uh, offset mounts. These are what? What do these do for for you, Kiefer? So, just so everybody knows, these are offset foot peg mounts. If you're on a pre twenty three YZ four fifty two fifty F, they will lower your peg by seven down and five back. Um, if you are on a twenty three and twenty four YZ two fifty four fifty F, basically you'll be getting a minus two down and then same um, st- stock offset yep. on the back. Uh, so for me, it just opens up the cockpit a little bit more. Um, they're a little bit tricker looking. 
if you are on an, a newer YZ, you will have to use the newer foot peg spring, um, but they do what they will work. Um, so they offer them in aluminum. That's what we're giving away, aluminum ones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and tie. Um, obviously, they make tie as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just a cool piece that Eric and the guys over at Works Connection make, and they make your your so, cockpit a little bit more roomier. Here's how we're going to do it. Uh, I need a photo of your Blue Crew when you send in your entry. Need a photo of your Blue Crew that you that, that these mounts are going to go on mm -hmm. at contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. And uh, we'll just uh, randomly pick the a bike to give uh, away. And um, so send us a photo of the bike with a shot of you on it or your chick on it or just the bike itself or your Basset Hound or whatever. And uh, you'll get a set of Works Connection aluminum YZF uh, peg mounts. And so thanks thanks to those guys for coming on. And doing that, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Works Connection. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Okay. Uh, Race Tech rant of the night. Uh, we have enough time. I want to thank the folks at Race Tech. They got suspension seminars going on right now. Our buddy Dark. He's in one. He's in one deep right now. Deep. Probably going to enter. Uh, start Dark's Pro Suspension. Dark's Bump Sticks coming to Texas. Dark, dark, <laughs> dark Sides Bump Sticks. <laughs> uh, Racetech.com. Pulpamex23 is the code to save. If you're getting a revalve done, uh, whatever it is, tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a discount. Get the right spring rate for your bike. Get your motor work done. All of it done with the folks at uh, Racetech. And uh, love those guys there. Big part of our show. They're coming back next year. So I talked to the Chris and nice. boys about that. Racetech ran of the night. Uh, it's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. It's, uh, it's you. <laughs> it's you. Every time I'm on here, it's me. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Why? What was it last time? I don't remember. Oh, but it was you? Yeah. See, I don't think I don't think you're right. No, here's my rant about you. Like, we're great friends. Um you harass me nonstop about all these things that I do wrong mm -hmm. and I need to improve in my life, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what friends do. Mm -hmm. But here's one that you need to improve. Okay, great. Something this that you need to do. Constructive. Constructive, I hope. Like and I, and, and, and I talk to Pookie about this all the time, who's going to be crying when I leave on Wednesday for Paris. <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down okay. when it comes to traffic. Oh. You, since I've known you, you live in Southern California, you live in the high desert. Mm -hmm. Southern California traffic is always fucked. It's going to be fucked forever, and it's probably going to be more fuckered as time goes on. Mm -hmm. You get so mad angry psycho at traffic mm. and it's like it's i mean it's southern california like you're not you're gonna just have to deal with this you're gonna die 10 years earlier than what you should have because of traffic like a ray's wedding you're like it's fucked it's fucked traffic fucked fucked you know and like okay <laughs> just today you sent me a note about uh, bringing lunch up before the show and yeah. then you said traffic's fucked fucked like Everything about everything you do, and you're like, I gotta go to Kawasaki, I can pick up a bike, I go to Yamaha. Fucked, fucked, fucked. Like, you always, and you say it the exact same way every time, and it gets you upset, and it's like, you gotta calm down, dude. You, like, I, like, first of all, you're not in it. Oh, I, I mean, I lived in California for 20 years, but you're not in it now. But I know exactly what it's like because oh. I lived it. I drove from Anaheim to Temescal Canyon Road. Three times a week for five years. I mean, I was going opposite traffic, but still. Um, you get so angry. Like, dude, calm down, man. I'm like, a calm just, person. You're not, though. When it comes you're to everything else in my life besides this. You can get fucked. Because I have to fucking drive everywhere I go to, to work for work, right? Yeah, yeah. And I live in the high desert, so yeah. driving down the hill 
It's fucked. Yeah, that's just like that. That's how you say it. Because <laughs> it but is. But like, like, it's Southern California. Ugh. We get it. It's fucked. Why is it affecting your mood? Like, why don't you leave earlier for oh, wherever you need to go? I do. Oh, you do? You just do every time? Yes. You just every every single time? Yes, I do. I leave early. Go ahead. Yeah, he uh, he does leave early, and traffic's still bad. I feel sorry for Heather when she comes okay, with me because I'm an asshole. He was really bad Friday going to A-Ray's wedding. Yeah, like, but leave <laughs> earlier. Like, like... You know what's going to be bad. You got Apple Maps. You can you can do the Apple Map thing. You can see what it's going on. You can see the red on the Apple Map. I do. And yet you're just always fucked, fucked, fucked. Like, calm down, dude. So I just don't understand why the fuck can't people just drive in a normal manner? But there's an accident here. This guy's doing this. Just drive to the point. Like, I, yeah, I don't yeah, understand California, it. California, 30% of the people on the road, are, are they don't even have a driver's license, probably. It's just draining when you know you got to go to a track, okay? And you, Or anybody that goes to work. You go to work, and then you know you're fucked when you're driving home. Yeah. You're just but, fucked. But why? Like, I'm not disputing that. It's bad. You get so upset about it, and for as long as I've it's known upset you. talking about it. For as long as I've known you, you're still upset about it. And it's like, bro, we get it. It's California traffic. Like, you are fucked. Like, I get it. But you let it get to you so bad. I'm in it all the time. I'm you're not, it. though. I'm in it all the time. You're know, not in it all the time. You know, that's probably, you, you are right. I'm not saying you're wrong. This rant, this rant is valid. Even when I was at <laughs> Yamaha, it's probably one of the reasons why we we're going to get divorced. Because I was in traffic. On, yeah. If I added the traffic, how much time I was driving. I was driving 21 hours a week, almost a full fucking day. Yeah, I get it. That's where you have to move. So when I got the job at Yamaha. Oh, you're going to move down the hill? When I got the job at Yamaha, I was living in Riverside. And I said, I am not going to drive into work every day. I'm not going to be, fuck, fuck, fuck. So I moved <laughs> to Cyprus, oh. you know, to an apartment yeah. that was closer. Yeah. Because I chose to not live my life. Where I'm fucked, fucked, fucked. Yeah. I just chose to live my life where I didn't have to deal with traffic. And when I did have to drive out to the test tracks, it was going the opposite way of traffic. So mm -hmm. it wasn't too bad. There were some times a plane crashed on the side of the 91 freeway. <laughs> just landed on the yeah. freeway. <laughs> and I, I, I missed four hours of work that day. But, like, you know, um, I just chose to not live it, like that it is valid and yes i probably need to be better for her for myself <laughs> for your it, lifespan for my lifespan but i just every it doesn't matter i think i'm gonna miss it i don't i leave early i'm fucked like it doesn't matter what i do i'm in it yeah so just calm down put on some don henley or you two and <sighs> chillax try i try chillax it was really bad the night of the um, LA, the LA Supercross, because he wanted to stay down there. I'm like, no, let's just go home, because I know how he likes to be home. So we went home, and it was fine until we hit the split, yeah, and then so, it took us three and a half hours to get so, home. Like, because of get a hotel. It's ten thirty. Get a hotel. We I was were. trying to be nice. No, I know, I know, how, I know, no, but but you just know that it, it's. We Friday. didn't know. We it, didn't. Well, no, it was Friday. Thursday. It was, oh, it was Thursday. Thursday. Okay. And they had it down to but, one lane because okay. they were doing road work. Okay, but like. You could check into that. You can look into that. You can look before you leave. I know. Is there anything going on? Maybe we'll just get a room. We'll just stay down here. Like, just always think about it so that it doesn't ruin your life. Well, that time it was my fault. Yes. Oh, you know, but. always think ahead. Whatever. And You're, when he worked at Yamaha, he used to put a beanie on the 
the passenger headrest so he yeah. could go in the carpool lane. Get a fast tracks. I have one. Oh yeah, I have everything I can. If okay. someone said, "Hey, you want a subscription for ten thousand dollars a year?" I would buy it to not be in traffic. <laughs> you gotta calm down. My race tech rant is you and traffic. Like, it's bad in California. It's and really you just bad. gotta just deal with it, man. It ain't getting mad. Ain't changing anything. It's not. You need to just be a five. I'm not mad at the people in the traffic. I'm just mad in general. Yeah, I know. But you're not a mad person in general. No. So that's where traffic is the one thing that gets you amped up, irate, mm-hmm. and it's not changing by you getting irate. It's not going to get any better. So just be a five. Put some music on. Chill out. I'll try. You know why? Because he knows that when he gets home, he still has emails to answer yeah. and he's got shit to do. Right. So his, it's, Listen, his day never ends, which I get. We, I'm not saying up, uproot your life and move. I can't afford it. But when we moved here, we had every intention of going back to California. Oh, you did? Absolutely. We were like, let's get a house, move to Vegas, go back to California where our friends are. Like, okay, that's what we're going to do. Because we couldn't afford a house in California at the time. And then the sphere was built. built. <laughs> and, then and, then, and then Steve moved to the sphere. In 20, 2007, I heard of a sphere coming. And then, like, I'm here. And I'm, I'm not leaving. <laughs> no, but, like, then I just, we, were, we would go to California, or I would go, and I'm like, this place is fucked. It's fucked. This place is <laughs> fucked. Yes. I don't want to live here. And yes. let's stay in Las Vegas, which now the traffic is getting really, Marks, the traffic the last year has been, because the F1 and the fucking construction, it's absolutely nuts. But yeah, I don't leave the house, but yeah, I've heard it's bad. Yeah. Right. I'm like Marks. Right. So if I don't have to leave, like I don't have to go test, yeah. I'm home. Yeah, I, I know. Well, I'm the same way. I live in my circle. Right. But unfortunately for you, Comp Edge, Sunrise, closing down. Yeah, really, no tracks in the desert. Really hurt you. And the reason why I live in the desert is because I'm calmer up there. I feel like it's calming, right? If I'm people are like, why don't you just move down to me? I can't live in that shit because you're sucked into it all day. I can't do it. Nothing is going to change. So just yeah, goose frappa. Move, move back east. Goose yes, frappa. Move back east. Move back east. Goose frappa. Goose frappa. There you go. Frappy Pete. Goose frappy Pete. <laughs> if I move back east, will you fly me in for the show every now and again? No. Oh, uh, every now and then, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. But not like on the same. <laughs> race tech rant. That's my race tech rant. You in the traffic. Sorry. It was really bad before uh, A-Ray's wedding. I, I, every conversation I have with you. When you're going somewhere, coming here, leaving here, A-Ray's wedding, GH, I got to go to Yamaha, I got to go to Pro Circuit. Every conversation I have with you revolves around traffic and how fucked it is. Like, I get it. It's I'm fucked. just telling you, you text me at some of the wrong times, and then that's what I'm in. So you're going to feel what I feel. <laughs> that's what friends are about. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess the phone calls. Weston Pike's coming right up here. Uh, AJ's on three. AJ, what's up, man? Hey, I got a future headline for you. Yeah, go ahead. So, James Stewart, co-host, Paul Pimex, or Jason Anderson follows Steve on Instagram, Twitter, and all social media platforms. Mm, I'll go Stu. Stu co-hosting. Can you make that happen? I mean, I don't think so, but I think it'll happen before. Show 400? We do have a show 600 coming up. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool to have? Stu- I mean, Stu- him. If you can, if you can get him, Bree, you can throw RC in there if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe like you can go back to like the 2011 
championship battle. So you can bring in like Duns, RV, Reed and Stu. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But Or what would be your dream lineup? Well, I just for 600, it would be cool to have Stu and Chad here, right? That'd be kind of awesome. I mean, you but they make both it have their own shows and YouTube channels, so I feel like they wouldn't really do it. But so that's what you would want for six hundred. Sure, yeah. I mean, what's left? We had McGrath just, and Carmichael. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, How's it, how are you going to top that? I, I'm not. So if we don't have anything to top six hundred, just skip six hundred and go to six hundred one. Okay. Don't even do yeah, yeah, six hundred. Agree. Five ninety nine. Six hundred one. But at the, but at the same time, even with uh, Stu's podcast, he can bring on. I mean, I'm still waiting on that whole three hour show with Reed. If that ever happens with him. I thought um, Chad was on there already. No, he was just on there for the race review. Oh, okay. Not the, oh, okay. Not like a not like a bench racing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. But they can only talk about so oh, much if someone's not asking questions. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have to really sell it to him hard, but um, no, that'd be cool. You know, I think honestly, I don't think it's that far fetched. I think that where Stu is now mm. in his life, and I think Chad, you know, you guys have a relationship. No, we're. We're fine. I just don't think they want to give me the scoop that they're going to do together. Got it. Do you know what I mean? They got yep. their own media things going on. So, I mean, you could always do it like Jesse Tells did with the Deegans, and the Deegans can post it too. It could be like a Bubbles World and Paul MX mm, show. Yeah, give it to them, right? Yeah, give them, give them the video, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. All right. TJ, what's up, man? TJ. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up? Hey, I have a, a, a race tech rant real quick. And, Traffic? And I, I, I've read the book a little bit, and the A-Roll book. I'm an AMA ref, and at the vet classes at Loretta's, there is no CC limit. I could build a 900cc dirt bike and race it, right? I don't know. You would know better than I would. You read the rule book. Well, I, I, I'm talking with – and also talking here with, um, with Kiefer, too, right, Kiefer? One more time, buddy. Sorry. So basically, in the AMA rules for Loretta's and AMA racing, the vet classes are open. If I, if you built a 900cc two-stroke, you could race it, right? Correct. So why is it the AMA won't let the electric bikes race? Well, because here's here's the reasons why. So if you said, hey, I have a 900ccs, they could tear it down and and know if it's 900ccs. They really can't. Don't have anything set in place for electronics, right? They need to have. But it's open. I understand that, class. but there's, there's no there's no displacement rules. You could ride a, a jet powered engine. I mean, it's open class. Well, and if it's going to happen, just like what you said, it's going to happen in amateur racing and not professional racing first. Yes, and that's what that's my thing. I've talked, I've called the AMA, I've emailed them, I've tried, and they just say no, no electrics. You can do whatever you want with with an internal combustion engine, but no electric. And it seems to me like I don't know. This is just maybe a conspiracy theory thing, but like the and the other manufacturers don't make them, so they won't allow them. But as soon as oh, they release one, can I, they're going to be allowed. Can I give there's you another aspect to sure. this too, sir? So yeah, please. please um, yeah. And here's here's the thing: just for me riding them, and from other people riding with me on other bikes while I'm on electric, it is dangerous. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's not so much the displacement or electric. Maybe it's about safety because if you throw, let's say, three electric bikes within a 40 man gate at Loretta's, it it really throws off the other racers because honestly, sir, like when you're on an electric bike and you're behind someone, they do not know you're behind them. Oh, so if you move over and your electronic guys behind you, you could just really hurt someone a lot. And just kind well, of what I we listened my, to. 
I race my Telaria Ceron in the pit bike class. I deal with that all the time. You know what I mean? Correct. But in the big pit bike class, they're allowed. So but imagine that on a larger scale, right? Well, I mean, I guess, but if some people ride with earplugs in. Yeah, but you can still feel and hear with earplugs in. That's what I'm saying. With electric bikes, you can't hear nothing. Like, I've been at Glen Helen testing many, many times with Alta. Um, I rode the Stark, and I'm behind some guys, and they do not know anything about what's going on behind behind them at all. Yeah. You know? So maybe it's some of that as well. I mean, for safety, I would rather not see it right now until it is more widespread and well-known because I think eventually we will see someone get hurt if we sprinkle some of these electric guys in with, with combustion no, bikes. I, I think there's something to that, Kiefer. There's also something to the other manufacturers saying, hey, we don't want these guys in right now. Yeah, th- it is there for is, sure. I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. There is I mean, it is that, but honestly, I think it is safety that people aren't right. looking at. Right. But you know what? Like, okay, so you can get mad at the other OEMs, and I get it, but like Mark's – for example, Marks and Talon are a very vital part of the show, uh, more Talon than Marks, really. But both of them are very <laughs> vital to the show. And I work with them every time on Mondays, and they do great jobs. And let's say let's say they hated Roto, which they actually really do hate Roto, but they don't say it. Don't we all? So if I said to those guys, hey, I'm bringing Roto <laughs> in, and Marks and Talon are like, no, we don't really like Roto. Like, we don't want him in. Right. I have to respect the my partners in the show on their feelings. Yeah. Like there is some yeah. of that. You you just if you're MX Sports or Feld, you can't just be like, hey, all you guys that contribute financially and yeah, fuck off, fuck off. Yeah. Like you, there is a delicate dance there, and you got to sort of respect your partners, your partners that you have. And Stark's not yeah. in the partnership right now, right? So, um, yeah. here's the deal. So I get some of that. I get some of that. But I'm a fan of electric bikes. I mean, I am. I, I've said it, it. it's going to happen, sir. We're going to see it. It's yeah. coming. I just think everyone wants it sooner than than. The other side wants it, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, thanks, TJ. Thank you, man. Hi, guys. Appreciate thanks. it. Let's get some good points there. Uh, EVS Sports. Thank you to EVS Sports. Hey, don't be thinking you guys are actual fucking partners. Do we get, hey, do we get Lambos as yeah. part of no, our sponsorship? No, 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 you're not partners. You just really opened up you a can of shit. It? You're not partners. I don't know. How what do you guys want? Name your price right now. I, I just want my Map TV Lambo. I'm still waiting. Math. We were one and done with math, sir. That just is... be lucky that both y'all have better looking wives than what you uh, you guys are really. That's are. all. That's all that matters. Yeah. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's it. Noted. Uh, EVS Sports. Thanks you to EVS Sports. EVS-Sports.com. Pulp 30 to save on anything from knee pads or shoulder braces. EVS Sports. We are protection. Uh, RJ Hampshire, Kyle Chisholm, Axel Hodges, Travis Pastrana, and more. Use EVS, whatever they do. And EVS has got some great protective gear. Uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save with EVS-Sports.com. Pulp 30 is the code to save. Thank you to EVS Sports. Also, bringing our next guest in, brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Thank you to Renthal. Uh, Kiefer, are yes. you are you Renthal guy? Uh, 2024. It's happening. It's happening. You're a Renthal guy. I talked, look at no hate comms on Pro Taper. Yeah. Um, great bar. Yeah. But Renthal also makes a great bar. Um, I've said a lot back and forth about both brands, but those are the brands that are the elite in handlebars. And for wow, me, Renthal news. is uh, is a great is a great brand, and and I'm going to go to the UK sometime next year and break down the whole process of because me and Paul go back and forth about seven yep. eighths bars. So yep. I'm going to go through the whole thing of how they're made, um, thicknesses, the whole um, diagrams of each bar how they make bar bends. I want to break it all down because I love that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to have a chance to do that next year. All right. Perfect. Sounds great. Renthal.com. Uh, Monster Engine Kawasaki, Honda, Red Bull, KTM, all using Renthal. Chris Kiefer now in 2024. Be Renthal equipped. You think you'll just go twin wall or you think you'll fat bar? No. No twin wall. 
too stiff? Too stiff for me. Yeah, yeah. too stiff. Fat bar? Fat bar. Uh, so thank you to folks at Renthal. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. More championships than all the other brands combined, bringing you our next guest on the show. I've, hasn't been on for a while, but uh, love to uh, get back up and catch up with him. And more. It's Weston Pike. What's up, Weston? How are you, man? Uh, good, man. How are you? I'm good. What was your Renthal bar bend? What is your Renthal bar bend? Uh, when I used Renthal, I believe I was like a 998 or 996. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, either one works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it was close, something like that. But I'm on ODI now, so I run the YZ bend or the Carmichael bend. A Carmichael bend is 996 in Renthal. No, 999. 999. Sorry. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Uh, okay. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in, Weston. Appreciate it. Good to see you at the Pulp Ride Day. You're doing lots of things with WPS and Fly Racing, of course, and working with their uh, uh, their cruiser line of stuff as well. So you're keeping busy. Hey, at at at, uh, at Millville, uh, you know it was ruddy. It was uh, kind of tricky. Uh, you know, we know you retired due to an eye condition from a crash at, at Paris. Uh, does that is I imagine that that kind of track slash dirt is the worst thing for a guy who's riding with one eye. <laughs> Did you watch me? <laughs> I know you still looked all still right. Still good, me. yeah. Yeah, good. you still look, looked all right to me. Did you watch me ride <laughs> my motorcycle going straight into that from riding hard packed dirt in Idaho for the last four years? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But that dude, I don't even know what happened. I, I I showed up and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a cakewalk, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of that is it's hard because like that depth perception and like judging how long the rut continues on of like staying in it and like the thought and like the depth of it really messes up you know the whole the whole process of riding it's pretty weird but yeah i would think so I, yeah then that track it was as muddy and deep and ruddy and soft and i was like this is there's too much shit going on for me to even <laughs> trust it <laughs> that's half my capacity of, of having mostly one eye vision so yeah yeah so just for the record you you can't see much out of one eye right it's pretty blurry the one eye yeah yeah right eye, yeah yeah. Um, well, it's nice to have you call in, and good to see you at the ride day. I think the fans, uh, the listeners, and the riders that were there enjoyed having you there. Do you get – are you frustrated? Because, I mean, you you know, you, when you raced, you were a top 10, top 5 guy, uh, still on the podium a few times, you know, nice career, and we all know your humble privateer roots that you came from. Are you are you pissed off and frustrated at what you can't do, what you used to do, or have you sort of settled in now and – it is what it is, and you're fine with like being a little out of your element at Millville. Uh, I, dude, the ego still gets me. Okay, like, I listen, <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's been so long that obviously it, it sucks ending it the way it did because, uh -huh. like, I still had a couple more years in the tank to to show some some potential, like I did in eighteen again. So mm -hmm. it's like, so dude, when I go out to the track, it's like it's the ego still there it's like if i fucking look like shit dude i'm just gonna go back and and put a hoodie on and no one knows who's right <laughs> but yeah it, it, that's just how it is though i mean yeah. you, you race for so long you kind of almost you have that that in you of like what you can do and then you show up and you're like oh damn i really can't do this and i used to be able to do it and then to throw it in there millville was like i said yeah when, when i came on there it was like every time i go to millville I would be cross-riding 99% of the time on the track. Hmm. <laughs> so. Well, uh, you did get out there and battle with your buddy Phil. Phil was out there rolling yeah. around. Well, it was like it, I had to ride it like 30% just to not crash. Yeah. So 
it was pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, but hey, it's still yeah. It was good to see you there. Um, you Bradshaw, obviously a big part of the WPS Fly family. How much do you guys like tag team the dealer events, the ride days? How much? Do, which ones do you do? Which ones does he do? How does that work out for you? Yeah, so we try to. Um, as far as it being a, a fly ride day, as long as we're both in town, we're, we typically will do an event together um, most of the time. But like this year was a little weird. It kind of slowed down a little bit with with the company and the buyout and stuff. So it was kind of we kind of had to pick and choose where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even with what we had, it we still get huge, great turnouts with with customers and dealers and reps that that organize everything. So it's pretty it's pretty rad. It's a cool thing to do and be able to yeah. to go. And, and just stoke people out and just get to ride with just normal day people that don't get to experience something like that. And then as well as, you know, bringing out the dealers and all the parts guys that just, yeah. you know, have a blast and they get to go back and talk about something for, for as long as they can, you know. So it's, it's a pretty cool thing. So hopefully hopefully next year we can continue on to do it. It's still up in the air right now with contract stuff and, and trying to get the people pinned down and get an answer. But mm-hmm. hopefully we can move forward with it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I mean, again, like, J-Mart and Alex, you, Bradshaw, RV, Phil, all hanging out at cool Millville. Time. Like, yeah. I got a sense that the people that were there really thought it was cool to bench race with all you guys. You know, and there were some guys, like, bench racing and then coming back for seconds and more bench racing. Yeah. And then, well, I think they know? realized that these guys aren't dickheads right. and they're pretty cool, right? Right. Like, yeah, RV and everybody was – Weston and Damon are just regular guys, as we know, right? And I think these fans thought it was pretty cool, Weston. Yeah, no, I think it's cool. They they definitely that was a good diverse group of people. You know, a lot of different attitudes and a lot of different mentalities that was out there. So it was cool to to get the fans. You know, kind of a, a side of like, hey, you know, we are just normal people like you guys. Because I think a lot of fans get caught up in that, thinking that like we're these uh, antisocial bodies of, of people that race dirt bikes. Where really, it's like. Yeah, some we have to do that at certain times, but for the most time, when we go to events like this, it's like mm-hmm. we're just normal people. We want to hang out, chill, and yep. and have a good time and rap with everybody, and and just chill, drink some beers, and have a good time. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, hey, how much are you doing with the cruiser line at, at WPS now? Are you still doing that? Are you still rep- repping that? Going to dealers and stuff, or have you switched over to the ride day stuff? Like, I, I'm, I'm um, ask you that. It's kind of weird now. I hit it pretty. I was hitting the the hard drive parts line. And Highway 21 stuff, pretty hard. Like, it was, I was dipping into it at 19. I built the bike mm-hmm. for um, hard drive, going into 2020 Sturges, and then we did 21 Sturges. And then, like I said, everything kind of changed. Like, the, the whole, I don't know, it's hard to really explain it, but everything kind of changed the way that they wanted to do the hard parts line mm-hmm. with hard drive and all that stuff, with promoting it and having a brand ambassador do that. So that kind of slowed down. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it almost was a lot, you know, to have to do UTV stuff, Harley stuff, dirt bike stuff. It, yeah. it kind of gets to where it's almost like I'm in my garage 24-7 building something. And it's like it was kind of with, with travel and doing that, it kind of gets chaos. And I'm kind yeah. of – it kind of slowed down in that sense. So I'm not – it's like I could have a life, you know, a little bit because it was – it was pretty crazy when I, like I said, when I retired from racing, I went straight back into just being traveling, you know, 24, 30 weekends a year. And it was like, yeah, what's going on, you know? So it's, it's it was, it was busy. And then now I'm kind of slowing down, which is enjoyable. Right. But now, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I don't see you at a lot of races, right? Like, I don't feel like you go to a lot of nationals or supercrosses as many as you would like to, or would you like to go more or, or are you just busy? Like you said, you've been so busy with the, with all the WPS stuff and the fly ride days or, or are you like not the type of guy to just go there and hang out and watch? 
Um, well, I do do supercrosses, so I think up in like I mean, I hit about nine to twelve supercrosses. Oh, did you? Were, you? were you there that many? Okay, my so my yeah, bad. but I'm just yep. I'm stuck at the I, I'm over at the the fly setup the whole time, just sure. you know, meeting with dealers and and fans and all that stuff, and just kind of you know helping which way I can with if people got questions on product and new release mm-hmm. gear and stuff, just try to you know inform people as much as I can. So I'm kind of more or less tied down over there, and then when the races start, we head up to the suite and hang out and just. Okay. Interact with people and have fun. So, yeah. Okay. so yeah, you don't really see me that much bouncing around. I'm, yeah. I'm there, but you just you don't see me. Yeah, you know, I'm just a media guy, right? I'm running around. <laughs> so, uh, what about this Vince thing? We know you. I, I saw some stuff on uh, Vital and things. That but, was on my list. Of apps. Okay, yes. so where where look at and Stephen, if you didn't listen to the show before you get on here, Wes and Steve and I, we know Vince's track record. Obviously, we know the history between you two. Um, we didn't feel, besides what Joey said earlier, like he said he cross-jumped Kenny earlier in the day at Abu Dhabi, but I didn't see anything too crazy that was bad on his part. Where do you stand with just this instance in Abu Dhabi? Um, well, for starters, go buy some damn T-shirts. You know, the Vince T-shirts I got. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's tough, man. Like, it's so hard to explain a human like that that races because like we've all had it with him yeah i think he races backwards like obviously he's, he has some disorder where he gets good starts all the time and um he just rides backwards in my sense because he's mm-hmm. fast but he's not fast enough to to stay ahead of guys but he's super good at block passing and he's super good at getting in people's heads and that's when i think people race behind when they get behind him because then they're racing backwards thinking about, oh, shit, he's going to go here, he's going to go there. Instead of just blasting through him is what I think riders need to do more. It's just be like, F this guy. I'm going through you. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, yep. Just to put it in his mind. Because like I said, it's the same thing. Like when I had the incident with him in 16 at Supercross, like after that incident where I hit him, I didn't have a single issue with him in the rest of the year in 2016, 17, or 18. Not one mm-hmm. incident. So it, to me, it's like one of those things like, if he's doing it to you, you need to handle your shit. Like, off the track, on the track. Like, I don't know. That's my that's my outlook on it. That's kind of what I chatted about on that last little video I did on Instagram. I was like, mm-hmm. I think if you want somebody to stop pulling some shit, you got to handle your shit. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> no, you're right, right? You know? Yeah. It's like if you're getting picked on in school, like, you're going to keep getting picked on unless you handle your shit, yeah. you know? It's one of those things where that's kind of how I how yeah. I went about it. Obviously, I got in trouble for it, but I would do it twenty times over again. Like, yeah, I was, think it's something like you got to stand up for yourself to yeah. let the dude know, like, hey, I ain't taking no shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you but know, I mean, he races hard. You can't take that away from him. He he's gotten hard. a lot better. Yeah, he races hard. He's got a lot better. Yeah, for sure. But, he's gotten a lot better, but he does he does still throw in those cheap shots. But then again, it's like fuck, you know, there's a lot of money on the line. Like, if you're if you're slower than the rest of the pack that's behind you, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Block past people, you're going to break track them, cross right. jump them to get that extra cash. You know, it's there's it, always there's always a, there's always another side to it. So, in a sense, it takes balls, man. Like to be that kind of person, it yeah. takes some balls to yeah, know, like, hey, I'm throwing it out there. Really, any friends? No, and I and I know that, right? Yeah, right. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Genova and Tony and Vince are just—it's all like a WWF thing. It's all great. They love it. They think, do. It's funny. Yeah, I think they love it. Uh, Weston, where can people where can people check out this shirt and, and your other stuff? Uh, just go to my Instagram, hit the link, or just go to Only Savages. 
co.com like okay. co.com yeah, yeah. the best way is just hit the link or go to my instagram okay. the link in the bio and right. or it's or it's i just had to get rid of shit show as my main domain because i keep getting blocked by instagram for some odd reason so oh, okay you don't like the word shit like <laughs> i got kicked off google and like a bunch of other stuff i'm like what is going on i can't even i can't even like do ads because i get yeah, yeah. ad eaters and all this bullshit wow. but so, okay. Yeah, good so, to know. Uh, you also do yeah. some riding schools. Yeah. So I've been. So my whole plan next year. Um, well, kind of a little bit this year, but you know, I, I want to step into doing some more um, riding schools and stuff. So I, I partnered with my buddy Mike at the Moto Clinic. So now me and him are both fifty-fifty um, in on the brand of the Moto Clinic. So the plan is is, is next year to kind of step it up and do about fifteen to twenty plus. Um, clinics across the country, okay. possibly international, kind of see maybe Canada or Australia. But um, yeah, just try to try to do something different and try to you know give some experience back to some people out there. And you know, there's a few guys out there that are doing it already, but I feel like I bring a lot more to the table with my background and in, in racing for as many years as I did and having the knowledge and experience. So I was like, you know, let's let's do it. Let's jump into it and uh, put together a plan. So our, our first official, my first official one with the Moto Clinic is. Uh, is in tax track in Florida, okay. uh, December fourth. Yeah. So we're doing our fly ride day and everything on Saturday Sunday. So if you guys are in Florida, check out the ride day um, Saturday Sunday, the second third, and then uh, I'm going to put on a moto clinic on uh, that Monday. So oh, it'll okay. be yeah, yeah. So it'll be pretty rad. Um, and then I was talking to CJ at Pax. He said that you need to set something up on the East Coast for a uh, Pulpit Max ride day. Yeah, I mean, we had some other people, Washugo people, come hit us up, and you almost yeah. can make a tour out of this. Pulp MX Ride Day Tour. Holy yeah. stuff! <laughs> I need, uh, I need someone to take my bikes around though, and the trailer. Like, well, yeah. he he said if you want to go in December, he's got a 2022 or 2023 YZ450 just sitting there ready to go. Oh, Here, he's yeah. already got it ready uh, to go. So he said, "Don't be a pussy and show up." I've read, I've ridden pack tracks. I like that track. That, that's a fun track. Is it? Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. Good track the dirt's, for, yeah, dirt's great. The dirt's, it's like it's like sand, but it's like it's like chocolate cake batter. It's like yeah. it's super good dirt. No, this West Coast uh, shit we have out here. Oh, dude, yeah. I ride in Idaho, and I'm like, what is happening? Do you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, we were just talking. I was just ranting at Kiefer because all he does is fucking complain about traffic, Weston, in Southern California. And oh, yeah. you're from SoCal, and you moved to Idaho. Do you yeah. like it? Do you like the move up there? Do you have any regrets about not being in California and all of that? Hell no. I mean, the only regret, I just, I just like obviously moved away from family and, and friends that yep. I grew up with in Cali. So that's the only downside is just that. And there's, you know, there's a lot of downsides of like, you can't just go and get something. Like, nobody carries yeah. anything their moto or car related. So it's like, okay. Amazon 24 7 just to get something because none of the stores have what you want. Oh, okay. It's, like, it's it's super weird. Like, there's not like California. I, I can go to Temecula, Marietta, Corona, San Diego, and get anything I want mm-hmm. up here. If I want, I have to drive to Salt Lake if I want to get something that I really, really need. Oh shit! Okay. Five hey, hour drive. You uh, you got a chick? You got a chick? Well, that. This has a kid. Oh. Yeah. No, I got a. Jesus. I I I, I don't know this. You don't follow Weston I, I on Instagram. I feel like I do, but maybe no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I just we just followed each other. I think mutually. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Like Loki was like, all right, I'm gonna fucking follow you. I know <laughs> <back in the day. laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah, I probably said something that pissed you off. He's, a, he's a new dad, and he yeah, has a beautiful, a, hot wife. Nice. Or future no, wife. wife I got a yep. fiance. Not wife yet. I don't know about the wife part yet. We're figuring that out. But uh, <laughs> we got uh, the ring started out. But, yeah, no, I got a two-month-old. His name's Talon, little boy. And it's uh, oh. kind of fun, man. But, shit, it, when people say it's hard work, yeah. damn, it's, it's not – uh, it's yeah. no joke. I walked into this like, just like, screw it. I ain't reading no damn books, or I'm just gonna run it like I would ride my dirt bike. And like, I was like, damn, I should have probably done a little more research. <laughs> it's a it lot gets of work. it gets harder, Weston. Just stand by. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody keeps saying that, but nobody said that shit in the beginning. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of hard work, and then everybody's like, oh wait, till about three or four months, it's gonna oh, get harder. Dude. I'm like. Uh, yeah, you want to get punched? <laughs> all I hear is your life is fucking over for two years. It's over. It's fucking over. Fucking over. It's yeah. fucking over. The, the, yeah. the, if you don't know about women and then you have a baby, you're like, holy shit, women are gnarly. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they put up with way more than we do. Right. They get gnarlier after the kid. Did, yes. So. <laughs> Thank you. We just had this conversation today, Weston, about I look at pictures of my wife 20 years ago. I see innocence and young and like all these hopes and dreams. And now you look at her still beautiful, but just tainted by life. And I've fucked her over so many times. I no, no, just no, no, pissed no, no, off. Oh, wow. Wow. Jesus. Keith, <laughs> yeah. Get into that later. Maybe. Hey, we all. Sorry, God. No, it, it's <laughs> that's just Pookie yelling. Who, who's talking? Who's no, that's just sound drops. That's Pookie sound drops. Oh, oh, I was like, dude. yeah. Is your wife chiming in? I was no, like, no, yeah. no. Oh hey, man, how, is your dad still peddling like a mofo or what? Is what? Is he peddling still a crap ton? My dad? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he kind of he slowed down a little bit because he had uh, a whole shoulder replacement surgery about a couple months ago, and then. uh but he's in Tyler, Texas now, so he's got his own little crew there. But he's oh, definitely, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, he moved there about a year and a half ago. Um, but, yeah, he's still pedaling a bunch, but I think he's just kind of – I don't know if he likes te- they like Texas that much because it was like a quick move for them. They didn't really yeah. thought it out too much because my sister moved there and they kind of followed her. But my mom hates it because it's hot as shit and humid. and They'll probably end up moving out. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty flat for bicycling too. Yeah. Pretty flat and windy. Yeah. Yeah, he always like – Glasses, his group, because they're like, "Oh, here comes the hill," and he's like, "What hill?" Like, <laughs> yeah, really. Right? You know, here. It's a driveway, fool. <laughs> uh, Renthal dot com bringing you Weston Pike on the show. Check him out, Renthal dot com. Of course, yeah. uh, a couple of fraction, couple, fra- fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Uh, whether it's the Twin Wall Bar, or Fat Bar, Fat Bar Thirty Six, whatever it is, Renthal will have you dialed in. Weston Pike on the show. Uh, Weston, we do have a. Uh, Comment from a listener, and uh, this would be actually really fun to do. Uh, would love to hear Weston's best Coy Gibbs story. Ooh. And we, uh, we miss we miss the guy. He was so funny. He was so cool. Uh, yeah, it's just actually November sixth was one year. Uh, wow. I think November sixth or seventh. Jeez, one year since we lost him. But uh, mm. I, what was it like for you two guys? Um, dude, we always were like pretty tight because like. He knew I was, like, always a hard worker, and I didn't really F off at all. So, mm-hmm. like, he was – he never gave me crap, but, like, the only time he he lost his shit was the whole Vince Reese thing, actually. So that was a funny story. Like, he came back, and he wanted to cuss so bad <laughs> that I see it in him. And he was like, what the f- – what question? But then it was like he kind of said it, but he didn't. And I was just like, you going to say it or what, pussy? Like <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> But – uh 
that so that was kind of like the funny thing. I mean, other than that, like he'd always show up fat as hell at the truck with like a box of donuts and like a triple extra large sugar coffee, and every single day at the track, like talking crap to everybody. And yeah, yeah, always he, a good time. For me, he always man. had a new business idea too. For a while, it was gourmet hot dogs. Then it was a coffee place. Then it was a pizza oven. That he he always had a new business idea all the time. Yeah, but he got obviously before he passed. But yeah, he got. I pretty damn sure he made a few millions and millions of dollars in crypto money because he was telling me like back yeah when I with them he's like oh buy this buy that and I'm like I'm like I'm not buying this shit I don't even know what it is and then like all of it like went crazy and I was and he was talking like he was putting tens of thousands and hundred thousand dollars into it and then yeah so he's yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's uh, always had some idea of business stuff going on for sure. So he was always looking for something and grinding for sure. Yeah, yeah, he had a, yeah. Crypto yeah. was his thing for a long time. You're right, early wow. too. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. But I was going to say, uh, Chris, the whole thing of the road rage because I'm just like you, and now I get for I get road rage in Idaho, yeah. just going ten minutes down the road because I forget what California is. But like what's crazy up here is like you can actually carry a gun and don't have to have like a permit or nothing for it. So like I always drive with a gun and I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking pull my gun out and fucking shoot this fucker's car. <laughs> like, <laughs> so imagine your road rage, but being able to like open carry, act on it, and not have to carry, and not have to have a license or nothing. Wow. To do it. Or a permit. So it's like you gotta like think like, oh shit, if I do this, like I'm carrying, yeah. Yeah, California. If people could do that, it'd be way oh, more. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine California? Yeah. Oh, people would get capped all the time. Yeah, with the with the, yeah. with the idiot drivers. Yeah, so it's, I mean, yeah, Idaho is way. The traffic's getting bad because there's a ton of people coming up here because it's just. Yeah, all, of, all the Californians are moving in. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a bunch of two lane roads and crap. But it's just crazy. I go back east, and you know, we don't have to time when I when I'm out there testing. You don't have to time when you have to leave. You can just leave whenever, and it's the same amount of time. Like here, out here, you got to go, oh, I got to yeah, leave this dude, time or I'm screwed. Listen, you live in a suburb of Los Angeles, and if you lived in a suburb of Georgia, Atlanta, I got stuck in horrific traffic last it's year in tough. Atlanta. It's not as Horrific. Bad. Yes, absolutely I did. Uh, it, it, it's all, every big city. Charlotte isn't great. Charlotte's not. Like, Wygant tells me all the time, he's like, to get from where he is in Lake Norman to the airport, he's like, you got to leave at this time. Like, hmm. like, it's just a big city, but LA is the biggest, you know? Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. You, you got to calm yeah. down. You get too upset over it, Kiefer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like you like I was listening earlier. It sounds yeah. like you just need to get a uh, get a van, dude, and like just take two days out of your week and sleep in that shit dirty, or hit a truck stop. Oh shit! Like, yeah, bring some, bring some Crocs and wash your ass in a truck stop for those two nights, <laughs> and just sleep in the truck stop and build a new community of friends, dude, for two days, and that will probably ease your pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds like shit, but I mean, it doesn't sound as bad as what I'm doing, honestly. Well, it's honestly. Like, like driving from the Coliseum back and then going back to the Coliseum the next day. Like, yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Right, it's horrible. It's right. Horrible. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I'm going to build out my van. I'm just going to sleep in that sunbitch, be a gypsy, and just yeah, yeah just come home on, on Fridays. Except yeah. this, this guy's got a sprinter van, Weston, and... It's just like there's no insulation. There's no nothing. <laughs> nothing, dude. I'm a cheap ass. He, he just he drives around the Sprinter van. Bikes are rattling. Gas smell everywhere. I've got like, some uh, cardboard he, stuck in my rearview mirror so it doesn't vibrate. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's he, he's got people who can build up upfit his van and build out his van, but nope, doesn't want to do that either. No. So yeah, you're one. You're just cheap, aren't you? you I'm cheap. This money, you just cheap as shit. That's why I live in the high des, Weston. Fuck, man. I can't. I'm not going down the hill. It's too expensive. <laughs> 
<laughs> is your wife spending all your money or what? No, oh, she doesn't no, spend the, anything. The, no, the just, kids bought their balls deep in amateur. Yeah, dude, I'm sucked into that shit. Yeah, that's right. That'll that'll take you a third. That'll do it. Weston, hey, so people, the best way for for lessons, riding lessons, clothing stuff, check out your Instagram, right? That's the best way for our listeners to. Yeah, so all my clothing stuff is through my Instagram. And then um, all the Moto Clinic stuff that we're doing now. So we have an Instagram page. It's the Moto Clinic. Um, And then obviously, I'm just going to boost that up here soon. But then obviously, everything will go through my Weston Pike for now until I get that up and running like I want. And then. yeah, so just okay. all through my pretty much my page on on the Moto Clinics coming up for 2024, and then obviously December 4th Pax Track, and then uh, yeah, and then I got one more thing. Um, it's I can't talk about it really. I'm just gonna throw it out there, but I'm starting a new business, or I'm mm-hmm. buying a business and then flipping it to a new business up here in Idaho, and it's gonna be uh, dirt bike and UTV related. So everybody okay. keep an eye out in the next week or two nice. on the. Dr- so it'll be kind of cool, something different for me to do. And yeah, I got uh, two business partners on it, uh, Nick and Brad, and should be pretty cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah, keep them busy. Yeah, I'm gonna change the game in Idaho, and you know, bring some better stuff up here. So should That's be good. fun. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for coming up for the ride day at Millville. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, good to see you again. Um, and yeah, our listeners can check you out on Instagram for. Uh, moto clinic and clothing and yeah the exciting new thing in in idaho so thanks buddy yeah well sweet yeah roll out the packs you'll have fun time all right see you man thanks weston you got all this sponsor money just buy them (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know honestly i gotta go to paris on wednesday uh and the last thing i really want to do is get on planes these days right like i missed the most races i've ever missed this year like i think i missed seven or eight races this year and, and just relax it's just a flight relax no, just relax you know it's like everyone deals with it just chill out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, first class don't even think about it and yeah. then just roll all right good good, good to know all right thanks buddy thanks for calling all right thanks guys later all right that's weston pike everybody uh brought to you by renthal thank you to renthal pro filter pulp 20 at checkout uh please get a uh top quality oil and air filter for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. These filters are already oiled and uh, love uh, to use the Pro Filter guys. Pulp 20 is a code to save with them and Maxima. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, job of the week. Here we go. What? Here we go. I can't wait to hear it. I'd like to hear these. Oh. Uh, Decal Works in Illinois, graphic designer. Nice. For Decal Works. Ron is uh, looking for a graphic designer at Decal Works, the leader in custom graphics and decals. They're looking for a graphic graphics designer. Uh, motocross and supercross knowledge is a must. Advanced design position. Corral draw expertise. I don't know what that means. It's some sort of program, I'm sure. Right. Corral draw expertise is required. And uh, 401k, profit sharing, health insurance benefits, all of that. Illinois, Decal Works. Please check them out. They're a great company. They, they're massive in the motorcycle. So I would assume you don't need to be in Illinois to do this, correct? I would, I would think not. Right. Yeah, I would think not. But check it out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your job uh, for free on the site. And uh, also, if you're a company looking for people, you can put your job up there. Upload your resume for free, I should say. Sorry. And if you're a company looking to place your job on there, they will charge you a little bit of money, and you can put your job on there. And MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com will try to find the best people for you out there. So thank you to those people as well. Update from the dark text. Oh, boy. Not able to discuss no. what we wanted. Did, I'm glad that we didn't blurt it out. Right. But can we just say, though? No. No, no, no. To our friend Dark. Okay. Like, he's just got to handle things differently. I guess he doesn't have a lot of real-world experience with 
handling things, mm. right? Like I feel like maybe in the ditch crew, mm-hmm. it was more direct or the ditch crew just did what they want. I just don't think you didn't have any say. So I think you just got what you got, right? Yeah. But like whether it comes to this in, this this thing mm-hmm. or other things, he doesn't like come about it the right way. I just I just tell him what I told him on the text. I'm here to help you. Before you act, I'm here to help. Just ask me what you think is the best suitable way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And then if you're right, I'll say, yeah, green light. You're right. If you're not, I'm saying maybe you should try it this way. And then maybe not just ask me, ask a couple different people and then mm-hmm. get a, get that yeah. first. Right. Like if I have something I feel like I want to say, I'll come to you and be like, hey, should I do this? You're like, no. That's actually happened with sponsors and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just all I'm saying. We're just trying to help our friend Dark. Yes. And he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want it. No, he doesn't. I don't think they'd get a blowjob before the main event. Uh-huh. All right. Let's bring our next guest in. Uh, brought to you by the folks at OGO Power Sports. Uh, this gentleman uh, had a wedding this weekend. We're really not going to talk much moto in this interview. It's going to be more. Yeah. Let's, home we're life done with moto and wedding. Yeah. Life. Yeah. For this guy. Uh, OGO Power Sports, whether it is the uh, the new... There's a trucker bag? Nope. There's a rig? Nope. What's the new one called? Uh, I don't ask this guy on the line. What's the new one? The, the three-wheel one. The three-wheel one? Yeah. Spider. No, it's not called Spider. <laughs> that would be a good name, though. Spider. Uh, so, yeah, it is um, uh, carry-on bags. Love it. From the folks at OGO. If you want a discount, uh, use code PULP15 at OGO Power Sports. OGO Power Sports, code is PULP15 to save. Great travel bags, great gear bags, uh, all of it. Um, they got a helmet bag, they got a goggle, little goggle they have bags for everything. Couch thing or whatever. Uh, they can all help you out. So thank you to the folks at OGO uh, Power Sports for coming on board Spider. and uh, bringing you our next guest, Alex Ray. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Man, I am. I'm enjoying it, you know. I'm enjoying the married life. <laughs> Sounds like you're over it. That's what it sounded like already. Let's bring Heather no. in, too, because oh. she was at the wedding. Um, A-Ray, what is the new OGO Power Sports bag called with three Spider. wheels? Spider. Uh, OGO bag with three wheels. The big one. Slingshot. <laughs> dozer? Stop wait, wait, it. The, the T3, the Dozer. The Dozer. The Dozer. The dozer. There it is. The yep. Dozer bag. Okay. Uh, just wanted to get that out. Pulp 15 is the code to save with OGO. Uh, you're married, dude. Married, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it. Thought, huh? You are done. What was it? Just a blur? Was the whole day like just a blur? Right. Like I was talking to, I was talking to some of the guys at the office today, and I was just like, man, I wish I, I wish it was in slow motion, so I could like enjoy it a little bit more. But now you're like a depressed like, mode because it's over so fast. Yeah. Like you know, it was just like super emotional. It was super. It was it was everything. It was it was an awesome day, but I, I wish we could have we could have like soaked it in a little bit more. I feel like well, it still hasn't even sunk in. Listen, I don't have a ton of experience with weddings. I think I was telling Pookie. Yeah, I, me neither. It's my first one. Right. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. I I think I've only yeah. been to five weddings or six. Oh, weddings. really? Not very many. So I don't have a ton of so, experience. So seven deuce deuces and a raise is like half of what you've been to. Yeah, yeah. My brothers. Okay. Um. Deuce, Deuce, A-Ray, my brother, my my best friend, Kurt. I was his best man. Let's rank him. That was like back in the, like the early 90s, yeah. like 94, 93. Uh, I don't know what else. Like that's it. Anyways, my point being, oh, I went to Pookie's friend's wedding here in town. Mm. Um, I liked your wedding, A-Ray, because it was like 
We're not going to just do a bunch of shit. We're not going to stand up and sit down. We're not going to have all these ceremonies. We're not going to do all this shit. We're not going to do all these dances. Mm -hmm. Even the dances were cut short. Like, the music was cut short, right? And yep. so I really, like, you were all about just let's start drinking and let's dance. We want and, a party. Like, yeah, like, I liked that about your wedding. It wasn't. They didn't fuck around. They didn't fuck around. The, no. the, the vows, Don Maeda did the vows. Yep. You know, it was short. It was sweet. Good job. I think on that all was the that. longest part of the wedding was Don's like, intro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was that on plan though? Was that was, whole like was that a plan? Like get it done, let's party. That that was all Samantha. You know what I mean? Like okay. If it was if, if it was coming from my side, I would. I think my mom wanted to have like a traditional Catholic wedding, but that's not what Samantha wanted. Samantha is like, hey, we're gonna have open bar. We're gonna get it done quick. I want to get my ass married, and I want a freaking party. So that's, okay, that's what we did. Yeah, nice. I liked it because some of these weddings, you're just. It's gnarly. Yeah, no. You're, Let's play games. Let's do. I don't want to do none of that. Yeah, yeah. Right. There was there was none of that. There was just like, hey yeah. man, uh, I'll tell you what though. Um, fucking dessert table was right by us. Tasty. It was looked great, mm -hmm. and then there was a sign: "Do not touch until the cake cutting." That didn't last long. And I was like, "Well, when's the, when's the fucking cake getting cut? Because look at these. When did the cake get cut? That's another thing. They didn't do the cake cutting. They yeah, no, they did. We, we cut when? the cake. It was it was I, like it was right after our dances. It was like right after our dances. We went over there. We cut mm -hmm. the cake, and then we just started dancing. So I, I missed only, it. I only saw people, the wedding people, cutting the cake for you over there. I must have missed both you and Sam over there. I think yeah, you guys yeah, were we talking to there. somebody. Quick. Uh huh. Yeah, me and Pookie we were on there, the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, another thing. It wasn't a whole. It. it wasn't a whole thing about cutting the cake. You guys just went and did it, and it was fucking on. Alex, did Sama yeah. smash the cake in your face? She rubbed a little bit, like on my nose. Oh. I don't know. Like I was already like I was already like kind of feeling the drinks a little bit. So I was. They gave me the knives, and I started dancing like Britney Spears a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, saw that. Bit. Saw that. You also yeah. had your shirt unbuttoned at one point. You were. Did you post a video of him busting ass? Yeah, the, he slipped because someone slipped. spilled a drink on the dance yeah. floor and he just wadded he it. He got yeah. sketchy. Yeah. Shocking. Oh, dude, I'm talking about, dude, I've watched that video probably 30 times already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post it. Yeah, you yeah. were you were having a good time, buddy. You really were. Yeah, we, no, like, we, we kept it going, too, man. Like, like after the after the wedding, we, we had, like, Airbnb that we went back to. And like, because we got in the party bus and then headed back to the Airbnb. But by the time we got back to the Airbnb, there was already like forty people inside the Airbnb. I don't know how they even got in there, but they did. Oh wow! So people already knew where to go. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Everybody that was knew where my to go. that was my only complaint of the night. The food was great, by the way. Chicken it was, was it, good. The, it was a buffet style, like family a, style. Family style. Yep. And yep. beef, chicken, mashed potatoes, mm. green beans. It was a fantastic meal. Great, great food. My only complaint on the whole wedding was, yeah, like, at 10 o'clock, they're shutting it down. Oh, yeah. Like, 10 o'clock. Well, so, so the reason why is, yeah, I guess, for the – they wanted to get the bar open as soon as possible. We have – it's like a five-hour window or something or another, something like five- or six-hour window that you can have a bar open at a wedding. Hmm. So we wanted the open bar to be open as soon as possible. So therefore, it got it closed a little bit sooner. But then the whole venue was closing because they were playing closing time by Semisonic. Yep, yep, yeah. That was the whole thing. So like, so hey, it, well, and I even, I guess, I guess I was a little too hammered, and I started making a speech. But we even <laughs> missed our like our last uh, our dance. last dance oh, together. Yeah, dang. I mean, I, I again, like, 
Uh, it felt like. T- tell me uh, how long. I feel like weddings go longer. Midnight. Like seven deuce deuces wedding. I was like, we were there till late. Right. So Mark's I, right. Mark, what time of weddings end that you've been to? Like late, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Talent? Ten. Well, ten is early, right? Well, I don't know. I no? feel like ten to midnight yeah, is say, pretty normal. Bit, I would say it was a bit early. That was my only uh, only complaint. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. That was like the venue's rules, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, I get. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't you guys. I just was. That was odd at 10 p.m. to see bar was closed. Semisonic was playing. <laughs> Closing so, time. Wrap it up. Right. I, I have some notes. Yeah. Okay. Some things that I'd like to discuss. Okay. So things that I've never seen. I've, there's some things that I saw from A Ray that mm-hmm. I'd never really have seen, okay. which I like. Okay. Uh, one, he was very attentive to all of his guests. He went around, thanked people. Yeah. He looked like he was conscious of like making sure that hey, I want I want let to let everyone right. know yep. I'm thankful for everyone being here. He just didn't say it. He walked around and talked yeah. to a lot of people, which You're I right. saw. Yep. Yep. Um, number two, I saw emotion from A Ray. As oh my God! No, as Sam, well, yes. not as Sam was walking down the aisle, I saw that, which was I was the same way. If anyone that gets married to their wives, they see their bride walking down the aisle, it jacks you up, especially depending on what music you had, and you had a nice music choice, um, a, you know, just you know, just a musical mashup that was really nice. Um, when Sam danced with her father, I looked over at A Ray and even pointed to Heather. I go, "Hey, look at A Ray. He was jacked up." So you can see him reflecting and, and, and looking into the future and then watching his bride be given away by her dad and all these emotions that I, that I kind of thought about when I was going through my wedding. I could see it through A, right? So that was kind of cool for me to see. I didn't notice any of this. Right. Okay. It's shocking that you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the groomsmen, like Kenny Bell and the groomsmen were counting how many times I started freaking, you know, crying. Right. But if so, you if yeah, if, you, if I've been around Ava, it's not a, he's not a real an emotional kind yeah, of person. Yeah, like, and yeah. so it's nice to see some of that. And then, then the last part of it is did you like get a hug from Sam. I did. Oh, yeah. So did I. And <clears throat> the, the last part about A Ray was like, uh, he's he's down to party. Like he's yeah. he's, he's down. Yeah. Not only is he making sure that everyone's okay at his wedding, but he's then he's down to party. Yeah. I'm down to party yeah. and have a good time. So, um, I thought it was a really, really nice wedding. It was concise to the point you guys left too early but whatever no we so i thought i did at 9 45 but then i got a text a ray from steve saying it wrapped up at 10 i was like boom i nailed it oh yeah god forbid we don't, we don't want you to get stuck in traffic at 10 p.m <laughs> oh god dude. can you fucking imagine can you imagine the rage he would feel now did you oh man so like, I've, I've had that conversation with chris before oh uh, it's horrible because he he gets so aggro. Okay, I'm glad it's not. Yep. Someone's, oh, whenever you. someone's in the fast lane, mm-hmm. or if it's semi trucks on the way to Vegas, you know, uh, the two lane deal, the semi trucks, it, it fucks with it. They ride side bad. by each, and they don't get out of the way. Nope. What are you doing? I know. I, listen, I know. I drive I drive it a lot too. Hey Ray, did you uh, did you uh, consummate the marriage that mm, night? Good question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did. You, you managed. Did. You managed. So, I'm surprised because you oh, didn't look. Like, no, dude. Dude. dude wow. I, I, Samantha. Samantha was was uh, a surprise too. But yeah, no, I was. Dude, I was like you'd have thought that I was from Brick, New Jersey. <laughs> I don't, was, I don't get that joke. I don't, I don't get that joke. It's bricked oh, up, man. dog. The brick what? Huh? I was bricked up. You know what I'm saying? Like. No, we don't. 
He was bri- right, bricked, d- bricked up. You never heard bricked I, up. What's that I mean? Does that mean you're hard? Old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I would have. Uh, <laughs> Just say hard, man. Okay. So all you gotta do is say you're hard. Well, I mean. when I was leaving, I would have put long odds that you uh, getting right. anything. Yeah. No, hey, so, so you look pretty like, much like I mean, yeah. it, it took it took a lot of it took a lot of focus. I'm not gonna lie to you, boys. It took yep. a lot of focus, and right. then and then once everything was done, I, I think I had like a like a minor stroke and then passed out. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Did you throw up? No, no, I just just had a stroke and passed out. Okay, so you didn't throw up, so that's that's a plus. Yeah, no. No, it was good. I uh, it's great to see Jericho, Jericho in the wedding party. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him for a long time. He loves his new job, so him and I were rapping about that and rapping about the sphere and Metallica Jesus. also. Well, oh yeah, dude. Again. he's yeah. all stoked on his new job. He's hanging around Freddie all the time. He's just happier than hogging shit. You know, Derek, what I mean? Derek Rankin for people who don't know, and, yes. and uh, Millsaps. I talked to Davey for a while as well. So it's good to see him. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Lots of it, the whole group was nice. Yeah, you know, like, I didn't talk to Tick. Tick Tickle was in the wedding party. I didn't talk to Tick. He was busy. Yeah, he was busy. <laughs> busy. He was very busy. Yeah, he's busy. Uh, yeah, I feel like you know, like I got a on my side. Like for the groomsmen, I have a pretty rugged crowd. You know, I got Kenny Taco Bell. You know, I got Brad the Rocket Knotted. I got you know John Ross Lowe, one of my oldest friends from Tennessee. Like it was a huge variety. You know, Rankin. Mm-hmm. Bradley Taft, everyone, you know, it's a pretty rugged crowd, and it, it, dude, it worked, it meshed, everything was, everything was good, you know. Did any of the groomsmen get anywhere with any bridesmaids? No. Okay. They did not. All right. Okay. They did not. Mo- most of the groomsmen were married. There right. was a couple oh, okay. single ones All right. that tried, but I mean, there was there was some married ones on the other end as well. Right. So. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. thought Hartraft did a good it job with the speech. He, Hart Raft was nervous. He was nervous. He did a good you job, know, though. If yep. anybody knows Hart Raft, he doesn't talk that much. Um, but he did a great job with the speech. It was from the heart. thought that was nice. Shit, I about, I about shed a tear during the speech as well. Was, uh, I mean, I did. Like, you know, even with Hart Raft up there, he did he did an amazing job. So Sam's maid of honor was really good, too. I thought that was a nice speech with her. But again, like, everything was short and sweet. It was good. Yeah. No one wants to fucking hear, uh, you know, a war and peace speech up there. No. Get up there, get it done, and get get like you know. See, no, I like yeah. the speeches. No I, one wants to be like, oh, and then in fourth grade. I like that. You do? Yeah. Oh no no no, no, no tell one wants story. That. Yeah. No. Tell a story. Tell one story. Just tell one. Okay. That's it. I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah. Just not on and on and on and on and on. Right. We're good. Um. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. Uh, oh, Kenny Taco Bell, and then so you moved out. You and Sam live up uh, in northern LA now. And yep. uh, Kenny Taco Bell found a roommate, and this woman. What's her name? Uh, oh, I suck. Her name is, uh, we call her the Purple Queen. Her name's Felicity. Okay, so. Very nice. What a perfect roommate for Kenny Taco Bell because they were oh, they were on fire at the wedding. Two peas at a pot right there. I'm, I'm talking about yes. they are, the, they go together like peanut butter and jelly. Do you think there's marriage in their future? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know about that. All right. But, 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 but the, they they are a great this, duo. I couldn't be happier for Kenny Taco Bell to find his soulmate. His room soulmate. <laughs> his roommate soulmate. Right. Like, uh, this is perfect, right? Dude, absolutely perfect. Like, it couldn't be a more perfect scenario. Yeah. I was. It was a nice wedding. It was in a nice uh, area. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it was cool. Like, were you guys like sort of curious? Like, when you got here, you're like, yeah, uh, is this yeah, it? yep. I was like, what the but fuck? Then you, like yeah. round the corner, and then it's like, boom, this place is freaking badass. Yeah, it's really cool. How did you find it, or who found it, or how did um, that work? So like, 
Samantha just got on. Um, it's it's called uh, like trademark venues. They have like three or or four or five venues mm-hmm. um, sort of around the area. And Samantha did her research, and she found one that had a had a good you know yeah. uh, date that she liked, and yeah, it, okay. it it all worked out. Women yeah. have this sixth sense about these things, dude. I'm telling you, they're built for this. Like when they come out of the womb, they're yeah. built to find wedding things. Like they're just <laughs> in makes that. me uh, a little bit and makes bro, me wonder. Like, wish that Pookie and I would ever we ever we never had a wedding. Let's right? do it. Yeah, let's have a pulp wedding. Let's get you guys you know yeah. re up on your vows here. Okay. She'll cry. Yeah, and then and then we'll all come, and then we'll have a podcast about your wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) By the way, uh, your mom, your dad, your sister—they're—they're great. I talked to them for a long time. It's great to see them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I I was super stoked, man. Like, dude, Samantha looked amazing. Yeah. She she was a hot piece of ass. The whole family looked amazing. Samantha's mom looked amazing. Mm -hmm. Everyone just everything looked good. Oh, and I will say that Heather and Pookie were. Firing on all cylinders. They were a couple of cougars. A couple of cougs. Yeah, you like that? The, the cougs were in the. Heather didn't too. like getting oh, yeah. called Mama Kiefer a lot. Yeah. She's like, "Why is everybody calling me Mama Kiefer?" And then, and, then, and then Pookie said a bunch of girls were at the bar, and they were doing shots with Pookie, and maybe I don't know if you were there, Heather. Yeah, I was there. And they were yelling out their ages, and Pookie felt pressure to yell out her age. She's like, <laughs> "Why do I gotta yell? Why do I gotta yell out my age?" Like they're like twenty six, twenty eight, and. Pookie's like, I don't want to yell out my age. <laughs> so there's a little awkwardness with that. When you're in doubt, always yell 69. That yeah. works with everything. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I can I bring up maybe a couple of surprises, A-Ray? Sure. Got to admit, I was pretty surprised to not see a couple of people there. Like when mm-hmm. Pookie was like, who's going to be there? I ran through a bunch of dudes. Right. Uh Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That's to get that clip. Thank you. I, I ran through a bunch of dudes with her on who would be there, and I, I'm like, well, I think Don Maeda will probably make it, the cut, and so on and so forth. No dark and no seven deuce deuce. So seven deuce deuce, I talked to him numerous times. Um, he had a uh, – he had to be at – I'll, I'll screenshot the text messages. Oh. He had to announce a freaking Monster Jam deal. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So he had yeah. to work. And and Dark Side, I figured he was in Texas. He wasn't making it out. Actually, I might have sent him an invite. No, he said he didn't get one. Uh, we, we tried. We uh, yeah, no, lot, not so much, now. not so much Dark, but definitely Seven Deuce Deuce. I would have put, I would have put Dark's odds at 40, 60 to be invited. You yeah. know. And I would have put Seven Deuce Deuce, you know, much higher. But like you said, he was busy. Our buddy Cade was in Finland. He. He uh, he would have gone for sure, but you know he's in Finland, so racing. Yeah. Aiden yeah. was bummed that he didn't get invited. Ooh. Who was that? Oh, Aiden. Yeah. yeah it was twenty plus. Sorry. <laughs> Suck it, Aiden. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know you knew not it. Didn't even know that. Oh yeah. Brad the rocket not it with the whole yeah. I didn't know you guys knew each other. I uh, yeah. I didn't get to say hi to not it. I, I like not it. Not yeah. a good dude. I didn't get a chance to say. Yeah. Hi. So I mean, dude, not it and I we've traveled the world like in Supercross 2011, 2012. Like he was there. I mean, that was that was the crew, you know. So it was yeah. Married. Like, yeah, like pretty now much every single one of my groomsmen was a part of like my life like in some sort of like special way like yep. traveled the world we did a bunch of crazy stuff together mm-hmm. you know we lived together you know like it was just the, that's the the bonded crew you know hey when we talk to your dad 
So me and Steve were talking to your dad outside, you know? Yeah. And we're like getting ready to go in. We're like, oh man, he, he did it. And your dad just shook his head. He's like, God, I know. Yep. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. he's like I, I, I can't I, believe it either. I can't believe it either. He's like, I, he just looked like puzzled. He's like, I can't believe we actually made it. <laughs> That's a true story. Something did something right. Ro- uh, Ronnie was just in disbelief. Yeah, he just. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. sat there for a good five seconds in awkward silence, and just like your dad, just like, yeah, I, yeah, I can. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie's a legend. It was great to talk to him. Yeah. Um, Heck, yeah. Is Sam taking the last name, Ray? Is that is that happening? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, She's like, she changed her Instagram name today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. How does it? So We still got to go, like, we got to send in all the, um, the paperwork for the marriage license and stuff and go to the DMV and go to the Social Security office and all that bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah. I like how he says we. Like, you were like, you're on your own. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> uh, and you guys already had a pre-honey, pre-honeymoon, you told me. So no honeymoon right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah we're going to, I mean, like I said, we both just started our jobs, dude. And, and shit, I, dude, I got to work today after taking, like, you know, last week off and swamped, dude. I'm not used to that shit. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So many emails, it seems like. But, uh but no, it, it was, it was, it was fun. So, uh, we, yeah, we're going to, we're going to try and save up because we're still trying to get our bearings you know and mm-hmm. and the wedding wasn't cheap so we we're, we're gonna we're gonna try and do something she wants to go to japan that's like her dream trip so we're gonna try and, and get something going there we uh we hung out with your boss very cool i never got to hang out with him that much but a uh, really nice guy and him and his wife are really cool people heck yeah so yeah yeah good old freaking mark dude. yeah you put it i was wondering who you would seat us with and yep. you know, I was like, oh, I, I don't think know, there this was some more go. people at y'all's table, but I don't know. They must not. There was two empty chairs. So yeah, yeah. We, we were trying to figure out if the photographer girl had a fake ass because her ass was so like round and poppy. And I'm mm. like, damn, is that fake? So we, the table, we were all trying to confirm, like, is it yeah. was it yeah, fake is, or not? This is Kiefer. This is life with Kiefer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't look, man. I, you know, that, you know, it's a wrap, right? That's a wrap. Uh, it's over. It's done. Which groomsman got most out of hand besides you? Like uh, 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 next to you? I'm. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say J Lo. <laughs> Who? Either J. Oh, your buddy from Tennessee. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say either J Lo or shoot, Doctor Nick. It's he's well. I mean, he wasn't a groomsman, but um, shit. Uh, actually, either J Lo or Tickle. Yeah, tick, or, or tickle was ramped no, up. No, but I, I, I was, I was number one. I won. You did across. Yeah, the absolutely. You were the star. Yeah, without it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you guys can tell, but my voice is still gone. Well, we, you're a little low on energy tonight. We feel like so. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Still, still recovering. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Low and low now, tea, I got just, a job. Freaking married. I'm low T. Yeah, you're, you're working now. Every working eight to five, nine to five, whatever it is. You know, just going in there. O'Neal, Everything else is downhill ride. from yeah. now on, dude. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is nice to hear that you you consummated the marriage because Heather and I never got to do that on our wedding night. So that that's a plus. That's always nice when and you then, can do that. Yeah, and then I told Samantha like because we we drove home on Sunday, and I'm like, hey, because we had to drive separate. We drove separate down there, um, and uh, I'm like, hey, if you get to the house before me, do not walk into the house. 
Because mm-hmm. I am carrying your ass through that door. Nice. Oh, because, good. Like, that's Classic. That, like, I don't know, like, I've always seen in movies, and I've... Yeah. Uh, for some reason, like, that's something that I wanted to do, so... That's very Marks, cool. Marks, did you carry Courtney in through the door? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember. Right. No, we did not. Uh, oh, I, I have one other complaint. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. So... Uh, you got married in San Marcos, which was a nice, like we said, for all area, like that area is nice and the venue was nice and all that. You sent me like the, the host hotel or I don't know what, like just, you sent me the link to the hotel, booked there a couple nights, outrageous fees for not a very nice place. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was, I'm not like, you know, but it's not exactly the Westin or the W or whatever. And the, the, the rate, the rate I paid was kind of up there so yeah i wasn't too it's stoked okay. on that you know sorry right, you know just those tall ceilings i think you got it uh well we'll see it was fun night even though i asked heather it, i'm not very good at dragging my ass anywhere out of the high des but oh, it was know. it was a fun night it was fun it's it's <laughs> i mean i will say i mean i don't know what it was in the traffic but it's not far from paula it, no, it's it, not. I mean, you could have rode that morning. And well, it was just, Veterans you know. Weekend, so that was kind of... Yeah, it was really cool. So I thought yeah. your uh, wedding was like Temecula or Marietta, so I didn't Google the place until, I don't know, until I got to around Lake Elsinore. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, you... okay, like, here we go. Do, 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 do. And then I just, like, Elsinore punched it in. Oh, my God. It's another <laughs> 45 minutes or whatever. You know, yeah. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Carlsbad's right down the road. Yeah. It was right down the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. not far. So, um, yeah. But, no, it's a good time, A-Ray. Congratulations, A-Ray. Yeah. You're all grown's up, and you're all grown's up. Yep. Welcome to adulthood. Hey, man. I appreciate it, guys. You now know, let's have hey, a baby. Yeah. Oh, no baby. Plant one no. in that, that lady. No baby. Nope. He might have. A couple years. A couple no. years. Do it. A-Ray. Yeah, I'm probably going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just... Go to Japan first, a, then I'm plant a baby. Man. I'm a weak man. Give yourself a couple years of having fun and traveling and working and all that stuff. He's had enough fun. He's fine. Do you like to sleep, A-Ray? Do you like to sleep? Do I like to sleep? Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, not really. Okay, then then have kids if you don't like to sleep. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, I mean, no, I'm definitely going to give myself, uh, or we are going to give ourselves maybe a year I guess I don't know. Like I don't know. We were we were kind of hammered the other day. You know, just sitting on the couch watching movies because we had a bunch of wine. And you know, I talked her into you know like maybe next year October. So we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> are you looking at me like this is what you would like to do with me? Or are you looking at me like that's weird? What are you looking at me, Laura? It's just it's foreign to me. I know. It's just foreign. Just ease up on the stories, Ari. You're making me look bad. Ari, though, you did look very nice because no one else will tell you that, so I'll tell you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I feel like I gained like 20 pounds this weekend. I put my shorts on for work this morning. I'm like, these things are tight. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yeah. the ride, dude. Enjoy That's the ride. just retaining no, water from the alcohol. Yeah. Some of the coworkers are going to have to uh, start mountain biking. We, we did an e-bike ride the other day, me and Mark, and oh. we, were, we were going down the hill, and I'm like, dude, like, I got a blister by the time I got down the hill. <laughs> Jeez, do my do my hands are so pussified now? Yeah, do you, like, any plans to ride dirt bikes anytime soon? Uh, I'm gonna ride Tuesday. Oh, okay, for swap. Yeah, we have the uh, swap model live has the uh, 450 shootout on. Uh, I think I believe on Tuesday, tomorrow um, so or yeah. next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay. I was going to say tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got day on the dirt. Got day on the dirt coming up, dude. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh boy, dude. Oh, so you're in. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, my hands are going to be roasted. Danger. Be careful out there. Yeah, be careful. Uh, day, what do yeah, they call it? Day to get hurt. Day to get hurt. Day to get hurt. Yeah. 500 will be done this week, so. It's coming together? I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's coming together. Did you, um, did you get so. your parts from Motosport? I actually ordered two, yes, uh, but I need to get with you on a return because I Oh, ordered, no, don't bother with that. <laughs> oh, don't, he doesn't do returns. I two bar pads. I ordered two bar pads the other day because Steve said he was going to bring one to the wedding. He didn't. I, so I, I have it. Out. I have it in me. I'll ship it to you. Hey, hey, Ray, well, text. I have two now. I already have two. Oh. Okay. So like, I just have, I have to I have to return one. Send me the order number. I'll get it done tomorrow. You motherfucker. Unless anyone, unless there is anyone that needs like a a Rinthal bar pad, uh, a cloth one that goes for a vintage bike, maybe you can do a giveaway or something. But <laughs> yeah, either way, I'm gonna freaking I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna man. get that returned. Yeah, I would love to get that returned for you tomorrow. So just send me <laughs> the order. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Clippy clippy. Unbelievable. Uh, all right, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Congratulations. Congratulations tell to you Sam. and Sam. Tell, tell Sam, Sam thank yeah, you. Tell Sam as well. All right, guys. Hey, enjoy the ride. And shout out to all the dealers that carry O'Neill gear. All right. Thanks, buddy. O'Neal I didn't problem. help. I had two chicks. <laughs> all right. Later, boys. All right, Later. See you, all right. See you. That's uh, Alex Ray, everybody. Brought to you by OGO Power Sports. And uh, use code PULP15 to save at the folks at OGO. Uh, thank thank them for, uh, for all that they do. Alex Ray, now married. Uh, 8 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at a Cherbies, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike, plastics, and accessories. With over 40 years of experience with input from current riders like Webb, AC, Barsha, Anderson, and many others along the way. A Cherbies is fine-tuned as products to offer the highest level of performance. Discards, frame guards, chain block, and slider kits at CherbiesUSA.com or follow along on social media. Thank you to uh, the folks at a Cherbies. A Cherbies. Franco a Cherbies. Thanks to A-Ray. Good job, Aaron. Uh, Troll Train as well. Troll Training, they, uh, they're doing wonders with Darkseid. I mean, just look at them. Look at, the, look at all the stuff they have to do, right? Uh, so thanks to the folks at uh, Troll Training, whether you're a vet rider trying to beat your buddies like Darkseid, young up-and-coming amateur racer like Aiden Kiefer, uh, whether you're uh, trying to beat your race of pro motocross or supercross like Grant Harlan, Alex Martin and John Westling at Troll Training will prepare you for the best season yet. All aboard the Troll Train. Trolltraining.com. Thank you to those guys uh, for coming on board. They uh, they work really well, don't they? Aiden's yeah, it's done, great. Aiden's done it's well. Great system. Well work, uh, done well with them, right? Yes. So uh, thank you to Troll Training guys for uh, coming on board the podcast. All right, voicemails, 702-586-7857. Call any time. Play the voicemails. Here, here's here what we got. Let's, let's, let's do this. Hey, this is Boyd from the Atlanta, Georgia area. Just had a couple thoughts on my mind. There's two things I wanted to kind of rant or have a comment about. One was the Atlanta Motor Speedway. I've been going to almost every Supercross race for the last 20 years. And then I went to the Speedway the first year they had it. They have got to figure out the concession stand area. It was an absolute nightmare to try to get a drink, a Coke, a water, or food. Like you would sit in line literally for an hour trying to get something. And every single concession stand was completely backed up. I've never seen concession stand that bad. Like, it was just ridiculous. And I know, and the traffic, and, and another thing is it's an hour and a half, two and a half hours away from the city with traffic. Traffic was a nightmare getting into the speedway, too. I just really hope they bring it back to the Dome. I know they'll probably have an SMX race there um, at the speedway. So if they do, I'll probably end up going. But I really wish they would bring it back to the Dome. It's much better experience at the Dome. Um, I really hope that gets back on the schedule. 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, yeah, they're not going to the dome. They no. don't like it. It's pain in the ass. It's expensive. Better get used to the speedway, buddy, and yeah. those long concession lines. So, all right. I just want to point something out on the Weege phone situation. There's millions of us that work in corporate America that spend a large deal of our time on calls every single day. Um, it would be unacceptable for any uh, person working in you know, a normal workplace to not have a stable phone connection that is, would prohibit them from being heard by their audience. And this is Weege's job. And this is going on years. I mean, the, the last on years. show was so inaudible. It was like not even 50-50. It was like 30-70, unable to hear or make out anything he was saying. This is this man's part of his career. Um, can he not go to the AT&T store and just upgrade his phone or find a room in his house? Does he have no room in his home? with a stable Wi-Fi connection and no audio. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's kind of baffling. I just I wouldn't call into a meeting and be making lemonade in the background or uh, <laughs> fixing story. my lawnmower story. or whatever the other uh, 100 things that he's ever been doing. Yep, I uh, love the show. Thanks, bud. I, I can't argue with anything this guy said. It's fucking phenomenal. Is he like that all the time? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Marks, right? Just like pounding just, me seven days a week, just on my ass. I mean, he's, <sighs> I can't. he's, you know, he's driving sometimes, he's driving a lot, and so then it's dropping out, and I'm like, why don't we try to do this when you're not driving? He's like, I can't, this is it, this is, this is the only time, I don't know what the big deal is. And I'm like, well, the big deal is that we can't hear you, and your car noise, and you know, he doesn't care. It's like Vince Freeze, but with phones. Yeah. Like you can't talk to him. Yeah, he just he doesn't he doesn't want to hear <laughs> just it. punting people. Yeah, so I don't know. How, I've stopped, but I don't know how many times I've sent texts after listening to a review show and just kind of being like WTF, mate. You know, like what yeah. is going on with this? Yeah, yeah. He, he he could mute himself when he's not talking if he wanted. He could do various things, but uh, I digress. Yep. No, that's that's weird. It's the best drop we have. <laughs> All right. I got the opposite of a race tech rant. I actually had some positive feedback for mm. once. Um, Lewis gets a lot of shit from people. I actually think Lewis does a really good job. First time I ever heard him on your show, I was like, oh, I like that guy. He's entertaining. He's fun to listen to. Yeah, I like, I like listening to him. Like, he's just, you know, he's entertaining. He's got a good radio voice. I felt bad for him, though, that he was trying not to laugh because he's, like, now self-conscious about it. It's like, dude, laugh, like have at it. But like, I get it. Like, if he wants, you know, tone back his laughing a little bit. But to me, it never, I never stood out. You know, it never stood out to me. Like, God, oh, this guy laughs too much. Like, didn't bother me at all. Um, but yeah, he does a great job. Best co-host, keeper, for mm. sure. Has a, a fucking amazing radio voice. Syncs real well mm. with with anybody that's on, especially with Steve. Lewis is Lewis is behind that. And of course, you know, Mathis is the goat of radio. Like nobody comes close to That's the right. entertaining factor as far as just having an entertaining podcast and keeping the flow and knowing how it works. It's like listening to a really good radio morning show, like a top number one morning show. That's literally what your podcast is like. So kudos on that. But yeah, co host keeper, Lewis. Oh, Thank excellent. You. Have a good day, guys. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve. Um, I, I got a, to pick um 
I, and this isn't necessarily with you, but all of Moto Media, wondering why you guys are so scared of riders. Like, yes, you are better than pretty much everybody else about calling people out on legitimate things when there's a legitimate gripe and there's actual um, evidence of it, unlike, you know, Cooksey and those kind of people who actually just slander riders. But anyway, the kitchen situation. If if there was an MLB player that was 20 years old dating a 15-year-old, which was the case when, when Levi was 20, it would be national headlines. But in the moto world, it's like moto media people are too scared about being blackballed by the team and, and too scared about breaking a friendship with them to call him or, or other riders out. Like, I don't understand. It's so many moto media people are too concerned about being friends with the riders and the teams than they are of being actual journalists, which is what they call themselves. And I don't know, like watching real sports and even motorsports like F1 and stuff like that. There's real journalists who dig for these stories and they pry for information and get it out of people close to the situation and not just, oh, he doesn't want to talk about it. Let's, let's leave it alone and just leave it at that. And, and then we get nothing. We get no real information from, from these riders who we care about as fans. So anyway, that's just kind of a, a race tech rant. Um, I, I know you're probably not going to play this, but feel free to, whatever. But anyway, love the show, and I'm a huge fan of yours in particular and consume more of your show than any other show every week and listen to you more than any other media person. But, um, yeah, i gotta got to call you out on that. So anyway, huge fan, um, but kind of disappointed on this issue. I don't, like, I don't understand. First of all, there, there's he's right in the sense of, like, we're not a real sport this way. Like Hayden Deegan calling out uh, that Tate guy for his podium speech. I mean, if this was a real sport and you actually read up on this guy and all the things he's done and what he's under house arrest for, the real media would go crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like, I roll my eyes and, like, what, you know, I just think less of Hayden for liking a dude like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you can do your own homework on it. When it comes to the kitchen thing, this was a couple years ago now. And I yeah. guess his girlfriend is significantly younger. I don't know if it's five years. I don't know exactly what it is. But, like, at one point, I asked Levi about it, and I asked Levi's mom about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the parents of the girl, she's... No. Yeah, they know. <laughs> right. And they're fine. And then Levi's parents know. It's not a case of a girl being kidnapped and forced into, like, right. youth slavery or anything. Like, everybody knows. Right. And everybody that is fine with it. So I just shrugged it off because I don't care. Like, in my eyes, if everyone is fine with it, then I, I, what am I going to – who am I going to sit here and be like, I don't think it's fine. Like, I don't have the right to do that. Like, who am I? I'm just some guy doing a podcast. So, you know, when we have Levi on, there's this small group of people that want to talk me, about, tweet yeah. me about it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't care, man. If, if this girl was like – and, I, again, I spoke to everyone involved with this – if this girl was like held against her will and like I okay now we need to get right. people aboard with this but if she's 18 now I think or what or 19 or whatever she is and Neil Levi's 22 and whenever he's been dating her for again I don't it's her personal life I don't care I did a little bit of asking about it and it seems above board and like who am I to sit here this is the problem <laughs> is 
this world we live in is so politically correct that all these people that have nothing to do with the situation, it offends them. Yeah. It offends them. I need to speak up because this offends me. Well, I don't care. Right. I don't care about the Hayden Deegan Tate thing. I roll my eyes at it, but I don't care enough to make a big stink about it. Now, having said that, one of the reasons if I went around, let's say I was like a real journalist and I went and, you know, Dive, deep dived it. Deep dive this 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 girl that's underage, and deep dive Andrew Tate with Hayden Deegan, and deep dive some of the other things that have gone on, you know, with not paying riders and stuff. Well, eventually, this show may not be that good because suffer. no yeah. one's coming on. Because they're like, why the fuck would I come on with Mathis? Like, look, when riders don't get paid, I ask them, do you want to come on the air and tell people you don't get paid? No. Okay. Well, I can't force you to. Hey, team owner, are you paying this guy? Yeah. Well, I don't have a lie detector or access to your bank statements, so I have no proof of anything. It's like the people that yell about performance-enhancing drugs. Like, do I actually have any proof to say anything? I don't. Do I think there were guys doing them? Yeah, sure, I do. I've said that many times. But I'm not going to run around and start accusing people of things that I don't have proof of. Or I'm not going to run around and do deep dives on things I don't fucking care about. Well, not even that. Let's say if you start deep diving all these things that have nothing to do with motocross in general, this show will suffer because you'll be dedicating too much time to this other shit that doesn't really matter to what the show is based upon. Yeah, like, like, you know, again, like, here's here's my thing. If I I have these people on the air and I call them and we talk and we have conversations and I like to think I ask some hard questions when it pertains to the sport Correct. of motocross. That's what I was about to say, you know, but the questions that you're going to ask the deep dive are going to be something about what's going on within our industry and the sport and what's going on with that yeah, person. I just, I don't I just, have a great uh, uh, thing about being offended at what somebody says or is doing in their private life that I'm not walking in their shoes. I have opinions about it. Sure. Opinions are great. That's right. one thing. I give them a lot of them out as everybody knows, but being actually offended by stuff. Yeah. I don't really care. I, it's like, whatever, man. And I think in our world of social media and all these things that are out there and, and these, you know, crazy takes that people have not everything has to be like no. let's get involved what's no deep. Uh, like, yeah like 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 these some of these media guys and i'm the first guy to stand up against media one of the things i don't like about donald trump is his treatment of real journalists and the things that they are supposed to do to keep politicians honest and he doesn't like it and those journalists went to school and they're professional and i hate the way that he acts towards them anyways having said that there's a, some shitty media in the world like you watch some of these sports press conferences with uh, uh lebron james yeah and they'll be like hey lebron what did you think of the play that uh, um andrew davis did andrew davis is that the center? i don't know oh okay andrew davis the center fuck i don't know, I don't know. what's his name hey. anyway no let's go this uh let's go to let's apply it to to hockey okay so hey uh um sheldon keith what did you think of – why did you bench Austin Matthews tonight? And he comes in and goes, I didn't like what I was seeing. Uh, we benched him. You know, he wasn't pl playing up to our level. Next reporter. So when you benched him, what did you say to him? And the coach is like, I just said he, he's not up playing up to our level. And these media guys, they try to trap you. They try to get you. They try to get the athletes. They try to get the coaches. They try to got you so that they make a headline. The media does. A lot of them do it. And I hate it. Like – I'll ask you once, and then that's it. Like, I have to ask you about whatever 
have this thing happen in the race or happen in the sport. And then you can tell me what you need to tell me and go, I'm not going to spend the rest of the interview trying to parse your words and trap you into saying something and ask questions three different ways to get a headline. Because that's what a lot of media does. It's like Belichick bench Mac Jones two minutes ago in the game this last weekend. And he put the guy in and they asked him and he just was like, he wasn't playing good enough. Right, moving right. Along. And well, I, I don't really like the way Belichick does that. He's I don't either. But right. like, but yeah, yeah, like, but then the next question will be like, they'll, they'll try to get him. Yeah. they're never going to get him. Yeah. he will always win. He's right. Bill Belichick. Yeah. But I don't like that about the media nowadays. And I feel like, you know, there's too many people taking offense to things. There's too many people. Wait, wait, wait. Like, walk a mile in their shoes, or let's look at your personal life, Mister Media Person. And what are you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of finger pointing. And I don't like that. I guess it's in, in the grand scope of things of where we are on the scale of importance. Motocross, right? Yeah. yeah you no, know, it's and not then hot. we're covering motocross, yeah. right? So when we talk about these things with Levi and his personal life, what does it, is it going to make a difference within our sport? No. Is it going to make a difference with when, what we're reporting? No. Yeah. Like, so why are you going to waste energy on it? Is he, is he knocking up an 11-year-old? Nope. Like, the, the, we are not putting these things out there because... It's their life. It's their business. And, why? And, and, you know, part of the reason we love our sport is because we have all these athletes and industry people coming on and kind of saying anything. A lot of them. You know, like Phil. Well, that's our buddy it, Phil or whatever. Because they're, they're, we're not under the microscope. Right. If we were really under the microscope, I mean, good God, these training facilities would probably all shut down. You know, all the underage drinking or underage girls that are there. These facilities, the stories I hear. Right, right. I mean, I heard of one facility literally giving out Adderall, yeah. like literally giving out Adderall to them. And I heard this from someone that would know. So be careful of wanting to dig around into everything because, yeah. You just kill everything. Yeah, you'll just, you'll just, you'll end up with a sport that no one will come on the show. No one will say anything interesting. No one will swear. And there you go. Now we're big time sport. You know, now what? So, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just a little bit different. Maybe you're the same way. It's just like, it doesn't affect me and my sport and our, what we're doing, so why am I going to waste my energy to do it? Well, I feel a little different yeah. than that, but um, but in the sense of, like, the kitchen thing or teams not paying or whatever, like, I, I'm just not going to get involved in things that, That's what I'm saying. that so I don't know. It's not going to affect right. anything that yeah. what you're doing, what the sport is doing. Like, Yeah, I mean. He's not doing anything. If he did it to me Correct. personally That's what I was saying. and I knew about it and I knew the facts and I knew everything was going on, you know, I'll come on and talk about it. But yeah, I think we're just looking in our world period. We're just looking for something to talk about. This There's is what like drives everything. Let's start something. Sports. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, how did that work for Tony? Like I like Tony. He came on this show and he said, MX sports is done and there's a drug ring and nothing's happened. Nothing changed. Tony. There's serious shit going on with yeah, those guys. Yeah, Tony was wrong, you know, <laughs> and nothing happened. And I was wrong. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like this kitchen thing and other stuff goes on. Like I said, the the, the Tate stuff with, with Hayden, like, like thanking the guy. I just like, yeah, man, like I'm just not going to sit here and go and stand on my mighty pulpit and judge. Right. I will judge quietly and with my group text of friends, but I will not come on here. I will hide yeah. behind well, this I'm just, curtain. I'm just not going to be here and be like, oh, yeah, fucking yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a long answer. And, but. and, and the guy, in the way he's, he talked about it, he wasn't pissed. He just like was curious to know, right? So. Yeah. 
And I understand. I mean, honestly, I talk a lot more, but Marks tells me not to. And, and, and look at I'm sure me, I love football. I, and I would love to know all the nuances that goes on with the players. I, I, I mean, I guess as a fan, I'd like to know this stuff. But I'm not like, you know, emailing the, the reporter. Hey, you need to find out what, what happened here. Like, yeah, I know. If I, it's out there, yeah. I'm interested. If yeah. it's not, hey, I'm moving on. And, you know, some of the, the great the things that have the politicians cheating, politicians stealing, corporations dumping uh, waste into rivers. Uh, uh, all this bad shit in the world has happened has been dug up by journalists doing their job, asking questions, getting to the truth, subpoenaing subpoena people, looking at records, all of that that has been done by journalists. Not in this sport, right? You know, not in things that things that don't matter really. It's so, just different. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Hope that made sense. But the guy said I wouldn't play it on the air. And you did. But I did. And we spent 10 minutes talking about okay. it. Okay. What's up, Paul? I did. Just listening to the Pony Pod or whatever it's called now. And, dude, I feel like Dark Side gets a hard rap a lot of the time. But, God damn. Asking Dino, do you still see yourself as an elite racer? I mean, holy fuck. I mean, <laughs> what an insult. An elite racer. Dean Wilson's a fucking badass. You know? You're still making night shows. You're still fucking top tenning. Do you still see yourself as an elite racer? I mean, what do you think an elite racer is? I mean, all these dudes that make the night show are bad motherfuckers. Yep. You get last place in a main event. You're a bad dude. Yeah. You don't make the night show, but you still have the balls to go out and try and qualify. You're a bad dude. All those guys at a local track will blow anyone's doors off. So, mm-hmm. fuck me, Derek. Well, okay. I, do you still see yourself as an elite racer? What? I would have. Wow. Maybe he didn't so, word it the right way. I, I'm going to stick up for my buddy Dark here. I bet yeah, what he meant to say was, do you, still, you see, do you still see yourself as a race winner? Correct. That's what I was about to say. Right. Because that's a legit question. Yeah. That's fine. Um, I mean, you're not going to get a racer to really tell you the truth. They're, They're all going to say, of course I do. Yeah. Wouldn't be racing. But Dino is a top 10 guy. That's elite. So that's a little dark shouldn't have said elite racer. That's a little open-ended. Yeah. He probably should have said, do you see yourself as a race winner? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to. Okay. Yeah. Love Dark. Love the show. But fuck me. Yo, Steve. And we're waiting about four weeks to leave this message. Last in-show studio, you played some voicemails. Found out you got locked out of your little truck there. I didn't. The only advice that dude should have gave you was to take that truck and drive straight to a Ford, Chevy, Toyota dealership. Here we go. And get a real fucking truck. There we, yeah, go. we go. There we go. Late. Late. Race Tech Rant here. I'm all about growing the sport and having new brands and new companies come into the, the sport. But can we please stick to one color per bike? I don't want five red machines out there. I don't want three different black machines out there. We'll, we'll have a star racing black and blue Yamaha. We'll have a black Triumph. It's not marketable. Come on. Fix this, Steve. I mean, that gentleman is very angry. But like me with traffic. He is. But 
I mean, Triumph's been black forever. Uh, yeah. Ducati's been red forever. Yep. What other colors, though? Like, we have blue, green, yellow, red, yeah. black. Right. What other co- orange, orange? White. White. And another red. Yeah. What other colors could we use? No one's going to use a brown. No one's using brown. Right. No one's being like, hey, my color's shit. Right. No one's using that. So, honestly, purple? No. I think the guy on the star what thing colors is, could you use? is something like, hey, star Yamaha should be blue, I think. I think it's, right. it's a Yamaha. Back yeah. in the day, I think Yamaha would have been like, nope, you can't have it black. You can't have it blue. Yeah. I mean, Monster it was down it. to the guys right. had to wear blue and white gear right. back in the day. But what colors could we use that are open for a brand new motorcycle? Like just, I'm looking around at the, here just trying to figure out the colors we could use. I mean, what are we going to do? Those are the basic colors. Are you going to put like a, a fuchsia? I don't think you're going to do fuchsia. I don't think you're going to do brown. I don't think you're going to do... Uh, teal? Teal would be good. Mm. High viz? I don't know. Beta, beta's red too. So we're going to have Ducati, Beta, Gas Gas, and a Honda. Yeah. Red. Yeah. Stop it. But they're all a little bit different reds. You know yeah, that? Yeah, Gas Gas is a deeper red they're than Honda. They're just all a little bit yeah. different. Yeah. I don't know. That guy, that guy should calm down. Chill back. What's up, Steve? Uh, just listening to your show with Paul and, uh, you know, Lars. forgot his name there for a second. I hear you read for uh, troll training, and I think you need to fix it up, man. You say troll training, be like Dark Side. Man, I don't ever want to be like fucking Dark Side, the way he fucking crashes and shit, you know? I mean, I hate to bring it to you. That's, that's just a bad read, man. Troll training needs to... Either have you do something different, or uh, you need to figure something out, man. Anyways, love the show, and uh, y'all have a good one. My only point to that was, I raced Darkside the World Vets and kicked his ass. Never saw him all day, mm-hmm. all weekend. Fucking no. worked worked him. You go to Millville. Then we go to. Then he gets on troll training. Then we go to Millville, <laughs> and he straight up passes me, and I can't catch him. I mean. Look. Look at we've been talking about Dark a little bit. He he has been training. He's been doing a great job. He's sticking to it. You know it, it held it holds you accountable. You have it right in front of you on your phone. Like yeah. it's great. Like I I mean I get what this guy's saying. You don't want to be dark side with the greasy pony and the band greasy. That guy's bandana. gone. I, that guy's gone. Yeah, the new dark is still needs to work on communication. Correct. But he's training. He's responsible. He does good work. Yeah. He's, he's an honest he's guy. Asking, he's, he's a asking good asking dude. Guys he's a good heart. Racers. Right. Yep. Yeah. Could use a you could use a chick, yeah. Because that date didn't go out really well. I oh, guess. it didn't. No. Nope. Oh, what happened? Just decided, nah, it's not going to work out. Like he went on it. Yeah. And then just he just, decided or she decided. I think they both just mutually say, oh. hey, just, you know, we're just. Different. So what about the other one then? No. Uh no, no. The we're third. still searching. The third. Uh, that still could happen. Oh, I thought that was with the, what you were talking no, about. He went on the one. No, he went on an actual date. Oh. So. Okay. Can I get a SoCal hole? <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> Yo, Steve, it's Lou in Nashville. Uh, I'm kind of just catching up on some shows uh, from the past here. And the last one, Watson called in. It was so good to hear Watson's voice. <laughs> and I'm glad he told us that he's starting a podcast because I'm probably not listening to this shitty Pulp Max show anymore. I'm going Watson podcast. There you go. I wish you would All right. Call, though. All right. Later. Okay, goddamn. I love when Watson calls in. It's better. To promote a show That's and awesome. doesn't mention his pod. Yep. Says, Never I'm changed. doing a show. I'm doing a podcast. Mathis, hope you're not mad about paying or whatever. And then he's like, I hope you people can listen. But then never mentions the name of his pod. 
<laughs> never changed, Watson. Never changed. Like, like I don't care. Like, he's obviously not calling to check in. He's calling to promote his podcast. Yeah. Without telling me, ha ha. ha. Yeah. I don't care. I'm fine. Watson's a buddy of mine. But yeah, throw in the name of your podcast, Kenny. I just thought you of a, suck, Matthew. Just thought of a good 600 show. Hmm. Get all of the people that already used, did it. Used to be on the show. Yep. Oh, when was show that? Show 200 was Paul Lindsay. You. I wasn't on that. Watson? One. Was it? What was show 200? Can we do some research? Sure. Partners? <laughs> God, I've like been here that long? I, like I think it. it was you. Damn. You got to thank Listmore for I was that. thinking about like uh, the old Gibbs, Gibbs, Paul, Watson, these guys. Try to find Scoops to call in. <laughs> Remember Scoops? Raining Yellow. Raining Yellow. Who else used to call in? Sinjin. Sinjin. Um... Crazy lady? Yeah, crazy lady. Answering, you know, voicemails. Yeah. Show 200. <laughs> Anybody? Um, Chris Kiefer, Kenny Watson, Paul Lindsay, and Travis Preston. Fudge. You me. were here. Wow. So it's the three co-hosts at the time. You you were in the you were coming up a lot. So. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I'll be wow, dead. that's a teardripper. <laughs> <laughs> teardripper. Squat team? Yeah, squat team. Yeah. Oh, I don't see that one. You don't have it? I don't Love see it. Love this guy right here. Sad. He was ramming my guy, dude. Right. I don't Rochester, think. You know, that crazy quad guy who keeps okay. trying to get Kiefer to ride on Millville. Well, I've also ridden Glen Helen, Unadilla, Gatorback, and guy? yes, the famous Grantsburg. But I got to point out that other than Grantsburg, there's no greater track owners than what we hear out of Glen Helen. I know you disagree. I never forget being at the Quad National in twenty in two thousand five. And the first thing they said was, "This is a long ass drive for all of you, so practice is free on Friday." And the way they treated us all weekend was amazing. I'll never forget that national. I'll never forget the generosity See, of those okay, track owners. Okay, so I I'm not calling bullshit here. Glenn Helen gave them a free practice day. It's two thousand five. Different times, dude. So many different times. Glenn Allen ain't giving anybody free anything. Uh, I mean, when you sign up for the Vet Nationals, you pay for Friday practice. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, we're going to have a practice on Friday, yeah. even though you've paid to enter, and you must pay for that also. Like, yeah. So and that air you're breathing, pay us. <laughs> so they did do a typo on the 50 pro class yeah. for Vet National. For five grand. Said $5,000 when I think it was only 1500 so it's a little coaxing from John Anderson. You know, Glenn Helen honored their screw up. Wow. So it's there. And did they're you, nice people. Did you say that the doctor and the king got into it? I guess the doctor and the king, I guess, got into it. I guess what? from what I've heard, one twenty five class? One twenty five, like Pasha fifty, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um Doug kind of took him up high or did something, you know, and, and at the end, um, Doug, yeah, he got got, wow. got motherfucked a little bit from the king. I don't, I don't even have and words Doug, for that. Doug was like, "Hey, hey, man, you know me. I'm not going to do that to you." And he, he was MC was fired up. Was not having it, dude. Catch the fever, vet Nats. Get the tea going. When yes, when McGrath gets in your face at a world. Vet I wouldn't race. say he's in your face. Oh, okay, but he was vocal. Yeah, to Doug, like, "Hey, I didn't appreciate that in a in a." More profane manner. Listen, Doug was aggressive, <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if I. I think I side with the king. 
Oh well, I'm a I'm a Dubot guy. I know. So I know you took his I front brake idea and then tried to pass it off as your own. No, I didn't. Never say that. I said always a Dubot. Um, but I will say Doug is not a dirty rider. I mean, he never yeah. really has been. That would have been great to see those two getting into it, dude. Fights yeah. breaking out the vet nets. Yeah, I saw that. The people Instagram? rolling around on the ground. Did you see that or no? Only on Instagram. Like, no, someone you, sent yeah, that. Yeah, but to you me. didn't. Ever, you, I never saw it. Nobody told, said. But it. I saw the fight. You know, I was telling you about when we did the 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 show on Racer X, the podcast. Is those two guys fighting for practice? Oh, for practice to yeah. try to get in the to, shoot to get in the shoots. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, by the way, uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin for coming on board. Uh, I don't know if Randy's still up, but we've already announced the new live swap and everything. So I guess he's just going to miss it. Yeah, uh, sorry, Randy. Yeah, Randy missed it. Jacked uh, up. Michelinman.com. Uh, great tires, uh, whether it's mountain bike tires or dirt bike tires or, or cruiser tires or sport bike tires or truck tires car or tire. car tires or wagon wheel tires. Yeah, they got it. They got it They all. got rubbers. They got rubbers. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to the folks at Michelin. Uh, Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the company's offerings and the Starcross 6s. I got one wheel on my bike right now. <laughs> Pinching tubes. Ah! You've been right. out of the game a bit. Dude, we'll let it pass. It's, 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 no, it's not good. Is that it? That was it. Oh, that's it. All right. And so the quad guy, uh, you rode the quad a little bit at Millville. So, yeah. Quad guy, he's very passionate he's about the quad. Very passionate. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, we did the Paris Supercross talk. Uh, we did the uh, World Supercross talk on the Pulp Mex dot right now. Chris Kiefer, Kiefer tested 250 motocross uh, baseline suspension settings. Yep. So check that out. If you have In a 2024. 2024, if you have that. New Cowie 450 coming out. Yep. So tonight was the presentation at Kawasaki headquarters. So the new KX450 is out. Sometimes, you know, us media get uh, the bike a little bit late. This was one of the cases. I think the KX450 has been out two weeks. Mm-hmm. Dealerships. Yep. Uh, we get to ride it on Wednesday. So is it much change outside of bodywork? Oh yeah, it's all. Oh, oh it is. M- yeah. Motor frame. Motor everything. Okay, frame. I didn't know. I, yeah. I saw photos. It looks good, but I didn't know what they did. So. All new. So, what was their goal with the f- bike? Do you think? Try to keep stability. Yeah. And get some more front end feel. Okay. And then try to have just more tr- real traction. Did they so, need that? Um, so for me, I felt like I was towing a trailer every time I rode the the Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. Very stable, but just didn't have a lot of front end bite. And the engine was kind of like snappy and then lazy, so it okay. didn't really make sense. All right. So the frame is one of the best frame, you know, out there. It blows the Yamaha ways for frame Stop flex. It. No, no, it does. No, it does. Um, so I think they want to keep that and maybe get a little bit better cornering. So in the world of uh, motocross, it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. Just coming from a, a testing background. So we'll see. Wednesday, we're going to ride at Glen Helen. Hopefully we have a little bit of moisture in Southern California to make the dirt really good. But uh, I've been excited about this bike for a long time. Yeah, new so, bikes. Yeah. You're going to get one right away? Yeah, Wednesday yep. I'll be able to take it home and, oh, okay. uh, yeah, just start picking it apart. Cool. Uh, Alex Ray, Kay Clayson, Weston Pike, best best interview tonight. Um, do we have no tweet it? Talent? Oh, yeah, we do. Fuck. Okay. Motorsport.com, tweet it, talent. <laughs> we only had, like, two. No, that's my mom. Good job. Yeah. It's the motorsport.com tweets at talent. You know, 
my partners are supposed to let me know, but no one spoke up. So that's what happened. They're sounding like, hey, we're getting the hell I out of here. I saw an nah. opportunity for a real short <laughs> show, and I was going to let Motorsport.com. Go through the banner to help us out. They got their new Rideco company out there as well. The new stuff launched from those guys. Great prices. Uh, the number one spot in online ordering is Motorsport.com. OEM and aftermarket parts. Free shipping and everything over 79 bucks. You heard Alex Ray there uh, working away, uh, ordering things from Motorsport.com. Uh, great return policy from everybody but Talon. <laughs> Uh, over there at motorsport.com. I, I got I got A-Rays done already. That bar pad will be coming back to us tomorrow. Wow. Unbelievable. All right. These questions are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show, and uh, Talon asked the best ones. Uh, Canadian Motocross Unfiltered for Steve. What is Ryder McNabb's ceiling this year at the U.S. Nationals? Yeah, he's riding for AEO. Um, I, I, anything top 10 would be great. Uh, 10 to 15. Right? A little bit about the AEO team, too. So they got a new rig. Um, they're... They're really trying hard to up their program, so I know they got really good engines, and um, I think they're on a lease program through mm-hmm. KTM, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Jeremy and the guys are really trying hard to do a good program, so I think they got a good team. Um, but yeah, I think ten to fifth, yeah, ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, McNabb. Uh, from Dark Sides Bent Bars, yeah. Chris, would MMI? be able to teach Weege basic bike maintenance? If so, how many decades of classes would that take? <laughs> you actually got to want to be there. And that is not so, Weege's specialty. About his axle? Oh, yeah. So we got to the bottom of it. He was using a crescent wrench. Oh, God. He didn't have the right size socket, so he was using a crescent wrench, and it was rounding off the nut. Because he was, it was on the, actually the nut was on the left side of the bike. So he, not yeah. the right side. So he was, and, and the other side, the other, the axle was a nut side also. Yeah, so spinning. Right. Right. And then he was twisting the wrong way. <laughs> he did get is it. it. Is this real? Yeah, it's real. He went and got the right socket, and he got it right, and he got it done. I didn't but, think anybody could be worse about maintenance or mechanics, but Weege is... Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Kiefer, when you raced off-road, or you rode off-road, did you ever put your axle in the other way so it was easier to do, like, tire changes? Never. My dad used to do it. We stopped, but my dad used to do it because it was, was it easier, easier to slide. Because you could slide the axle through the rear brake caliper like oh, all yeah. in one shot. Sure. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, Lax defense coach, bigger issues for Triumph jumping into the Nationals. Unknown of engine package or chassis feel and suspension settings? I think the motor package because you, you, we think about um, making a bike for – you know, 100-degree weather, mm-hmm. deep sand, deep mud, whatever, and temperature, all that. I mean, that's that's a lot. And you can't really replicate that on, right. a, on a test bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, look, I just think Triumph's going to be fine. I think what they're going to have is going to be a building year, and I think the the people that they have around the engine and their race team is going to be – they know what they're doing. When all this is done and over with, I want to have a whole thing about all this. So – when I get the green light, we're going to talk about all of this stuff. Oh, okay. Why would you need a green light? Just just need a green light. Oh, that's odd why you would need a green light, though. I know. Just saying oh. when, it's, when it's time. Yeah. We'll get there when it's time. But when it's time. But the green, like, green light you speak of. Like when they start racing. Yeah. But, yeah. like, who would that be from? I'm just saying. Like, when, oh, when we like see who, the Triumph out there racing, I'll be able to talk about it. But we saw it at the Coliseum. So. Nah, it's not racing. Oh, okay. Nah. So I just... 
I'm just curious about the green light. Just where, are you seeing lights at night? Is this an alien? Yeah, thing? I just is feel this... like once we see it in race form. Okay, because and... you said once we get the green light, meaning someone has to tell you, and that would be odd. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not saying that the green oh, light. You're not saying in, that green light is in the gate has dropped. Oh, okay. So the gate dropping is now a green light. Yes, that'll okay, be the green light. Okay, got it. Yeah. So just a weird thing you said. But yeah, I would love to talk about it with you when the gate drops. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the way you said it before was almost like. When someone gives me a green light, I can go. And I, I'm like, who would that be? Who would give you a green light? No. But the gate drop. The gate drop. That's, Got uh, it. Thank yeah. you. I was okay. a little bit dark side on yeah, that. You Wrong did. term. Okay. Sorry. Good. All right. When the gate drops, Chris will tell us more. <laughs> uh, from Curzon Wheels. Over the years, we've seen cool bike upgrades at the factory level like ECU, fine tuning, data acquisition, water pumps, radiator fans, and STARS clutch perch. What's the biggest potential bike improvement we'll see at the factory level in 2024? Oh, at 2024? I don't know. Bike level improvements? Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think that in the future we'll see, uh, you know, um, electric suspension, electronic suspension, where you come out of a corner, you're coming to whoops, hit a button, stiffens everything up, hit the button again when you get through the whoops? God, I just don't see that in no. our sport. Okay. No, I think there's too much that can go wrong. There's too much g-forces and things and i think it's going to add weight to the bikes i don't i don't see it happening in okay. the next five years right. so i mean who knows in 20 years right uh from jimmy g he's a 160 pound vet c rider on a 2020 ktm xcf is there anything i can do to reduce fork harshness without spending a shitload of money he's 19 clicks out on rebound and dampening <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, how much does he weigh? One sixty. C right. He, he should C. be. He should be that out on a production bike, right? Uh, one sixty. Yeah, but it depends on how you ride too, like and how what level you ride. He said C rider, so. Uh, okay. You just did a pot on. Was it the KYB conversion versus the? Yeah. The sixty five. He said he said XCF. He didn't say what size bike, right? No. Right. So this is the kind of things I get on the emails. People don't really give me a lot of description. So it's like I'm shooting in the dark. Is it a 250? Is it a 350? Is it a 450? Like, give you a green light. No gate droppings. Okay. No right. gate drops. Right. Um, but four cars just on a KTM. I mean, you got it. Some general. Yeah, it's advice. it's an air fork, right? XCF 19? Yeah. Uh, 20. Oh, Same. 20. Yeah, you're going to have to, if you want to get rid of some of the harshness on any kind of air fork technology, you're going to have to go to a spring fork. The newer XCFs have the spring fork in them now which is um, what they're going to for the off-road world. So they understand that you guys are riding longer distances, so they're putting a spring fork in there. They probably will not do that with the moto version. Um, but for me, harshness is always just go to a spring fork. So if you're 19 clicks out, you gotta you got to change something. you got problems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just get, get them serviced, right? Send them a race deck to get them serviced. Yeah, but that might make them stiffer just because you got new bushings and everything in them. I mean... If you want a soft, just let that oil break down. <laughs> Sounds like that's what he's go that's what he's doing. Right. And you know what? There is it, there is a point where you're so soft, you know, you think you're harsh and you're hard, but you're actually riding in the middle part of the stroke. So you got to know the difference. All right. Uh, Brop crew, when do you recommend changing out a bike because of hours or years? If you're comfortable riding on it, if money isn't a deciding factor, do you have a rule of thumb on this for your average weekend warrior? 
to me, like if you ride average weekend warrior and you have the money, he said he had the money or no? Doesn't he said money. money's not, yeah. Not if an money's issue? Money's not the issue. Yeah, I would say every four years. If you're just a weekend warrior guy, you don't need to bike every year and you're just having a good time. Every four years is a good plan. Is it worth selling the bike after two for like resale value? If you're worried about money, but he said he wasn't. So if you want to try to spend as less money as you can, then yeah, for me, I would roll over it every year. Because then if you could afford to buy a bike without financing, you paid for it, and then you sell it for three, two, three, two, three $3,000 less, you're only losing two grand, three grand a year to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. But a lot of people can't afford to pay $10,000 up front with a dirt bike. A lot of them are financing it, right? So then you're kind of SOL. But it's a kind of a wash because if you hold on to it too long, then you lose your money on the resale and you're putting that back into the new bikes. Correct. All right, uh, Ranham, can we get dark on a Stark? <laughs> dark. Dark, Stark. One man stands alone in the dark with the Stark. Sorry, Steve, we don't have any questions for you today. Uh, Power Stroke in 723, is it worth putting a full FMF on a 23 KTM 350 SXF or just a slip-on for a tad more bottom end? Uh, well, you're going to lose bottom end regardless. So if you just take off the stock muffler, you're going to lose bottom end. So if you like the bottom end you have, keep the stock muffler on. Um, no hate comps to aftermarket mufflers, but there's nothing better for low end than the stock muffler. So uh, if you want to retain as much as you can, yes, a slip-on is better than a full system. Uh, Rogers MX-93, Kiefer, updates on the 24KX450, anxiously waiting for your feedback before I make the purchase. Wednesday night podcast. I'll have something up, but I haven't written it yet. From Thirsty, what is your projected bike of the year for 24? Steve, we know you've been bought by Blue Crew. Blue Crew. 24 KX 450. Stop. Let's go. Stability, cornering. Come on, Steve. Uh, I got one for you, Kiefer. Uh, Kiefer, where are you at with sandwiches at the moment? What's your favorite place and type of sub? So I just went to Langston's shop. What's it called? B Billy's or something? Or God, I suck at that. Anyway, Langston has a... Look that up. Uh, Langston has a sub shop in Marietta. That was pretty tasty. Um, but right now, the best sandwich shop that I've tasted, um, Seven Oaks, still great in Corona. Right, Steve? Steve? Hmm? Yep. Um, and then Capriati's. Benny's um, place? Benny's. But Benny's. Wait, Benny? Benny's in Marietta. So Grant oh. bought that place. Oh, okay. Uh, what, about, what about Bob's Deli here? It's, it's good. It's top five. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. Uh, Joe 27 for you, Steve. Any updates on Moseman? Three-man Triumph 250 team. I haven't heard anything about Moseman. I don't I think he's either. on Triumph. I don't know. Triumph should be Evan Ferry, Jalik Swole, Joey. There's one more. There's one more? I think so. Okay. Uh, from D. McComb 717, can we get an explanation on the Fantic? I am confused. It's just a Yamaha. It's a Yamaha with a few different bits. Um, let me see. And I don't think it's coming to America, by the way. Oh, were they, was there talk of that? I didn't hear that I don't think all. it's. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's coming. Uh, I read a thing. It was like... Fantic imports the WR line, technically the off-road line, for Europe, and they kind of have an agreement that they won't come to the North Correct. American market. Yeah. What is the uh, status of the new beta? 
When's it coming? When's it dropping? Uh, they just put out a thing. Dealers should be getting it probably in the next month or so. I oh, think okay. before the end of the year. They Any said. media tests lined up for beta? It's tough for me on beta. I don't know if the guy likes me or not, honestly. I don't get a lot of things from beta. Yeah. Everyone else is on top of it. Like, hey. You oh, want, really? Yeah, okay. I don't get nothing from it. So if right. you're out there, beta, beta, I'd love to ride it. I'd like to be beta. I'd like to be beta. Better with beta. Beta. Uh, are the, are, is Benny and those guys even on the new chassis or anything? Yeah. Okay. Overall lens 98, hypothetically speaking, if Prado races A1 in two years' time, where does he finish? Jeez. What is it, sorry? Prado, two Ten years, A1. Two years. Uh, I don't know, yeah. Is he racing Supercross this year? They say he may ride a first couple, get uh, his feet wet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't – I just – it's so hard to jump into Super – I mean – Tortelli and Albi. Like 10th? I mean, yeah, sure, 10th. Yeah, like it's so hard to jump in when you don't have a background in it at all. All right, I got two for Kiefer. We can finish it on. Uh, Dieter Lissat, if all electric bikes would populate a racetrack, how would this affect the shaping of the track, braking bumps, ruts, et cetera? Hmm. Honestly, I would not even know. I think um, the ruts would be longer coming out for sure. Um, going in, I think it would be uh, – Oh, that's a great question because rotating mass is actually a huge thing. I raced yesterday at Glen Helen, and the downhill was a lot longer than normal, and the brakey bumps weren't as bad. Um, but just from what I've been around um, testing with Alta, we have rented tracks that are prepped, and we've had three to four electric bikes going for a long period of time, and the bumps coming in were always pretty much the same as four strokes, but going out of the corner, the ruts were always longer than when we had uh, comparison bikes. How is it not having a clutch to, like, feather in the corners? And um, it's, definitely, it's definitely hard to get used to if you're coming from a combustion bike. You know, that's what you've ridden all your life. But um, just like anything else, you get used to it. I know when I got back on the Stark, I had my finger out a couple times, you know, just because it's, it's normal. But, um, I feel like, like a start would be weird. Like thinking about Canard at Japan. It is very weird, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably the hardest part is trying to do a start with other bikes. Like, as you watched, if you watch some of those videos with Trey in Japan, the first couple that he did wasn't great. He's lit the rear wheel up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last one, Caleb Jones. Kiefer, have you used the Achirbi's foot pig covers at all? In Tennessee, I get my foot pig stuck mm -hmm. up all the time from corner ruts. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, fork lugs too. Uh, fork lugs, no. Uh, a Cherry's footbed covers, yes. They're just little booties that go around, little condoms that go around your springs and your pins, and yeah, it's really nice. They do tear, so if there is rocks and debris, they will tear, but they're fairly uh, reasonable price, so you can buy a few sets. Is there any other option? Um, yeah, there is another company. I know, um, I even want to say Works Connection had some footbed covers uh, uh, for a while, um, but I don't know who else makes them, so... Motorsport.com, <laughs> tweet at Talon segment. Alex Ray, Kay Clayson, Weston Pike, Joey Savacci. Best interview. Uh, Joey, ICP. ICP? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, not too bad. All right, first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Sure. Uh, Motorsport.com. Talon. Fly racing. Uh, Weston Pike. Decal works. Sean. Race tech. Um, Chris. X brand goggles. Rich. Renthal. Uh, 999. Michelin. Randall. Acherbys. Franco. Firepower batteries and chains. 490-2581. Maxima. 
Ronnie. Pro filter. Um, Pre-lubed. Renegade race fuels. Uh, SX4 Plus. ORW. Um, shocks. OGO. Uh, 9800. FMF. Uh, fatty. Guts racing. Ribbed. Atlas neck brace. Protection. Works connection. Frame guards. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, decal works. Get data. Dan. WUSA. Kristen. Weisco Piston. Jay Clark. EVS. Travis Pastrana. MTX braking. Uh, brake pads, four bicycles that I haven't tried. Arena Cross. Robbie McQuarrie's wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thank you. That um, was fun. I was going to say good luck, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm traveling to uh, Spain. Oh. That's as far as we're going. I'm traveling oh. to Spain. Oh, you're going to Spain? Yep. Oh, what for? Well, we'll talk about day. it when the gate drops. Day of the Dead? Yep. Festival? I'm going to go protest with all the other people in Spain, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to Spain. I'm going to France. Yep. Yep. I'm going to be in Paris. Uh, I have a layover. Oh. So I'll wave to you as I'm leaving. Okay. All right. So. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Key for ring testing, Racer X, uh, Pulpamex, all of it. Uh, you can uh, see and hear and more of Chris Kiefer all over there. Um, places. Talon, thank you. Thanks, Talon. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Marks? Thanks, Marks. No problem, partner. Uh, partner. Partner. So uh, we'll be back next week, but oh, it's really? a Tuesday show. No Tuesday. I land, I land afternoon in Monday evening for Paris. Tuesday show next week. Who's in? Uh, I don't know yet. Working on a special guest. Special. Rider. Oh, a rider. A, yep. And if that doesn't work out, Michael Lindsay. That's your backup? Yeah. Okay. Or Michael Lindsay and this rider. Oh. I don't know if this rider and Michael Lindsay get along. So I, we're working why can't on we just Why can't we just talk about it? It's just because if, if it doesn't happen, I'll keep it for later. Are we doing to the, when the gate drops, you'll let us know? Yeah, when I get the green light. Okay, green light. We'll let you know. Okay. But Tuesday show next week, everybody. So really appreciate uh, everybody watching and listening and calling in and all that. Thanks to Roto. Thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Thank you. Thanks to JT, of course, as well. Thanks to Weege for making us uh, laugh at him. <laughs> Do the laugh before we leave. <laughs> Pop-Up Next Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. We're out of here. See you next week. Bye-bye. Don't eat that dick. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.